Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, March 25th, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. 702-586-7857. Call in. Let's talk some Seattle. Let's talk uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, we'll, we'll, phone lines are open, man, and we really appreciate you people listening. Good show tonight. Will Hahn will be on. The Monster Energy Star Yamaha Yamalube team manager, Will Hahn, fresh off a championship uh, at the James Stewart Classic. He will be on. Mike Williamson will join. Mike Williamson will join us. Who is uh, just left Kawasaki? Uh, he's a crew chief for Eli Tomac. He was a mechanic for James Stewart, a mechanic for Ryan Villapoto, a mechanic for Tim Ferry over there. And uh, we're going to talk to him about why he left, what happened, what he's going to do next. So looking forward to Mike Williamson on. Ryan McClintock is on. Also, he is a, an EMS in the Midwest, and uh, he did a really, really good job over the last little while collecting data from accidents, uh, dirt bike crashes, and uh, he is going to come on and talk about neck braces. And we know it's not something that everybody will want to hear necessarily, but I, I want to hear it. I think it's cool. I think it's open. We've been wanting information, and we're wanting real hard surveys and facts and and all that from from crashes with neck braces and without and and Ryan has done that so he will join us uh, later on in the show. Don't forget Amazon widget on pulpmex.com. Go click on that. Take go, takes you to Amazon. Order your regular uh, thing from Amazon, whatever that may be, and we get a small slice of it. Don't forget the Pulpmex app. Uh, live podcast shows coming up. Really excited about these things. Vegas, Denver, New Jersey. Friday night before the Supercross, Vegas, Denver, New Jersey, live Racer X, Pulp MX podcast shows. Uh, RV's confirmed for one. Denny Stevenson's confirmed for one. Will Hahn's going to come to one. Uh, we're working on Barry Karsten. So lots of cool things to do. The link to buy tickets, and they start at 20 bucks, is on pulpamex.com. So go there and click on it, and uh, we will uh have a fun time at those podcast shows they're absolutely fantastic they've been a lot of fun and uh hopefully we'll see a lot of you people there uh as i said han williamson ryan mcclintock on the show btosports.com fly racing race tech suspension and engines vortex racing roost mx vertex pistons x brand goggles evs sports michelin starcross 5 firepower batteries and chains maxima usa pro filter FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, LA Honda World, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleNewsJobs.com, Ride Engineering, all on board with us tonight, and uh, as are you people too. So, uh, yeah, lots to talk about, lots to get to. We got a penalty in 450 class to talk to. We got a guy who most likely is probably taking a dive to stay in the 250 class. So there's plenty to talk about when it comes to uh, this past weekend. We're going to give some stuff away, too. we got a Kinetic Mesh from the folks at Fly Racing 2019 and a half. Kinetic Mesh. We're going to give away an Atlas Brace. We've got Maxima stuff. We've got Pro Filter stuff. Whatever works for, for you people uh, who frequent the show and listen to the show, we will try to help you out. So, uh, all right. In studio with me all show long. First up, from Fly Racing. He's a regular contributor to the show. But now, excitingly enough, he is in studio. He is a two-time German Supercross champion. He's a two-time Montreal Supercross champion. He once finished second to Ryan Lockhart in qualifying in Germany and, den- <laughs> and denies it. 
Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? Not much. How are you? Thanks for coming in. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Flew uh, down here a little bit earlier than you yesterday from yep. Seattle, and um, yeah, I go to Houston early, so it's gonna be gonna be a busy week for me. But I always enjoy coming down and spending time it's, with you and Pookie. So. It's better than in studio now. It's better. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wish I wasn't so busy and right. could be here more often, like keep her schedule. But yeah, it's just the way it is. Uh, we just did a podcast before the show, introducing the new Formula helmet. So please check that out on the Steve Mathis feed. Brand new thing from you guys. Uh, spent a lot of money on it, developing it, and uh, yeah, so it's out. Response is good. Helmet is really good, as I can attest to. And we did a little podcast, kind of talking a little bit about that. Yeah. When do you think that'll go live? It's already live. Oh, yeah, we're out. It's there, already. So, uh, yeah. Please check it out. As we talk about on that, the biggest key or, or most important factor for me is I just want to get information to the people. There's so much technical. So many technical things going on with this helmet where most helmets are pretty straightforward. This one has a lot and there's a lot of background information to understand the technology in it. And we want to do the best job we can to translate that info to the consumer and help walk them through that. So this is just another step in that process. There's, you know, formula.flyracing.com does that as well. Uh, But yeah, please, whether it's Steve or myself or go to the races and go to the formula display at the fly racing area. Go on the website, watch the videos, um, please. Even if you don't plan on buying one, educating yourself on what helmet technology is out there is, is always a good idea. Educating yourself is something that this man also in studio here has tried to do in his multiple studio appearances. Uh, he is a uh, former Canadian national number six. He is last year's third overall 250 arena cross champion, vice vice, vice champion <laughs> from Atlas Brace. Ryan the Noof Lockhart. Noof, what's up, man? Yeah, happy to be here. I mean... Uh, it's nice to see you back in. It's nice, yeah. I made it close a couple months ago. <laughs> we got close. Made it close. Right. We got close, but uh, yeah, happy to be here with you guys. Obviously, JT, I know him from way back oh, yeah. in the yeah. racing days, Germany days, Montreal Supercross. Yep. Can God. we just... Hey, JT ripped at Montreal, though. Oh, I will no, give him that. Yeah, yeah. I will give him that. Right. Yeah, yeah he, he he got ready for it all, like, hardcore. That ready, was his so. That was his Anaheim one. Speaking of ripping, Newf usually ended up ripping people's shirts off yes, after the races. Montreal. That, right, was, that right. was his calling card. So we went to Cirque show last night, Michael Jackson. Cirque show with Randy, uh, Newf's lovely wife, yeah. and and, uh, and Newf. And, uh, I did not go. You did not go. You gambled. Um <laughs> You probably were protesting the documentary that came out, uh, but Noof, it, we're sitting. I'm sitting next to Noof. He's had a few, yeah, couple, couple. I, I'm yeah. sitting next to him. The, sh- the The show's going on. He's like, "Look at that! Look!" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm right here, bro. I see the guy flying through the I air. I was impressed. <laughs> I was impressed. This is the best thing I've ever seen. I best night of my life. Best I, night of my life. You well, said. I." Did I say that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I did have a few. <laughs> Listen, I've been to Vegas many times in my life. Yeah. Many times. I've never gone to a show. And when you brought up that idea, let's go to yeah. a show. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it was going to be that cool. It was awesome. Yeah. You were so excited. Clearly. You were so excited. My, best night of my life. Yeah. Clearly. Strong. It wasn't bad at 1030, though. If yeah. you had made good. it to doing pianos, you would Which have was, had a night yeah. you could never yeah. top. Your original... Tonight. Tonight. The original plan was dueling pianos, but yeah, didn't but I just don't know why did you keep hitting me and pointing <laughs> to things that I can see. He didn't see. want you to miss it. <laughs> I didn't think you were seeing what I was seeing, so I was like, wanted response, to make sure you like, couldn't have seen it because you weren't freaking out like he was. Yeah, I guess, like, I guess, right? What if I didn't hit you? And I was like, did you see those guys flying through the air? Like they were ten feet in front of me, just yeah, like they and were. And then he's yeah. going, why didn't you hit me and yeah, tell me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm glad you had fun, though. I did have fun. It was good. Nice dinner. And uh, like I said, happy to be here. It's good. Uh, So Ryan McClintock is a guy that we're going to have later on. He's an EMT, like we said. And he's kind of done a lot of research and a lot of homework over the years on a lot of things. He's doing some stuff on helmets and protective gear in general. And not paid for by Atlas, not paid for by, by the other neck brace guys. Just independently, he started collecting data on crashes and what the guy was wearing and what he wasn't wearing, and it's interesting. It is. It is very interesting, and I mean, this kind of got thrown kind of in our face. We were like, whoa, this guy did all this work? Like, this is the stuff that you can't you can't buy that kind of data. I mean, yeah. that's years of data that has been collected and researched, and it's not a Atlas, you know, banner ad or anything like that. It's literally just on yeah. safety gear in general, and I think that, uh, you know, he's doing a lot of other things yeah. and stuff like that. He just cares about the safety of the sport, which is which is cool. I, I know you, you've, you've been here before and talked about braces and talked about people, hey, wear them or don't wear them. Here's what I think. Yeah. You know, here's what I feel like. And and a lot of people say, there's no data. There's no data. Yeah. Uh, well, here's some, some real-world data. This it, is, it, these are real-world facts, and that's, you know, everyone's, you know, claims, you know, there's no, uh, you know, you can do the testing in the lab and yeah. all this and that, but there's no real life circumstances. Yeah. Well, what Ryan did was collect that. And I mean that it shows mm-hmm. whether you want to believe it or not, that's still going to be your call at the end of the day. Yeah. But you know, we're, we work for a company that was trying to improve safety and whether you want to be more safe yeah. or not, that's your, that's your call. And we got a Pulpamex graphic kit for the Atlas brace. Yeah, it looks good, right? Yeah, sweet. I know. It's fantastic. It so good. we're going to give one of those away. We are. Yeah. Tonight. Uh, and I don't know how we'll do it. I don't know if we'll do it on phone calls or emails or, or something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as yeah. we go. Uh, but listen, lots to talk to when it comes to Seattle. Marvin Muskan wins again two weeks in a row now. And the point gap should be seven to Cooper Webb. But it's not. It's 14 because Marv jumped on a red claw cross. Rule came in last year, seven uh, seven points um, docking. Used to be like two spots. Now it's you know d- different than that. Uh, I know people want to freak out, shout, scream. I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with it. He jumped it on the Red Cross. He yep. did do that. There needs to be a penalty. I don't feel it's enough to take the win away. I feel like to take the win away... If he had passed for the lead by jumping yeah. on a red cross, I think you could take the win away. But he's already in the lead. He gained some seconds, for sure. They kind of took the win away anyway. I mean, on paper, I know it's this big deal for you with the records. Mm-hmm. Like, this, yeah. these triple right. crowns are not good, right? right. They're not taking that away, and the bonus check is nice. That's, that's going to be good. I'm sure Marvin right. cares a lot about that. But they kind of took it away. For all intents and purposes, they took it away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a harsh penalty. I think it's deserved. I think you can't, you cannot do what he did. Period. Right. right. Uh, he says you didn't see it. He's owned the penalty, which I, I'm a big fan of him. But everybody else saw it, so it wasn't. Yeah, like yeah. It, yeah, yeah. And and the biggest thing I would say for Marvin is he owned it. He didn't whine. He didn't complain mm-hmm. that we saw anyway. Maybe he, you know, yeah. feels differently. But publicly, he hasn't come out, and you know, we've seen so much of that in the past. And anytime anybody, get, anybody gets a penalty, they're up in arms about it. Marvin has not done that. And I don't think he had a leg to stand on with that argument anyway, but you did the crime. I don't think he meant to, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it's, I, it's, I, I, seven I, points is rough. Okay, but but he gets the win. He gets the win? Yeah. Yeah, but w- would you rather – what would you rather well, have? Well, we'll see what happens. Would you rather have the 100 uh, grand? It's probably more. It's probably more when it's all said and done, 150 grand. Sponsored I don't know in. if I'd rather have that because we don't know how it's going to turn well, out. If it's you have to choose right now. Uh, if I had to choose? Yeah. Yeah, give me the points. 
Oh yeah, no yeah. doubt. He wants yeah, the yeah, points yeah. for yeah. sure. Give me the points because yeah, that's yeah. that's a bigger reward. The big picture so, in the he's, end. Yeah. He's not hurting for money these days, right? But but um, yeah. I, I mean, okay. Like I just he, there needs to be a penalty, and there was, and it was applied fairly, I think, and correctly. Mm-hmm. And we'll move on from that. But somehow something tells me that these seven points might come in handy at the end of the year. It's like, hard not. I mean, how can it not? Yeah. You know, whether it's the difference or not, that's. You yeah. know, we'll find out. Yeah. But yeah. did you or did you not look at the comments of the Racer X Instagram when the decision came down? I did not. I oh, tried not to, but it was literally the depths of hell. <laughs> like you, I went into this rabbit hole of like, oh dear God, as a society, we are we're what, in bad shape. What? Why? Because well, people thought it was fixed. People thought. For one, they thought that they were because there's always a monster conspiracy. Well, they it's, thought they were winging it, right? They okay. didn't like, oh, why would you? How could you ever come to this decision? Well, hey, there is an actual rule. That's how they came to the decision. For people it's, who don't know, Jeremy Martin did the same thing last year in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. kept the win, lost seven points. Right. Yeah. There's a rule that applies to this. For one, and there was just so many different opinions of people thinking that there's a conspiracy, and somebody complained, and it's none of that. It's black and white. Yeah. It's on video. Yeah. He broke the rule. They right. applied the rule. It's really simple. Yeah. Like, I, I know in this sport, we've had every situation where... Well, well yeah, Bowers got DQ'd for a move that... Chad you know. getting black flagged. Right, like, right. there's been all kinds of crazy stuff, and I am I fully back all those opinions of, like, man, they didn't handle that very well. Yep. This one, I, I have no problem. Like, I think they did it the right way. Yeah. They reviewed the video. They applied the penalty within, I don't know, half an hour at the most, and everybody moved forward. Yep. There's been no yep. real discussion yep. past that, so... Just if you're bored in a quiet moment, <laughs> go look at those comments. It's it's bad. Uh, and I I partially blame the the commentators of the TV cast for yeah, not. What is going relaying. on with that? Well, so. they obviously didn't know the rule. That's the only way you can. Really but they have a line to the AMA. But for them to make the claims that they did and say maybe they're going to take the win away or they think they said Roxon was going to win. Correct. Yeah. So they didn't say, "Hey, maybe let's right. stay tuned." Yeah. Obviously, they didn't know the rule. That's the only thing you can deduce by the way the TV cast went. So <laughs> that th- doesn't help. No, that's yes. where I think yep. the comments part of, partially went sideways is because when those people sign off watching the television broadcast, they think Kenny's getting the win. Why doesn't someone go down to AMA? I don't ask Ricky. You're gonna have to text him. Okay, I will. And, and yeah, him, I will. You I have his number, Steve. Yeah, you got yeah, it. I got it. I don't know. It, it's unfortunate that in the moment. They yeah. weren't relayed that info of like, here's the rule. This is what's going to happen. Ninety nine percent, you know, chance. And then <laughs> you can share that info with the half a million people watching. <laughs> and Jim, then it Jim Nance is just like, it. well, folks, it's a holding call, right? It's uh, <laughs> the Broncos are probably going to win because of it. Yeah, you know, they're losing <laughs> yeah. by ten. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, Noof, <clears throat> any problems on your end with the penalty? No, I mean it was it was clear as day to me. I mean, I mean. Marv messed up. He you didn't. you texted me. I did. I didn't see in live. I didn't notice it. I was watching something else. I did not notice Marv do that. I was. Well, I didn't notice it in the moment, but when I saw him five or eight seconds ahead, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, he had to have jumped. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. I was watching. I'm like, holy shit! He just jumped all the way through there. Yeah. And I'm going. Did that just really happen? Because yeah. I mean, for me, watching, of course, not in the the moment, obviously, that he was in, but. I could see the flags. I saw the yellow. I yeah. saw the red crosses, and I'm going, I can't believe he just did that. Yeah. But you know what, though? I mean, you know, him owning it, like, that shows some confidence on his end. Like, I mean, it sucks to lose that, those points. He's in a championship battle. The series has been unpredictable in, in I'm a even, sense. I'm even fine with the seven points. Like, that's fine. That's it's a, a lot. It, it's a lot, but whatever. I, 
I mean, yeah, it is a lot, but he can. I mean, I think he can make those up. Like he's been really good the Steve last couple weeks. It's over. They might as well hand Cooper the trophy. I'm right. looking forward to this weekend. I think they're going to do it this weekend. No, just going to give him. Just going to give him the plate. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think, I think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, so it was clear as day. The rule was applied. I wish the TV guys had been able to yeah, get it right. Bullshit. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's, that's pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty tough deal for them not to know. Yeah. They have lines to the AMA. From, according to Wygant, who talked to really? AMA, they said that there's a broadcast yeah. that they can call and uh, Jeff Canfield and mm-hmm. from the AMA to get a ruling on that. Um, I wish they had had more clarity of the rule in the moment. I think there right. would have. I think there would have been so much more they could have done to relay that info to the casual observer. Yeah. I don't expect the casual fan to know the rule. It's yeah. a pretty obscure rule. Right. I didn't really know every aspect of the rule, but in that when it's your job and there are, you know, they have spotters and they have people that can yeah. look literally look the rule up mid-race and tell yeah. you it was just tough. It was it was unfortunate. Right. I'll, I'll right. say that. So, Roxon put heat. Roxon was good. Really? Roxon went for the, tests down at Red Bull today. He yeah. said in a press release he's not feeling well. He doesn't know what's going on. He didn't make the podium for four straight races. All day long in Seattle, he was great. It's the best he's been since Arlington. Yeah. yeah. And, he and, good. and was pushing, putting heat on Marv mm-hmm. at one point, jumping the whoops. Yeah. Pretty good, been, though. It's been six weeks since we really saw Kenny ride like what we expected. And, yeah, I don't know. I, I Hopefully he got some answers today. Yeah. Worst case scenario, there's something actually wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, the only way to get better is to sit out. That would... That would be pretty devastating. devastating. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that would definitely I mean, suck. he didn't look like he got tired on the weekend to me. I mean, not like, at the not end, like he back, has been. No, not no, like no, he has. No, no, yeah. yeah. He he's lost been, he lost the the back of Marv a little bit. You know, but he's been late. invisible the last couple of yeah. weekends. Well, yeah. according to TV, it was because he knew that he oh, was that's right. get, he knew he was going to win. win. Yeah. He got the pit board and said you won. Right. You won the race. It's so bad. It's so bad. It is bad. that happened on lap 1. So you're telling me when Kenny was charging his balls off, skimming, skimming the, whoops, the whoops that were death-defying, death-defying whoops, right. he knew in the back of his mind, I got this. No, yeah, he, he's no, just oh, he I got this. Going he was fucking going for it. He yeah. was going for it. You've yeah. got to think, and we keep, you know, we'll have to move on past this. But in the 20 minutes from, I, I never, I always, I always move on. Stay here. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're never coming yeah. back. Yet. No. <laughs> 20 minutes they had to to get the yeah. ruling. That's a, that's quite a bit of time for somebody to get to the bottom of it that's what i look at it was the first lap yeah that this happened yeah, yeah, you know it wasn't like yeah. man we have two minutes yeah, yeah source yeah. something you know right, like right. they had the whole race basically for someone to get to the to, bottom to of someone it. to say what's going to happen here right. please let us know yep. as soon as you guys know because i know when i got back to the pits after the the main event it was not decided yet i asked a couple people that they, sure. they had not officially heard yep. what had happened but at least at least communicate the rule the rule the yes rule. yes yeah yep. whether yep. they're going to enforce the rule you you yeah. can't say. Yeah, just yeah. say we don't know what's going right. to happen. But this is yeah. the rule. Yeah. Whether they inf- choose to enforce it, we'll find out. Right. This is choice, the rule. Yeah, yeah it uh, definitely – well, Marv's on a roll now, though. Marv's, Marv's on a roll. He's yeah. been riding well. He probably – I mean, Eli's really good at Daytona, so I shouldn't say Marv should have won Daytona, but I thought Marv in, during the day was better than Eli. Yeah. Oh, during, in the day, daytime. What was shocking to me is that Marv was – the whoops weren't really where you could jump him yet. You still had to blitz in practice yeah. for the most part, To and he was still – Going to the top and then come two, three, four back to the top. Yeah, and he was really pretty poor in the whoops when they were blitzing. He, and he was, was fine. He was able you, to overcome. You gotta, him. you've gotta let this go. Like, but okay, is he a whoop master? No. no. And, but all I'm saying is, usually when the whoops are that difficult, he's not able to go to the top. He's going to be fine in the race. But he kept going back. He was so much faster on the rest of the track. He was able to overcome 
an area where he maybe wasn't the best. That was mm-hmm. what was most impressive right. to me. Um, all right, let's get to some phone calls here. Cody, Cody, you want to talk about the broadcast? Cody. You there? Yeah, what's up? Yeah. So, if, if, all right, so y'all kind of touched on a little bit about them knowing the rules and everything. They should have brought it up. But how did they take so long to make that call? I mean, the Bowers situation, John Gallagher was right there. Oh, yeah. Done. Yeah. And then even in the 250s, the LCQ, that guy got blown off the track. He entered back on. Boom, John, John Gallagher's right there saying, nope, you're out. You know, I just don't understand what the hell, what are they doing, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm with you. The rule's pretty clear in the in the in the book. I mean, I guess they wanted to review the tape of Marv doing it and let Marv explain something, but it doesn't seem like Bowers had much of a chance to say much, according to Tyler, before he was DQ'd. So yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. I I don't know. Well, what what about the guy in the the 250 LCQ? Do you have any input on that? Why they didn't let him? He entered the track as soon as he could, in a safe spot. Yeah, he got his spot back. But okay, I mean, uh, <laughs> let's Cody. Here we go. Cody. Let me get on a bike. We're, we're going to get on a bike. I'm going to hit the triple. You're not. See what's faster. <laughs> See what's faster. He got passed in the corner before. Yes, there was some contact. And yes, he got bumped off the track. But he should have raced alongside the triple and pulled in right behind Howell. Instead, he pinned it. And got his spot yeah. back then or what? Well, he, maybe he could have got Howell back, but the, he he had gotten past. So I don't know why Jorgensen thought it was fine to pin it on the flat ground and get back by a guy and miss an obstacle. I don't understand that. Where is John Gallagher at during the races? He's in a manager's tower. Crow's nest. Crow's nest. <laughs> think think like Jaws. Like yeah, on the track you'll see you'll see like a tower that's really small. Uh, he's in right. there. Yeah, he's in there. It's hard. To, it's actually hard to see because it kind of blends in. But he's he's yeah. usually the only one in there. Yeah. So, um, all right, Cody. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Levi. What's up, man? You want to talk about the broadcast? Yeah, I was just wondering um, what you thought about Ricky openly expressing his view on the AMA's two fifty last chance uh, decision. I think he was wrong. I think he was totally wrong. How how can you miss an obstacle and repass a guy and think that that's cool? I, I agree that he was wrong as well, but wh- how do you feel about him going out of his way to say was a hundred percent bad call, bad call? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Like, it's not a bad call. It's it, like yeah. the fucking rules. I, I don't understand. You cannot miss obstacles and not be penalized. Now, you used to be able to ride around the whoops. Apparently, that was okay. Like in, a few years ago, <laughs> nothing happened to those guys. JT. Really? Nothing no, happened to those guys. They had to be penalized. No. Well, you can't. Pe- they were, I think they were already in last. Yeah, they so probably were. Do? But whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, no, I I don't know, JT. What do you think about that? I agree with the ruling. Um, you definitely can't regain the position the way he did. Uh, I can't understand the fact that he was knocked off the track. He didn't want to. I think if he pulls in right behind him and then just tries to make an aggressive move right away, I would probably have to let that go. Yeah. If I'm Gallagher. Yeah. You can't regain the position no. by going around the triple. No, though. exactly. Yeah, I I think he passing in supercross is hard. So yeah, so sure. don't <laughs> Yeah, it, it even if he had come in back almost side by side, I think maybe they could look the other way. Yeah. But you definitely can't can't clearly regain the position right, right. with one lap. To what go. do you think, Levi? What do you think about Ricky's voicing opinion though, even though it was horribly wrong? Um it's just that, it's an opinion. Right. I'm okay with having a strong opinion. It right. doesn't mean I have to agree with it. Right. Uh right. I think it was much less egregious than the Muscan deal. You know, because right, it was an right. opinion on a ruling. Yeah, you know, yeah to say Roxon laid up, 
for the win. <laughs> yeah. He knew, I mean, that's bad. Well, and the, the ruling on Jorgensen was more of a judgment call. Yeah. Where the Muscan thing is just black and white. It's not judgment call. Right, that, right. So, right. you know, I, I'm okay with having a strong opinion. I just don't necessarily right. agree with it. Uh, thanks, Levi. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, Matt is on four. Matt, what's up, man? You want to talk about Stu? Yeah, hey, guys. Um, I had a couple couple questions. But first, Stu, I noticed that his last win was March 29th. Um, I think back in, uh, I can't remember the year it was. I think it was St. Louis. Um, so it was quite a while ago. But I noticed that his his release date for this new information was also on March 29th. So oh, really? Kind of it. I, I thought it was coming yeah. out like today or something. How do you – did he – how do you know it's the 29th? Uh, Did I miss something? I think at the end of his video, there should a date, and it just said March 29th. Oh, okay. All right. So, well, his last win, his last, oh, his last, his last yeah, March 29th, win, I think. His last win technically was High Point, you know, outdoors, but. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Supercross. I think right. It was 29th right. of March. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what day they'll actually release it now. Well, I'm excited <laughs> so. for it. Yeah, we'll see what that Stu has to say. So. Yeah, so I think that's kind of neat, but uh, I mean, going a little bit deeper into him, I think it's really cool how like JV and um, Nick Way and Tedesco and uh, Tim coach some of these guys that are up and coming and, and make a name for themselves. Do you think he would ever do something like that? I think it'd be cool because he has such a ability to write Stu? And, Stu? Yeah. No. That ain't happening. No. No, bro. He doesn't. No. Do he doesn't. Coach, coach people? Yeah. No. Never. He can't. He doesn't even go to his own. Signature race in Freestone. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he has interest in that. Yeah. I, I don't think it's happening, man. I think he almost he's he's almost too famous. If he, like not if he no, not if he came around all the time. I don't know. Ricky's fine. Ricky just chills, bro. I think I think James has a different aura than Ricky does. I think he's created it by being such a ghost. Yeah, but if he was around more, then Maybe. it would be like, oh, here's James again. God, this yeah. guy won't leave me alone. Maybe, yeah. He keeps talking to me. He keeps won't leave me alone. He, he is clearly one of those guys that doesn't like the spotlight. Yeah. There are athletes that they embrace it and they love it, like Pastrana, and there are others that don't want anything to do with it, like Ryan Dungey. I think Stu is just that guy. He just wants to be left alone more yeah. than anything, I think. Yeah. Uh, there you go, Matt. Thanks, man. Yep. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Appreciate it. A lot of calls tonight. Uh Rob, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. What's happening? Rob, you there? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to thank y'all for all y'all do. Uh, I spent the last week and a half with my son at the hospital, and y'all's podcast made the long week shorter. So. Oh, cool. What, Thanks. What's, I just want to thank y'all. What happened? You don't mind me asking. He, he is six years old. He was born preemie, mm-hmm. and uh, he weighed two pounds. Yep. And we've been having trouble getting him to gain weight. Uh, we tried everything, and he weighs 26 pounds. Jeez. He's sick. Poor guy. So we had to get a feeding tube put in the stomach so we can back feed him. Mm, wow. Man. And uh, it took a week and a half to get all the mixtures right and everything. So it was yeah, a long week, and y'all helped out. I was so going back. Old, and, yeah, good. Not yeah. back in the old podcast. Not much tougher than sick kids, sick or hurt kids. Terrible. No, oh. no. We, yeah, we had to watch the last two Supercross on the computer on the app. Oh, geez. Uh, hospital, well, so. hopefully everything's going all right, and, and thanks for listening. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for the call. Oh, yeah. thank you. All right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Matt. What's happening? How are you, Matt? Matt, you there? Hey, Steve. How what's are up? you? Good. How are you, man? Pretty good, man. Hey, just, uh, hey, JT, what's going on, buddy? What's up? Hey, I just wanted to uh, to to tell you guys how um, um, how great the whole fly activation stuff has been. Um, I just kind of walk around. I have a lot of idle time when the when the team is kind of out, you know, doing their thing. And um, 
I just walk around and I see all the people, all the reps and things like that. It's just a different approach. I mean, when you know when Parts was kind of doing it, um, you really didn't see a lot of the reps, if any. Uh, they weren't doing a lot of kind of feet on the ground activation stuff and, mm-hmm. and like that whole fly bar pull up deal. That's that thing's just it's stacked with people the whole night. Yeah, everywhere we you know everywhere you guys go. So um, it's just a different approach, and I kind of just you, you can just tell how much how much more you guys are putting into it, you know, not to knock anybody else, but I mean, it's just obvious. Yeah. And, and the goal for us will be to maintain that enthusiasm and involvement. Uh, When you look at how long our competitor was doing it, they were, they were around for a long time. Right. So our challenge will be to, to keep it up. Uh, We do have a, an awesome rep force and, and many of them listen to the show and uh, they don't hear, you know, good job and, and all the great things are doing enough. So I will take this opportunity to let them know. Uh, but it's, it's been great so far. We're super excited. Um, a lot of time and effort and money has gone into it. Um, but I, I couldn't be more excited with the effort level and the response and calls like this, um, you know, make it all worth it. We're, we're really just trying to, be the best brand we can be and provide the the best and safest products we can. Uh, and the Supercross, you know, involvement has really helped us share that message. So I, I appreciate it for sure. That Matt, that goes a long way. Matt for drives guys. for Geico Honda. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Harmia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, Matt? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. And yeah, five o'clock we do a live fly show with uh, myself, JT Wygant. We usually bring up a couple fly riders. So maybe uh, step on, come on by if you're listening and uh, come to the pits this weekend in Houston. We'll be there. So. Um, yeah, I try to catch it. It just that's like peak cooking time, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Listen, what is the deal? What is the deal with you guys in like the buka? Like everybody gets buka lately. Buka de pepo. Like, yeah. Stop it, JGR, everybody. JGR thing too. Right? They're all getting buka. Stop it, every. Like, what, what's wrong with you people? Don't you guys I have? Think, I think they're one of the few people that will cater everywhere. Is it? Yeah, is it... yeah, yeah. It's it's all done through HRC. Like we, it, it takes the load off of like me because right. I can do you know food during the day and then the dinner's all covered. So well, kind of nice. At Detroit, there's there. Chipotle there. I like Chipotle. It's good. Like I just I'm tired of pasta, man. It's it's all the trucks. <laughs> everyone's doing buka. Let's do something else. Let's let's chase his favorite thing is pasta. I think it's convenience. Yeah, yeah, and I think it, pa- it is convenient. Exactly. Yeah, and I think pasta suits everybody too. Pasta's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's Matt. It's tired. It's old. Right. We got to move on. <laughs> I know. Right. So, uh, thanks, buddy. That's not my call. I, don't uh, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Like, can you put tell tell Bentley what I said, and Dan will Dan will fix <laughs> yeah, it. I'm sure, sure he'll be very yeah, receptive. Work, yeah. yeah, that'll work. All right. Thanks, bud. Appreciate <laughs> all right. it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Eli Tomac gets third. Um, he. Gets caught a little bit by Cooper Webb late in the race, but holds on for a podium, mm-hmm. uh, puts points on, you know, for Webb. Where are we at with Eli Tomac? All right, your guess is as good as mine. Still, yeah. still, yeah. right? I mean, right? Is it, are we going to be able to ask Mike that? Where, yeah. Where are we going to be able to go with this, with Williamson? And I, I'm kind of going to tell us the topic, whole story. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I'm going to ask him everything. I, yeah, I'm asking him everything. He I can choose how he wants to answer it. Do but. you think that John, Kathy, Eli – I don't know his girlfriend's name. Do you think any of them could answer the question of where are we at with Eli? No. Yeah, that's where no. I'm at too. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so either. As a fan of the sport, like, watching, I'm like, what the hell is he, going on He has sometimes? 17 wins the last two like, years. what is yeah. going on? I think every time he, he lines me- up for the main event, he is basically the, the emoji of the guy going, eh. Don't know. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. know. Who knows what's going to happen? Like, watching him this past weekend, like, he was he was good. But he just looked stale or something out there in the main event. Like he was charging, but not really. And he had moments. And yeah, I'm, I'm confused. The only the emoji. Thing, <laughs> like this. The, the 
the weirdo rides where he looks way off, I don't know that there's any explanation yeah. for those. But I do think, and, and Marv struggled with this too, but I do think his back injury or whatever he was dealing with in December and however long that was dragging on, I do think it's having an effect on the season. Because he doesn't have, like Daytona won okay, but most of the time he doesn't have that next level speed that we've used, we're used to seeing from him. Like, he can't turn it on. Yeah, I mean, San Diego, he won, but that was in the mud, and yeah. he wasn't next level. It right. was a sloppy mm-hmm. mess. You I, know, just, I just think we're seeing, at times, a lack of preparation. That wasn't his fault. He's, I mean, obviously, the guy's never been accused of not working hard, but I don't think he could ride. I don't think he could do all the things yeah. that made him such an elite level He's not guy. even um, showing that that crazy ball speed. No, that's what I yeah, mean. Yeah, but I think that's not there. Yeah. I think that's a part of yeah. whether it's you want to attribute it to a new bike. I think what, the bike's part of it. Yep. I do. And also, I, I just don't think he rode enough to have that. It's just that extra half a percent. It's not a lot, mm-hmm. but it's it's that uh, innate ability that he could find when everything everybody's real close. He yeah. was like, "Now I can go a lot faster." Yeah, you know. Yeah, he I don't know have man. It right now. I don't know. He doesn't. I mean, in uh, time qualifying, he doesn't have yeah, it. Yeah, in a heat race, it doesn't have it. Nope. Uh, even in his wins, it hasn't been like, yeah, I'm out of here. It's it's you know? it's incredible that Roxon and Eli have two wins total through 12 rounds. It's insane. Will he be able to find it outdoors where he could go four seconds? I do. A I, th- I think he's better. So? I think he's fixed out. I quote unquote. I think he'll be better out fixed outdoors. I do. Do you think so? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, who knows if this injury is the thing that's right. his Achilles heel? You know what do I mean? You, like that. Do you remember your hot take from last night? <laughs> You told JT and I you're coming in hot. What was my hot take? Three wins, three wins. Oh, by the way, that's in the corner there. I didn't introduce him. You didn't, and we're like thirty minutes into the show. Travis I'm, Marks, I'm underappreciated, is what I am. What's I'm up, over Marks? Here feeding you stats and fixing yes, your uh, incorrect you. info. Thank you, CNN. Tomek has three wins, not three two. wins, not two. I forgot which one did I forget? San Diego, Daytona. Oh, Detroit, Triple Crown. Oh yeah. Um, what's up, Marks? How hey, are you? what's up? Uh, he won. Tri- he didn't uh, win Detroit, did he? Yeah, Triple Crown. He went one one six. He or won, oh right, no, he, yeah, he had a horrible last one, but he still right. won. Yep. Yeah. What was my hot take last night? Uh, that was good. You said, "Hey, I'm coming in." All right, thanks, Mars. Uh, he's. You said, "Hey, I got something to say on the show." And we're like, "Okay." You said, "I think the KTM's are KTM's better." Are really? Oh good no, bikes. wait, no, wait, no. I do. <laughs> I have a theory on this. Yeah. KTM's are really good. <laughs> oh, I, did it really come out that way? Yeah. JT. That's what I said. KTM's are really yep. good. Yep. Uh, it's a hot take. That the KTM's have a little bit of an edge over everybody. They're really good bikes. Oh Jesus! Yeah, and he says that he, drink, man. You I'm know what he said? You. He said, "You know what? I I totally can attribute it to, and, and it was the icing on the cake was Cole Thompson. Cole Thompson's ability yep. to turn it wherever wow. he wanted. Yeah, yeah. You said that they can turn those damn bikes wherever they want, though. Okay, like, yep. but but Moral do you want over? to expand on this the KTM with Marvin and Coop going one two right now in the points? Well, yeah, I think you're good bikes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I was, I was, I thought right, was, the Noof's Hot Take, everybody, brought to you by Atlas good, Brace. Good KTMs. It was yep. a fairly benign point. I think everybody's realized that they're they're on to something right now. Like, they're doing very well. <laughs> yeah. But when you went Cole Thompson being, like, what pushed you over the edge, yeah. I was like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. You were buying it, and then you... I, well, then well you, at that point, I was like, well, he's... You yeah. said... You said I was you taking know, it very seriously yeah. until then. You said Cole Thompson, like, in those hockey arenas, racing Phil. Well, those shitty tracks that they built, yeah, he could yeah. turn that bike wherever he wanted like more than the other guys and when i watch when i watch cooper when i watch marv bag it on these tracks that get rutted right. soft it's the same thing right same thing um okay <laughs> i guess Any that other, was my hot take yeah. anything else no i'm out okay. yeah, see right. you later okay <laughs> i'm out <laughs> see you guys uh, Thanks. <laughs> hey something i want to touch on tonight too uh so wilson wins a heat 
last week. Yeah, last week Wilson Wilson wins the heat. Rides yep. really well. Yep. This week, fastest qualifier. Mm-hmm. He goes two, four, three mm-hmm. in that section, which is gnarly. Yep. Bust that out. Uh, he's battling with Savachi all race. Uh, ends up with a sixth. Joey gets a fifth. And and Savachi, I want to touch on too because Savachi's been really impressive too. Both of those guys, though, quietly under the radar because I would put Baggett in that lead group. I would put Baggett with Roxon Tomac because sure. he can do it. We've seen him. I consider Baggett, you know, right beneath those dudes, those four dudes. But next guys after that, I mean, Wilson and Savachi been really good. Yeah, yeah. I think Dino and and to be fair, Savachi too. And this is where the weekend work with speed was born from. Dino has elite level talent. He can't always translate that into results. Always, you know. I think his talent level and the things he's capable of doing on a motorcycle. I really truly believe he should be finishing higher. I don't know what the I don't know what he's right. missing. He well, works really hard. God, he's, he's what he's missing is a lot of time on the bike, right? But Parab- you know, Parabinos would say almost he works too hard sometimes. Right. But when you watch him ride, I watch his videos. I watch him practice on the weekends. I'm like, how is this guy not winning anything? Like, right. I know it's difficult, but to not have any wins, when I watch him ride, I'm like, man, that guy does things that I couldn't even so dream talented. about doing so on talented, a motorcycle. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's doing a completely different sport than I was <clears throat> doing at times. <laughs> well, his legs are much longer but than it, yours. But it's his his balance and the way <laughs> yeah. he can manual yep. the bike. And yep. like, I couldn't do anything right. no, near no. that. You when know? I watch him, he looks to me like he uses his legs as yeah. pivots Leverage. everywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere yeah. he wants to do. But it's a re- he has a really high talent level. Like, he, yep. If he jumped on a BMX bike yep. or whatever, he just has that well, skill, good. skill level. This is a nice comeback season for Dino. That's probably flying under the radar a little bit. Yep. Winning, winning a heat and being fastest yep. qualifier are all... Like yeah. those are wins in his book for dude, sure. For I sure, mean, when you look at what he's going up against, it, yeah, and where he's came from, yeah. and all the injuries and, and stuff and like so that. And so this goes to Savachi, rookie, heat race wins or a win, anyways, and fastest qualifier as well for Joey Savachi. So both of those guys, like that's way impressive. Mm-hmm. And Dean's obviously much more of a veteran than Joey, but I mean, I, I just tip of the hat to both of those guys for what they're doing. They're, they're right there. They're probably not much different in age, though. I bet. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. I, I mean, I remember Savachi's first year. Would Maybe have Marks been, could find that out. If only we had Marks here. Yeah. I believe 2013 <laughs> right. was Savachi's first year, right. I think. So they're not right. a whole lot different. A couple did, years. Did you go talk to Dino? I did, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I was talking to him with uh, Beats. Of oh, Beats. Yeah, yeah, Beats was there. Yeah. Dino, Beats, Dino Be- and Beats have like a, a, a third buddies. Yeah. Mark's well, dog. Scrape some data on uh, Savachi and Dino age. Can. Dino got Beats okay. the tickets for the race, so oh he did because Beats just thinks he can just like snap his fingers and get tickets because he used to race super. Beats asked me, "Can I get?" Can I, I know. Get a I told him, "I'm like, it's not that easy anymore." No, no. It's I not said, as I easy. said I can get you tickets for for a price, Beats, and then yeah. I think he moved on. Can we can we talk about how he thought Beats was one of the gymnasts in the? <laughs> oh yeah, the yeah, show? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. You, you thought Beats was one now of the? Now you guys are making stuff. Up. I'm making it up. I wasn't even there, and I heard about. You said it. a guy looks like Beats. I don't know about that. Beats isn't agile anymore. Trust me. He wasn't <laughs> uh, Dean's twenty seven. Joey's twenty five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A couple of years. Yeah. But uh, anyways, so yeah. Props to those two guys. I think they're 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 doing pretty well. Savachi so. is like, for me, he's better on the four fifty than I ever oh, thought yeah. he would would Absolutely. be. Oh yeah. I mean, we were all like, I was like, kind of scratching my head after seeing him in outdoors last year and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, he had moments, but I'm going, I don't know I, if this yeah. four fifty thing is going to work out for him. But I, th- I think he's like. Yeah. Next year is going to be good for him. I think AC healthy. moves to the Cowie truck alongside Tomac, and I think Savachi gets another factory spot somewhere. Yep. He, he deserves it. Somewhere. He deserves yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Where I was, does he go, though? 
Yeah. Uh, Honda's know. got a spot. JGR's got a spot. Yeah. Um, I was very critical yeah. of Cowie putting him on that in that spot. I didn't think it was the right move. I didn't think it would work. I'll just take the L. I was wrong. He's he's been right. better than advertised, and he deserves a lot of credit. Uh, in the face of a lot of people telling him he wasn't going to do good, he's surpassed a lot of expectations, especially mine. All right, we got some lines are full. Thomas, what's up, man? How are you? Thomas. Hello? Yep. What's up, bro? All right. I um, just want to talk about the broadcast. Uh, I heard Ralph and Ricky, they both said that they can't remember the last time they had a 180 first turn that's super tight. And off the top of my head, I thought of Indianapolis and Foxborough last year. I'm just wondering, like, they have a whole research department, and, and they still say things that are just completely crazy. I, I said this I've, I say this every week. I cannot believe the amount of social media hate and phone calls and everything else about the broadcast over this year. It seems to be very high. Very high. Seems more than ever. Yeah, it does. It really does. Everyone was bagging on Jeff before, but I think this is way well, worse. Well, anytime you get a change, right, it could be go yeah. very well yeah. or very yeah. poorly. Right. And unfortunately, they're getting the, the worst end of yeah. that. All right, anything else? Uh, and then... Uh, uh, did you guys see Tim Geiser's crash over the weekend? You know, I didn't see it. I heard it I was. Did. I heard it was ugly. The guy is unbelievable. <laughs> like, the, it's almost stew-like where he can crash, get up, and be like ten second Tom, and forget he ever crashed that hard, and just go wide open again. <laughs> Geiser's crash at Monster Cup that year that he yeah. came over here. Oh, yeah. Like he should be still fucking laying on the ground. Yeah, no. You should, at did Sam you see Boy. this weekend? I didn't see it. No. Was that on Instagram? It's unbelievable. Yeah, he, he sends it, man. Yeah. He sends it. So. Anything else, Thomas? Uh, no, thanks. All right. Uh, Cody, what's going on, man? You got a question for JT? Uh, dude, first, I drank the Jern juice, man. You it what? It did not go well. Colin Jern. Colin Jern. Sounds good. Fantasy. Fuck that guy. Oh, <laughs> hold on a, hold on a second. <laughs> oh, wait, you know what? I just said that. Hold on. Hold on a second, Cody. We're going to uh, stay on the line. But um, Colin Jern, your buddy, your friend, <sighs> Pacific Northwest rider, you battle with him in arena crosses. Wow, he's like quite a bit faster than me nowadays. Okay, but fucking that's clearly not the story wasn't on the weekend. That's not the story. I you heard. told me to pick him in fantasy. Paul Max fantasy. I he, did. Had, he had a twenty-three percent pick trend. I did. I did. Yeah. I, and, and what? I, so what, what? It was pathetic. I don't know what the hell he was doing. And then in the LCQ, he gets like he is, like I love Colin. He's a good guy, but god damn it, his starts were bad. He should have made it in the heat. He didn't make it in the heat. He gets a shit start in the LCQ. He really red flag. Wasn't, then he was it's like red flag. Fifth. No, like hold fifth. on. Then red flag. Mm-hmm. He lines back up. He's on the inside, which I love. His fucking whole shot device sticks down, he, and so he doesn't. He DNFs. He would have made it out of that LCQ. Yeah, He's fifth. I believe so too. He was fifth. I'm watching guys just crash. Oh, oh my god, it's bad. L- His supervisor never stood uh, a chance, man. Anyways, Jern messed us all up. I'm so. calling. We're calling Jern. We're calling him right now. <laughs> calling his name or calling him? Calling him. Colin, Colin. <laughs> Cody, stay on the line here. You can yell at him personally. Yes, here. please. In oh a second boy. here. Be, be nice. He works a full-time job, everybody. So he has to get up to in mind. run a crane in the morning. That's what he does. Crane operator. Yep. Hello? C- Colin. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is Steve Mathis from Pulp Mech Show. Oh, hey. How's it going? You're live on the air, by the way. you got to let people know that, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you're live uh, on the air. Nice, nice. Listen, bro. I'm getting hated on. You weren't well, live in the main event, I can tell you that much. Yeah, that's new. <laughs> you had a twenty-three percent you had a twenty-three percent pick trend, which is huge. You qualified very well. Nice job on that. But is there anything you'd like to tell Pulp Mex fantasy people? Including Cody on the line here, for, who's also said that he drank the Jurin juice from the Noof. <laughs> 
Well, you, you guys picked a first-timer this year. That's a, that's a pretty risky move in itself, I'd say. Well, dude, you're a veteran, though. You're a yeah. solid veteran, you know? You're not some kid. You made the 450 I mean, main last year. I know it was muddy, it but was, still. It was muddy. Still. 450. I, I haven't rode Supergrass since the mud last year, though. Well, why didn't you tell us this, Noof? <laughs> well, Chilliwack's like the same thing. Oh, no, really? Chilliwack's I watched like him ride Chilliwack. He looked great. Chilliwack's the same as Seattle Supergrass? Yeah. I did say if he does make the main, he doesn't. He doesn't have the full. That's fine. 15. He didn't matter. He was a sixteen. I handicap. know, and that's why I was taking it. And man, hey, who I, put that I whole shot device on? Yeah. Who put that whole shot device on? Because that that really screws. You would have made it out of that LCQ. I know it. Uh, the whole shot device, I think, had a little bit of issue with my carnage in the, oh. in the LCQ before it was okay. restarted. Okay. Though, God, when when the red flag threw. You know, I was just like, we're back. Yeah. We're you back. Texted, you texted me and said, we're back. We're, we're good. Dude, you rode well. You rode really well. It was a dry track, of course, not muddy at all. Your speed was good. I mean, I, I didn't. Noof was my Juran expert. And he <laughs> let, let him down. I mean, I'm sorry to yell at you on the air. Oh, it's all good. I, I, I expected it. I deserve a little bit of it. Did you get a lot of texts, angry texts from people? Uh, No, no angry texts. Just a lot of... uh. Obviously, you guys were there. That rhythm was was eating me up all day. Like I, I was just scared not riding that stuff and coming in a little little cold feet, I guess. So I was just doubling my way through. But uh, well, that was the only well, thing I got hate on if, all day. If Beats had built the track, then Colin would have jumped the rhythm. Oh, it really? was probably not a good track. Right. Like the, the transitions weren't good, were they? That, no, that was it. You needed Beats in a skip. He's used yeah, to the, right. the Chilliwack ones. Um, he did. Ri- Listen, I, I was been bagging on for the last two days. But you did ride good, considering you haven't rode a Supercross in a long time. You did ride good. But you qualified 16th. Yeah, I'm not sure how that happened. I don't think that that was uh, expected either. <laughs> I I would have loved this info before the pick time. <laughs> you could have said, hey, New could have said, hey, Juran says he doesn't know how that 16th happened. Listen, I was down in the pits right before the night show started. I said, I picked you in fantasy. He gives me a fist pump. I'm like, okay, we're it's good. Oh, the fist pump was did like it? I'm like, he's confident. He's confident. Marks, did you pick him? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I, so, t- yeah. I too drank JT the juice. Though. JT did. Colin, I clicked and I clicked his name about thirty times between six o'clock and seven o'clock. <laughs> Seriously, no less than. Who'd that. you switch him out for? Uh, Robbie Wageman. I mean, who no, would have picked? I, I got to think who I actually ended up going with. I don't have my team right in front of me. Um, give me a second. So the I'll so the, the the whole shot device. You were fifth, right? In the in this in the restart. Yeah, I think I I think I was in fourth, and then Jorgensen came in a little hot, like on the first oh, lap. After when he blow by the triple. Yeah, blew, blew by the triple. Blew <laughs> by the triple. Oh, I went Dakotas. No, no. Dakotas is oh. who I changed him out oh. for. Oh, oh that's yeah, a good. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. okay. pick trend. That's high. We see the highest pick trend? No, no. Well, my buddy Trevor, who I think maybe Colin knows him, but he was uh, one of my VIPs for the weekend, and Uh he's been doing it a long time. We're buddies now. Uh, He was just like, man, and I think Trevor may have picked him. No, I think Trevor didn't because he was like, man, he works a lot, Yeah. and I know he doesn't get to ride very much, so – in the same scenario you said, if if he does qualify, it's not going to go well in the main event because no. there's there's no time to train yeah, yeah, yeah. for 16-minute main event. Like, Colin, don't you get up at, like, 4.30 to go to work in the morning? Yeah, I started at 5 this morning. 5, yeah. Like yeah. 3.30 today. Dude, you got, you got normal skill from back in the day, though. I mean, you've lapped me so many times <laughs> at 
Tri City. This is Cody. Oh, yeah, I forgot oh, I this guy beats. was on the phone. No, no, it's I thought Cody. we called in Beats for <laughs> no, a second. Co- Cody said he drank the Jurin juice, and that reminded That's me to right. call Jurin. There Durin. we go. There we right. go. Sorry. So, so Colin, not to like be a dick here, but there's four of us that, you know, you just <laughs> yeah. really let down. No, that's five because I, I I let myself down. Oh, see oh, now you make me feel it. bad. Now you're making me feel bad. <laughs> now you're making me feel bad, Colin. You guys kind of yeah, hey, kind of hey. You can redemption it in a couple of weeks in Abbotsford, right? You're coming to do that. Yeah, yeah. I'll be at the I'll be at the first year, Abbotsford and Calgary. Probably so be muddy at Abbots, Probably be muddy in Abbotsford. Colin, just for just for a reminder though, do you know who got third last year in 250 Arena Cross? Nope. Was that 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 101 guy? Yeah, some yeah. some some chubby one hundred and one guy. Yeah, that drinks hey, beers. Uh, There's rumors that you're racing Abbotsford as well, right? No, I only got a four fifty. I don't have a two fifty. Cowie wouldn't give me a two fifty. Oh. Third overall, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be there cheering you on. All right. I'll How about Colin? How about like like I know Abbotsford is different from Seattle. I get it. I know. I understand this. But in the two fifty unseated, there's Harriman. Howell, Duran, and, and you, yeah. and I'm like, Newf races those guys. <laughs> like Newf races those guys in the barn again. It's different. I get it. Completely different. But yeah. I'm like, I'm like, wow, this is like an Abbotsford. Well, I was texting you saying this is a fucking Chilliwack Arena Cross main event right here. Yeah, this is Chilliwack Top right here, guys. Yeah, I don't know. It Jer- felt like it. It felt like it, especially because Harriman and I were pitted, you know, right next to each other. So it was fun it was it keeps it a little less uh a little less pressure that way as well right right um yeah it, it's bad man so. so are you racing anymore colin or is that it one and done no that's it that's one it done. with work and the little dude uh the little kid now there's there's no way i can get away from more unfortunately listen i'm sorry to call you and just blow you out on the air i feel bad now because you know you, you just said you let yourself down the most so <laughs> that did hurt a little bit didn't it yeah, yeah. but new you said we should call him I know. Well, I I was texting with him the last couple of days, and he knew that I was disappointed. Okay. I mean, I did shit in fantasy this week. It wouldn't even have mattered if he made the main. I still was going to do shitty. Wow. In hey, fantasy, don't start but backpedaling now. Huh? Don't start backpedaling now. Well, you did say you let yourself down, so now we feel bad. Yeah. Uh, that is good. cool, though, that you did do Seattle. I mean, you didn't have to. I mean, you're not making a living at riding dirt bikes. You know, right. like you're working. I, I think it's more impressive. The guy's a crane operator at five o'clock in the morning, and he qualified sixteenth. Yeah, no, that's awesome. <laughs> and yeah. not in the mud, or not like no, weirdo no. conditions, like straight yeah, up. Good. Right, like sixteenth straight up. Uh, you know, so that's pretty impressive. Thank you. But I'm impressed. You just jumped. Fun. I wouldn't even jump the triple. So I mean, that was oh, impressive. Man, I was, no, I if was you're third all week about that. National number three in a yeah, yeah, different though. Different. You, you know, triples. Triple. No. You would jump the triple. Probably, yeah. 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 Um, I would have to follow somebody off it. Right, Just go around right. that way, Jorgensen. Yeah, go around it. Uh, well, Colin, hey, thanks for picking up. appreciate it. Nice job in qualifying. Sorry to give you shit. Cody disagrees. 23% pick trend. <laughs> Colin Jordan. Thanks, everybody. guys. All hopefully, right. Th- uh, hopefully you guys have a good show. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. See you, bud. Talk. All right, Cody. Uh, I got him on the line for you. Ah, uh, yeah. I feel bad about that now. <laughs> yeah, maybe, that was a, maybe that was a bad segment. I know. Milk was a bad idea. How'd you think it was going to go? You're going to call somebody up and tell my buddy sucks and you sh- how bad he screwed you over? I feel maybe he should have, you know, yeah. maybe He owned it. Yeah, he did own it. He owned that it. It's it kind of like me saying pick him and then let's call him and then he makes us all feel bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, what else, Cody? Okay, so I know you guys aren't allowed to sell anything in the pits and all that stuff, but why don't they – why doesn't – why don't they make like replica jerseys and sell them on the t-shirt trucks and stuff? Wouldn't that make a ton of money? Uh, 
The difficult part is you need all the sponsors to sign off on it. That's the tough part. Um, it's not. Mm, it's something. Sense. It's something I'm looking into. It's just uh, in talking to Max, our athlete manager, it's going to be a bumpy road uh, to get done. I would really like to do that though. Well, uh, couldn't you do everything but leave the logos off except for fly? We can. Yeah, we, we can make we can make jerseys with the the real font, font on yep, the back. Yep. We just can't make them full replica. What what I want to do is I just want to I want to have them just like they come to the riders, where they could take them to open, open houses, they could you know get them signed at the races, but to do that and commercialize them, then all the sponsors have to sign off yeah. on it, and then they're going to want money, and it's going to get go sideways. The only option we have is like you said, they would have those, to be just clean on the front. Those guys at Atlas, they probably want a ton of money. Oh yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't even think it's yeah. honestly. I don't think it's guys like Noof. Like they're cool. I think it's the big energy drink companies, yeah. the right, OEMs. Right, like yeah. it just gets sticky. Yep, for sure. Uh, thanks, Cody. But I mean, like a like a Tomac jersey or something on that truck would be. I mean, you could sell those for two hundred bucks, and people would buy them. I'm sure. Yeah, just, no, a, just yeah. a blank one. Yep. No, I, I hear you. It's I'm. It's funny you mention it because it's it's something I've been pursuing in the last couple of weeks. I just I so don't know that it's going to get done. Through. Yeah. Thanks for the call, man. Cool. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Kurt. What's going on, man? Hey, um, I, a couple things actually. Um, I just want to say I uh, I went to a uh, autograph signing with my kid um, Friday night, and uh, it was the Honda guys, uh, Sealy, uh, Roxon, McAdoo, Hampshire. They were there. Um, they actually, it was so cool. They ended up actually staying like way later than they were supposed to. Waited for everybody to get to the line. Like, oh, that's cool. Super cool, man. The Roxon, like totally made my kids night like he was just freaking out and it was really really awesome that's oh, good to hear so yeah. i and you know just i know he's had a rough go lately so i thought it was kind of cool that that he was still being such a good dude that is cool that doesn't always happen man i i've seen it at like seven zero 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 one and they're just rolling out of there as fast as possible so that's cool they stayed exactly they, they even had people going through the line saying like hey we just want to let you guys know that you know you might not make it and yep they they totally stayed and every, everybody was happy. So I thought they deserved some some praise for that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tough ask for these guys too. On Friday night, you know they have to usually drive across town somewhere. Like I know where the one you were at is. It was at Southbound Honda. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. So that's a pretty good hike for those guys. You know, in traffic oh, from the stadium, it's probably at least an hour and a half. I, I would bet at least because I I looked at it on yeah, yeah. on Friday. I was going to try to go. Uh, you know they haven't eaten dinner. They've got an hour and a half drive back. Like it's it's a lot to ask them. So for them to go the extra mile, I, I absolutely agree with you. That's really cool. Yeah, no man, it definitely was. And, and speaking of that too, JT, um, uh, there there was a fly rep there. Yeah, um, Matt Rice. His name was Matt. Was that it? Yeah, yeah Matt Rice. Yeah, yep. he was super cool. He actually answered a bunch of questions for me. I ended up buying my son a helmet. And good. It, yeah, it was really he was really good dude. Yep. Yeah. He uh, he's been with the company a long time. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy to hear that. That's awesome. Cool. Thanks for the call, yeah, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, right on. Guys. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williamson coming up here shortly. Uh, Pulp Metro presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, I want to thank uh, everybody for listening. 702-586-7857. We're going to give some stuff away. A kinetic mesh set of gear that's brand new two weeks, uh, three weeks Daytona. old. Yeah, yep. Daytona came out. Uh, an Atlas brace also. So looking forward to uh, to talking to you guys later on the night as well as um, you can always leave us an email at uh, contest at pulpmexshow.com if you want. Uh, hey, by the way, Yamaha raffle. We're doing this every week. I'm going to talk about it till till Vegas. Uh, and a privateer LCQ challenge. We're 
20 bucks, you get a ticket for a uh, 2019 YZ450F. That's literally right there, Noof. I like it. I'm going to ride it later. It seemed like it. it. seemed like you were into it. Yep. I'm going to ride it. Okay. All right. I'll fire it up. Like in the house or outside? No, no. I'll take it outside. If okay. you told me that last night, I would believe you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were ready last night. I so, would have wrote it last night. Uh, <laughs> 20 bucks gets you a ticket, and we're all, and our sponsors on the show, like Michelin and FMF and Works Connection and, 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 and um, Guts and Roos are all chipping in and, and outfitting it as well. So $20 for a raffle ticket on pulpamex.com. 100% of the money goes to three privateers in the LCQ. We count points from fifth on back. So these are the guys that have not made the main event. We had a massive shakeup this week in the points. Uh, unfortunately for Adam Entignap, he still got a good grip on first, 159 with uh, five rounds to go. Uh, the Cat passes Tyler Entignap this week. So the Cat is second place. Tyler is third. Hairline, Hairline is fourth. Casey Brennan who told me on track walk, it's one of the reasons he's he's going. Yeah. It's one of the reasons he's going. Take all? Yeah. yeah. One person. All the money. Oh, no. It's no, top no, three. Top three. Oh, yeah. uh, 80% money goes to the top. It's 80, 15, 5. Okay. Um, That's going to be good money so, at the end. Dude, right? it's $23,000 right yeah. now. Over twenty three grand. So, uh, Adamant, Ryan Villapoto donated $1,000. Really? Oh, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Good for him. Well, I owed him 1000 and he said put it in there. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. Why'd yeah. you owe him 1000 bucks? Ran my sticker with the Monster Cup. Thousand bucks. You yeah. paid him a thousand dollars to put a sticker on his helmet. <laughs> yeah. You don't make sound financial decisions. I, I gotta, thought it would. I, I thought talk would, to Pookie. I thought it would be funny. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I got some funny stuff too. If you want to give me a grand. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, Adam Entignap, <laughs> one fifty nine. AJ Canzaro, one thirty six. Tyler Entignap, one thirty two. So please uh, buy a ticket. Twenty dollars raffle ticket uh, on pulpmex.com. Thanks to the folks at Yamaha, Yamaha USA, Blue Crew. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're giving a bike away. Thanks to all our sponsors as well for making it happen. Uh, the new brought to you by AtlasBrace.com. We got a code now we for, for Atlas Brace. Yep. So uh, Pulpamex is the code yep. to save, is it 15? 15%? 15%. Sweet. Yeah. So if you're in the market for a neck brace, please check that out. Uh, AtlasBrace.com. We'll, we'll talk more about it. Uh, Marty's wearing it this year. Marty, yeah. Yeah, you lost Anderson. Gotta protect Marty. You lost, you lost Anderson. Though. We lost Anderson, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you got a Supercross title out of we it. We did. And then you yeah. cashed out. We did. It's rather yeah. a smart move. Yeah, we cashed out. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and many other riders are wearing the Atlas Brace. So, uh, Jern? Jaren wearing it? Jaren is, yeah. Oh, fuck. He didn't get any contingency this weekend. No, no. It was a bad call. <laughs> he probably didn't even know there was contingency. So yeah, exactly, fine. right? Have you guys considered doing the, the all-whites brace like your competitor? Oh, my wife saw that on the on the weekend, yeah. and she's like, look at that. That's so cool. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, like I know you're not a, a man of violence, no, but I was like, it. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Not right, good for them. Yeah, it's whatever. It I is trust what it me, is. I deal with lots of that Yeah, all kinds of competitors. I mean, we do, like, lots of one-off stuff, and you really wonder how much notice you get, but right. the lights are cool. All right. Uh, Mike, what's going on? You want to talk about Marvin Muskan? Uh, yeah, but uh, hold on, I've generated another thing. If you're calling people who screwed you on fantasy, can we give uh, Josh Grant a call, Pennington? Or not Pennington, <laughs> but... Uh, Hey, I gotta say, Josh. So Josh Grant comes back for Factory Yamaha. Yeah. Um, wearing fly gear. He wasn't very good. No. I. I mean, he's Josh Grant. I have a lot of respect for Josh Grant's talent he ate level. Shit in the whoops right in front of oh, him several in practice. times. Several times. I only times. saw the one, and he he like looped out or something at the end was yeah. the one I I only kind kind of caught the end of it, and he's sitting there, and I'm thinking in my head like. Fuck, he must be miserable right now. That was like, the moment I took him off my team. Did you? My fantasy team. That you moment like when in. he was sitting on this on the hay bale or tough walk, yes. contemplating. Yes, he's like contemplating bent over. his return. Yes, that going. Why like, am I yep, doing this? You're off. Yeah. He, really, he really looked like he was contemplating yes. life. Yeah, yeah, like this sucks. Um, 
he he didn't qualify. He was in qualifying position in the LCQ, crashed out, yep. came in. Um, Not a good return. I I just I think he would have still made it if he didn't crash a second time. Yeah, like he was catching back up. Right, right. Yeah. But you can just see lack of seat time. Yeah, you know he said he hadn't ridden Supercross since November, but he wanted to fill and ride. What? It's a lot of money. <laughs> no, no, no. But he wanted to fill and ride. Yeah. So why not stay sharp? I th- honestly, well, yeah, I agree with you. I think if he had said, "Yeah, I haven't ridden Supercross since like February," I'd be like. Yeah, I yeah. get it because you just didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, but November is a little puzzling. November, right? <laughs> yeah, it's right. A but I agree with you, Steve. Like, if you want a fill-in ride, like, stay sharp, man. Like, be you still ready. got the deal, though. You still <laughs> yeah, got the deal. He did. Yeah, it didn't seem to matter. So we're the idiots. Yeah. Like he's. You know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what else, Mike? Um. So, with the, are you guys cool with the way that they handled the the Musquin deal? Like, are you cool with the rule? Yeah, I'm fine so with I kinda it. Got to, I kind of got to thinking, like, what if, uh, like, take Blake Baggett, who's out of the championship hunt, basically. We're only 50 what points out. <laughs> Maybe 60. Yeah, you hold on to that, JT. Just, just kidding. What if he, uh, um, what if Baggett had the opportunity to jump on a Red Cross thinking, you know, I may not get the points, but I'm still going to get a win under my record. Well, and you he just went for it. Well, that's fine. If you pass into the lead, you, there's more. They take there's, it away. There's, yeah, they take yeah. it away if you pass into the lead. Right, but I, I was just saying, like, if Baggett and Musquin were swapped. In if he had the lead? I mean, yeah, yeah, triple, triple yeah. through there. Yeah. Send, full send. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I go. mean, I, I don't know if guys are alert enough in the no, moment to do that. That's a know? good idea. I right. like that. I'm going to I'm gonna bring that up in a team yep. meeting and work on burner yep. with that. If you get the whole shot and just you see go. Red Cross, he hammer down you're everything still, you've got. You're still getting the win. Like, full yeah. scrub. And you're, you're going to lose seven points. Who yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Don't that now. I'm fine with it. what I was yeah. What I was thinking is like if if they would adjust the rule to be um, a time penalty instead of like a points or positions, like say if it was 15 seconds, well then if Marv would have beat Ken by 16 seconds, he would have got the full win and the full points. But if he would have beat Roxon by 14 seconds, right. then Roxon would have been credited with the win, etc. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I hear you. I- I'm fine with it. Seven yeah. points. I, is, I think it's good. I think it's so. intentionally harsh. Right. You know, it's a safety thing. It's yeah. it's not. Oh, we got an edge or this or that. It's safety. They're trying to discourage people from doing something stupid when people mm-hmm. are on the track and medics are on the track uh, to, you know, hurt yeah. somebody more. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of breaking news before we go. Uh, Brayton is, does have a torn MCL, and Ben LeMay is going to fill in for the team. Huh. So uh, that'll, that's the said. Uh, Justin just posted this and said he would be back for the final two rounds. Right. So yeah. that means Hawaii's a go. Yes. We'll talk yeah, about that a little bit. Most importantly. Right. For the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and technology when it comes to designing protection gear for today's motocross racers. Riders like Hampshire, Hill, Pastrana, all wear EVS when they race, ride, or whatever. Travis decides to do that day. Check out evsports.com to gear up like the pros. Use the code PULP19, everybody. evsports.com. Anything from knee pads to shoulder braces, EVS Sports, they are protection. Uh, Pulp 19 is a code to save. Thanks to the folks at EVS for bringing our first guest of the evening on the show. Uh, he is a former factory monster Kawasaki mechanic, crew chief, uh, KTM. He won a title with KTM and Grant Langston back in the day. Uh, I taught him a ton of things at KTM, I'm sure, as he'll tell you, everybody. Mike Williamson, what's up, Mike? How are you? What's going on, Steve? Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no Dude, what's it? So you left the team. You were there for 16 years. You left the team. What? What's it been like the last two weeks watching the races? Or have you watched the races? Well, I missed Daytona because I went to an off-road race at Glen Helen, and then uh, I did watch Saturday night. Okay. And? It takes too long. Like, <laughs> it's too long with all the qualifiers. <laughs> and stuff. Like, it's the wrong really night. It's too long. <laughs> 
It really is. Like, it drags on after the heat races. <laughs> you just, you just got to sit on the couch, make a beverage of your choice, and just settle in. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I got to figure it out. Right, yeah, this is a new thing for you. Yeah, so you've been working too long on Saturdays. What the hell happened, man? Why'd you leave? Um, I mean, I've been thinking about it for a while. Um, over the years and uh you know i needed i needed to just make the move you know and just and just do it and uh been happy for a while and hasn't been fun and it's to work that much and work all week long and be gone all the time it's got to be fun agreed uh, yeah i agree 100 percent. <laughs> you know 27 years of it and i don't know i mean i guess like a couple years ago when we lost reed that kind of like I don't know. I was kind of bummed on that. Reed Nordine. Yeah, Reed Nordine, by the way. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and then, yep. like, seeing Rick Ashley, that kind of bummed me out. And, like, you know, it was just – maybe it was just my time to leave. Um, Yeah, it's just – you know, it, it's a that's a big decision, especially in the middle of the year, right? So uh, was there a breaking yeah, point? Was there something that – was there something that happened? Like some sort of incident no, or anything? No. I mean, I just – I was just over it, you know? Yeah. Um. You know, like I, I said before, like I gotta, I gotta be having fun, and I gotta believe in the direction that things are moving. And yep. I didn't have that anymore. So, um, especially when you see what you're up against. I mean, like you see when you look at like, uh, you know, for KTM, like it's ridiculous. They're so invested, and in, uh, you know, guys like Roger that come from motocross and Ian that have been here forever. Those guys are like willing to die for the cause, and they got. The whole team pulling the rope the same way, uh-huh. and then they have the they have Eldon. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> against that, like the numbers don't lie. The guys, he's he's the real deal, you know. Right. So, uh, you know, you gotta have, you gotta feel like you have all that, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's it's you. I want to win. So when I go to that stuff, I want to win, and uh, I don't know. Uh, things change, you know. Yeah, well, you were the crew chief, obviously, for Eli after years of being a mechanic. Uh, did some of that contribute to it? Because as a mechanic with RV or James or, or the great Tim Ferry, you're probably working harder, manually working harder, but you're more blood, sweat, and tears as a mechanic. When you were the crew chief and you're sitting back a little bit, does it does it take away some of the energy for – for working hard or not for working hard, but for winning and losing a little bit? Cause you're a little removed um, or no? Well, I don't, my attitude's ever changed on win. Um, I don't like losing, <laughs> Yeah, but um, I, I never thought about it like that, but yeah, like, I mean, even my last years as a mechanic, like with Davey, um, man, it was fun with like Davey and Will and those guys, like it was fun. You go to the test track and it's a good time and right. it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was fun. So I don't know. I just maybe I just lost the drive myself. I I don't know, but yep. I know that I like what I'm doing now. Well, what are you doing now? Well, I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> He's relaxing. Um, well, you sound like the Noof. You can get along with the Noof pretty yeah, well. Yeah, we have a beer together. Um, Relax. Are you? Do you want to get back into motocross, supercross without travel? Do you want to look to a new career type uh, deal? Or yeah, I mean, I guess. It, if if the right thing came along, you know, I, I'd entertain it. But it, I, I don't want to be in the travel or anything anymore. So right, um, yeah, that just wears like wears on you, and uh, that's that's a for the young guys, you know. Right. I think it I think so, it wears on you so much more when you're not enjoying it too. Oh, right. It's yeah. so yeah, much that. harder. Uh, 
<clears throat> yeah, you know, like you even when you win, you know, sometimes it gets to the point when you win, you don't even feel like you won. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean, like it's like <laughs> yeah, it just what it just doesn't even register anymore. So right. So uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad to move on and uh, you know, no hard feelings, and and I'm glad to see what's next. So would it be fair to say Eli won 17 races the last two years? It hasn't gone as well this year. Obviously, three wins through the rounds and uh, third in the points. If that contributed to the non-fun atmosphere, uh, not doing as no, well? No, I, no? Mean, I think he, he, you know how he is. He can win any weekend. And I'll tell you what, that that bike this year, I mean, I'll tell you right now, that's still bike is, that bike is unbelievable. Like, it's probably the best production bike I've ever seen. I would agree. I, I ride. I ride a Cali 450. Yeah, I've heard the same. I've heard Pingree talk yeah. about it. That, yeah, yeah. So anyone that wants to gripe about bikes, that I'm telling you what, that bike is good. So that was that. That was actually, you know, nice when that thing came out. I right. Mean, the guys at Kentucky R and D, those guys, man, they crushed it on that bike. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think it's been but up? No, and, that, oh, go ahead. What's that? Why do you think it's been up and down for Eli? What do you What do you think? Because honestly, Mike, all of us sit around. And we, we saw these wins the last two years. He should be a two-time Supercross champion. He's by far the fastest guy. This year, it hasn't been there. And we spend hours, Mike, talking, wondering what the hell is going on when you see rides like we've seen uh, at numerous races this year. I mean, if I, if I said something, I'd just be guessing. I don't <laughs> that, that's, I mean, us I don't, that's us, too. Yeah. Right? Scratching our I'm heads, so is he. I mean, that's, a question, that's a question for him. I don't know that he could answer yeah. it. That's the whole thing. I yeah. don't know that he could tell you. Well, there you go. If he can't answer it, how are we going to answer right. it? I know. It's, it's, been, it's been a weird season over there, for sure. Not, nothing like what all of us thought and the team probably thought would happen, you know? So. How much stock do you put in the fact of, you know, the back injury, we heard about it, and then he finally admitted it, but we don't, you know, on our side, we don't really know how extensive it was or how much time he missed. Do you think it has no, I mean, all anything I, to do that? He's, he's 100%. He told yeah. us when he was 100%. I mean, I think, like, the races you've seen him won, he proves it. Like, right. he yeah. goes out and crushes. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't think there's any talk there with the back or anything. But, like I said, these are questions for him. I'm not I'm not going to speak on his behalf. Sure. When uh, you, know? when you I, went – I could talk about the bike. I think that, like I said, I think yep. the bike is awesome. Uh, when you went yeah. in to, to Dan Fahey or Bruce Ernstrom or both and gave your two weeks, I mean, what was their reaction? Uh, again, 16 years at Cowie. Uh, uh, how many titles? How many – I mean, I t- – uh-huh. How many titles? You uh, titles at Cali. Yeah, uh, nine at Cali. Okay, so yeah, nine titles, sixteen years there. What did they, what they say? Were they did they try to talk you out of it? Did uh, did you try to talk yourself out of it? How'd that go? Uh, to be honest, I never talked to. Him. Oh really? Oh yeah. I only I uh, <laughs> I don't really want to get into details, but I, I had like you know reached out to them and they never got back to me so oh okay uh, and you just said all right yeah. cool yeah whatever oh wow yeah no listen it's a it's a big decision man like i put myself in your shoes and uh, you know you're probably making pretty good money um you know you're crew chief for one of the world's fastest racers and you got to step away because you're not having fun that's a big deal man yeah i mean i'm good with it though yeah, yeah i think it's brave on his part right. too and, and i know steve you've done the same and your your wife uh, to make a change like that, like you know, you have a family to support, and there's a lot of responsibility there. But if yeah. you're not happy, uh, I've seen you know people be just absolutely miserable for yeah. years yeah. because they yeah. weren't willing to do exactly what you did. So yeah, there's something to be said for that. 
yeah, by the end of my tenure at Yamaha, I got to the point where I was like, well, I don't really care all that much how we do. I'm, you know, hope Timmy yeah. does well, but I, I'm not. Right. I wasn't through the motions. I was going through the no motions a little bit. Yeah. I really was. I mean, yeah. if you're getting in your truck on a Thursday or whenever you fly out to the races and you're miserable on the way to the airport, yeah. and you're miserable in the airport, yeah. you get to the race and it sucks. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you just can't wait to get home. Well, and, yes. and from my perspective, Mikey has so much experience and knowledge and know-how to be so valuable somewhere else. He will yeah. be able to find somewhere where he is happy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I don't blame Just him. no traveling, huh, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not like that I wouldn't travel, but uh, no. I don't know. I haven't even really been thinking about it. I've just been doing doing stuff around here. Yeah. And Dude, been keeping busy. You need to get into the UTV stuff. You love those things. You love that <laughs> stuff. I'm going to Laughlin. Big money what do you in think it right I've now. Been doing? What do you- I've been going to Laughlin, going to Laughlin next week because my kid's racing the UTV World Championships, and I've been. <laughs> Working on his car. It's crazy. That's awesome. Man. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, you, you love that we stuff. Rented a tra- we rented a track for this Saturday for him and two other kids to go practice. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> God, look at you. Tony Alessi. Yeah, Tony Alessi of UTV. It's Mike Williams. No, no. There are some Tony Alessis out there, I'll tell you. Right, right. Um, Hey, so uh, looking back at your career, obviously, like we talked about the wins and everything else, is there, is there a favorite one? Is there a favorite t- championship or a favorite favorite time? Well, I'll tell you the first one that I, I like. You might not rank up there to you, but Evie texted me the other day uh-huh. and said, "When I for Timmy took him to his best Supercross <sighs> season ever, that was their favorite times of his career." Whatever, dude. Whatever, <laughs> dude. I'll, it's actually it's on my Instagram. Dude, you can look at it. Is it so seven? I, I it, uh, never, it never happened. Oh, seven, I would guess. Listen, I don't know. I think I mean all of them were good. I mean they're all different. You know? Dude, undefeated with I mean, Stu. Undefeated. But dude, he's Stu. He could freaking do that with his eyes closed. He would have tripled on this weekend. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he, yeah. he would have tripled on. He, yeah, Stu would have tripled on. Well, oh, that's why. Can you imagine those whoops? He would be the only guy skimming all the way through the end, and it would have been the fastest. He part. probably would have crashed his brains out though, at least once. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> well, I told, and I, I, in the truck this weekend, I told Blake, like, Dude, you gotta jump that jump. I know you can do it. You have, you know, and the, and it would have been the same for anybody. Yeah, like at Eli, the Blake, three on Web. Yeah, I would have told anybody. But I'm like, you guys got it. Like I've I've been doing this my whole life. I've watched people jump stuff. I've ridden myself. I'm telling you, watching it. I've walked the track twice today. You can jump this damn thing. I don't know. I could probably do it at a practice track, but I'm telling you, you guys got it. I'm like, I guarantee you Stu would do it. You guys are all lucky. Stu's not here, and even he's like, yeah, but that's Stu. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but remember last year at Tampa that freaking quad or whatever that yep. was that Blake yep. jumped when he went into the net? Yep. That was huge. Yeah. 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 Like that's bigger than anything on that track this weekend. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm just I was yeah. just blown away that nobody jumped it. Right. Not one time. Right. Yeah. Um there's no students right now, dude. No. Well Brayton would have done it if his ankle was good, I think. Really? I kept telling like people are asking me, I'm like the the guy that would probably pull it first of the guys that are here is is hurt. Like, there's no way he's trying in with the, his ankle. The all second oldest out. rider in the field. Yeah, but <laughs> dude, he would he would have pulled it. I think. Um. Yeah, Mike. It was absolutely uh, a fantastic career. Although I'm I'm pretty sure I was Timmy's favorite mechanic. Well, we you know we can debate that for a long time. But did you talk to Timmy today? No, I have not. I talk every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's been a freestone all week. Um. Just say right. Right. No, it it, uh, it certainly was uh, a great career for you at Kawasaki. And it, don't forget, everybody, 03 GL, 125 title. Hey, 
first U.S. KTM championship, just so you know. I know. I have the first KTM win, so just so you know. And, and dude was drinking Red Bulls on the way to the starting line. Like, I'll never forget that. <laughs> he was awesome. That was before we knew that energy drinks weren't the greatest thing you could ever have for performance. Yeah. Dude, he was a legend. All these guys are got their Cytomax on the starting line this night. Here comes GL just with his strut walking up drinking a Red Bull yeah. right before he gets on and that he works. So and, not, and not one filled with water. No. Which, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I remember a little. You know, Right. Little Goose would drink yeah. like six a day, and that included race day too. Yeah, Little yeah. Gosler. Oh boy, um, and obviously the 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 titles with RV too. Ah oh, man, RV. Yeah, Stu? I mean, yeah. RV was awesome because pretty much after he bro- came back from his broken leg, every uh, championship we lined up for the next six won them all. So yeah, I that was that I was honestly awesome. uh, you know how he was. He was. Hey, looking back on it, RV a little bit, I I know this is crazy, but he almost was underrated. A little bit because you look at you look at what's happened since uh, you know Dunge won a title, but he wasn't the fastest guy. Um, you know he he kind of just did it through consistency. Uh, Eli can't seem to hold it together. Kenny can, uh, Kenny's had some injuries. All of these things have made me appreciate RV's ability to go out and win four in a row. Do you know what I mean? Like I mean, yeah, he he rode through injuries too. I mean, it's you know, but. Uh... That's just that's just the kind of guy he was. If he if he would have still been racing, he still would be winning probably. <laughs> I don't know about that, he, but he just, I don't know, dude. He like if he was still with Eldon and racing, the guy just didn't didn't take losing for an answer, you know. I mean, how like, how old is he? Thirty? Thirty one? Uh thirty one, I think. I don't know how old he is, yeah. Thirty one. Um uh, well we can call him and ask him, but I guarantee he'll tell us he could. So that that <laughs> best doesn't best retired yeah. rider ever. Right. Yeah, I just talked to Bill earlier called me. Who? And he's like, I saw RV this weekend. He loves himself. Oh God, does he ever, dude? Yeah, he's. I'm abs- like, oh yeah, RV, dude. Yeah, he's absolutely yeah. amazing. So hey, you mentioned Alden and the KTM program. So you, yep. you know, we talk about on the team Webb's the new bike for Webb, and it suits him better. And, and he's got Alden, and he's got a little bit of desperation, right? Because he he's had two years where the the shine has been uh, rubbed off a little bit on his career. Um, but so you yep. and we always talk about like what is it? It sounds Mike like to me your you're saying Alden Baker program is a huge deal for Webb. Hundred percent. I yeah. mean, whoever hired him full time at KTM, that guy needs a raise. <laughs> because, dude, I mean the numbers don't lie. Like, at, since let's see, since Ricky, how many other people that haven't been under Eldon have won a Supercross title? I think Chad won two, right? Yep. Yeah. Which Ricky Ricky had a hurt knee one year, and then his other one, I don't know. I think oh, Stu got hurt when I worked for him. Oh eight, beginning of the year, he, he did his knee. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, oh yeah. eight. Yeah. yeah, that was oh eight. Yep. yep. But yeah, I mean, Ricky pretty much. Or, uh, and then Don got one, I think, on a Suzuki. But other than that, like you know, Eldon, he's the full package. He's a mental coach, uh-huh. which is huge. He's physical. You know, he does physical education, whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. And he's he knows nutrition. I mean, the, he's, dude, the guy is amazing. Yeah. You know, never has that attitude. He's a stand-up guy. But, um, you know, he's able to take different guys and win. You know, he had Anderson last year, and now the two guys he's got this year are one and two in the points. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I Where, know, right? Like, in, in, I mean, I know Coop probably reminds a lot of people of, you know, think about him like rv because the guy's determination you know he's that that's his key right there he's going to be he's going to be a multi-time champion because of that like 
You know, right. he doesn't he doesn't take losing well. <laughs> you know, no, no, uh, not not at all. Yep. In watching him right now, like I don't think anybody needs to panic about last weekend. Like he's his own worst enemy, probably right now. First time leading the championship, it's coming down to the end. He's probably thinking way too much at, about things, and uh, uh-huh. but that's what's going to make this title good for him is because you know pushing through all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and Alden will be right there telling him like, "Hey, mate, this is what." And, and, happened to RV or this exactly. is what happened, you know, this is what Dunge did or whatever, you know? Yeah. I mean, it. I remember RV's first title. It wasn't easy, you know? Um, and he, he could have uh, won the, the one that Dungey won. You know, he broke his leg at St. Louis there. It could have been, been five in a row. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Could have been. But, um, yeah, Alden, I can't say a good, enough good things about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, their program's just dialed. That's going to be uh, – it's going to be tough for someone to beat those guys for a long time, I think. The one thing I always think about, too, is a lot of trainers in the sport will shit-talk other trainers and other programs. And Alden doesn't do that, man. No. He, he doesn't nope. do that. You don't he, have he, to when you win everything. No. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's a stand-up guy, like you said, Mike, and he just, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah this is what this is what we're going to do. And we think we our program's good, you know? Yeah. I mean, even when people knock his program, he doesn't change it. No. You know, he believes it. Yeah. people believe in him. That's why they yeah. go to him. So uh, and you, you look at AC. I bet you if you ask if you ask Cooper right now, he'll tell you he believes in him too. Yeah, I, I, I think he took it to the next level when he made the shift, and it was really Roxon that changed it when when they brought in Roxon the year with RV. Yeah, and he made a fundamental shift. It was always the A guy and then the B guy, and they worked together and build off each other. And then you know at some point, Alden said, "We need." to bring in somebody faster. We need to keep improving, and these guys work off of each other and raise the level. Ever since then, man, it's – and they were winning before, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, I mean, they their level just keeps getting elevated, and I think that's like what Mikey said is – that's what Eli's running into is this juggernaut of – he's got four guys that are all just working against each other every day to get better. And Eli's – you know, I'm yeah. not saying he's and, riding And I'm himself. sure that – no, I'm sure that affected – Marv a little bit at the beginning of the season. You know, he was hurt a little bit, but mm-hmm. having Coop in, Coop had everything to gain. So he's riding with these guys, you know, and he's probably off the pace at first. And then he just keeps – it's easier to gain like that, you know, where these guys are already maxed out, you know, just gaining a little bit. He he gained a lot very fast. Yep. And that's the same thing that happened with, uh, you know, to be honest, back in the day with RV and Kenny, RV ended up, you know, doing all the boot camp and everything, and he stayed in California for the Supercross season because Kenny was just gaining so much from riding with him. You know, right? Because yeah. RV's the you're riding with the champ every day, yeah. And all you got to do is do what he does and try to beat him, right? And then you should be able to beat him at the race. So, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a catch twenty two, but I think Elvin's got it dialed now to where, mm-hmm. you know, Marv Marv's on it right now. Um, Coop's in a position where he doesn't really have to win. He needs he needs to be what second, third next couple of weeks. Yep. But uh, yeah, I, I can't. Like I said, Eldon, he's he's the real deal. Do you do you think the KTM's have got something figured out with this great great start? Do you think they've got something going uh, on? No, no. I think they're 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 good starters. They are right. <laughs> I think those guys are good starters. Well, that goes back to Eldon. Have you ever seen his program down there? Your start, your do, your practicing starts with the best starters in the in the business every day. Right, you know what I mean. Yep. Like you're not you're not practicing against you know nothing against privateers, but you're not practicing against guys on slower bikes or anything. Mm-hmm. You have all these factory bikes on four gates 
and you're down there busting starts with them all day. Yeah. It's going to pay off eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Mike Williamson on the show brought to you by EVS Sports. Uh, Pulp19 is a code to save at evsports.com. Uh, oh, they've been in business for a long time, these guys at EVS, and uh, a lot of people have used their equipment. So we thank them for bringing Mike Williamson on the show. Well, man, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely going to be tough for you to to not be at the races, as far as uh, I'm concerned, or anybody else. But yeah, enjoy your time at home. Um, I'll still be going there, so <laughs> I'll well, be. You should you should skip uh, Nashville and come to the UTV World Championships in Laughlin. It's not far from me. Yeah, I could I could end up doing that. Um, hey, so any communication with Stu? You know, uh, here and there, but uh, you know, he's just doing his own thing. Yeah. I know he's got a video coming like out, though. He's got a video coming out. It's very exciting. You know it's going to be awesome, too. Oh, yeah. You know it. Me and Jake just sat and watched. Uh, they've been replaying Red Bull Channel. They've been replaying uh, Red Bull Rhythm. The couple they won. Oh, he is awesome. Dude. Oh, the Dragon Backs. <laughs> yeah, he was Dragon so Backs. Fearless. Hey, remember on the Dragon Backs, he would hit the second one. Second one from the bottom and jumped the whole thing. It was unreal. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's amazing. Um, it'll be looking forward to seeing him uh, come back around. But you know, Mike, one of the benefits of Fly Racing being um, partners with Supercross this year is that you know who's been at every race just about, and I get to hang out Aaron with Bradshaw. Bradshaw, dude, he's so good. Bradshaw, another legend. Big. What are you a bigger fan of, Stu or Bradshaw? Ooh, that's that's different times. You can't even I know. Like, you can't make people pick them. I know, that's right? Not, that's not. Yeah, I'm not picking. <laughs> to me, it was like Stu on the bike, untouchable. There was nothing like that ever. Yeah, but Damon off the bike, the attitude and right. just like it was. They were they were different in what made them so awesome. Bradshaw's right. riding was great too. Yeah, but yeah. He was just so just did not give an f <laughs> no. what people thought. <laughs> like he just didn't care. No. Yeah, Stu was more reserved. Could you imagine somebody going on the podium now and be like, "Yeah, second sucks." These, I hate all these guys. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. No, no, no. It's no. Dunlop tires and you know, yeah, but, energy drinks. But when you got to new, when you got to know James, though, Mike, like you did, uh, he was outgoing. He was funny. He just you had to get he to was know him. Fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's the same thing with RV. You know, he when he was racing, you saw all the funny stuff RV did, and people didn't think so. But now you get to see it. You know, right? Yeah. Now he's out pounding Coors Lights and telling everybody how fast he was and how fast he is. I feel like he drinks more. I feel like he drinks more Coors Light than me now. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Uh, well, hey man, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. I know, uh, you know, we're the first guys you've talked to really, as far as that goes. Um, and uh, I was shocked that you walked away, uh, that you weren't there anymore. Um, you know, I the fact that. You left maybe not that big of a deal at the in, in an off season move, but to do it in the middle takes uh, takes some conviction for sure for you, you know. Um, so yeah, I was kind of shocked that happened, but uh, enjoy whatever's next for you. Uh, I'm sure we'll be in touch, and maybe we'll see you back in, in a non as heavy travel position in the sport. Yeah, you never know. I yeah. got Timmy calling me out of the line though, so I got to oh, go. Stop <laughs> it! Stop it! All right, Mikey, thanks, hey, man. Thank you. Tell him good night. I got to talk him in. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Michael Williamson, everybody, from uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki. Or not from, I'm sorry. Former. 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 Yeah. So, big deal. That is a big yeah. move. It's a big move. Yeah. But he's not I, happy. He's not happy, yeah. right? I so. mean, he wasn't really getting into it as far as, you know, I would have liked a little bit more specifics, but. Yeah, you can't blame him. No, yeah, hey. I mean, whatever. you know yep. there's more, yeah. you know, beneath the, the surface of the water yep. there. Yeah. But, you know, but again, yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, you know, handling it the right way, right? Yeah. Clearly, there was, you know, from the outside, I. I didn't talk to him about it or anything, but you could you could tell there was some tension. Mm-hmm. I don't think he and Eli always got along yeah. so well. 
um, which that all attributes to not having fun. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that's all part of it. Yeah. I think. yeah. When he says he's not having fun, right. it's, yeah. it's that's yeah. a part of it. Yep. It's it's that feeling of like, hey, we're not doing what we're supposed to do. All of us. Yeah. Why is that? What's going on? Right. In, uh, scrutiny in, intensifies. You well, know? and it's hard. You know, we ask them, what's you know, why is Eli ride great and sometimes not so great? Yep. And and he can't answer that. Yep. And I think he's being a hundred percent truthful. He yep. doesn't know yep. why that is, and that's got to be incredibly frustrating yep. as the crew chief to not have any answers and to go through a weekend outdoors it happened as well where Eli gets let's say sixth or tenth or whatever and everyone's just kind of looking at each other like yeah why did that happen yeah and the rider's he, going I don't know as we've said before he's the most up and down of any elite rider absolutely I, I've ever seen yeah, yeah. I mean Stu was no up sense. and down but only because he would yeah, crash yeah the but speed was always speed there. was always there yeah and he would just make a mistake right or whatever on. so uh yeah it is interesting before we go to uh commercial Hal what's up man how are you Hey, boys. Uh, how's it going tonight? Good. How are you? Race report. Doing well, man. Hey, uh, you, you had a, a great segment on uh, Dean earlier. Uh, if you take a look at his lap times and his splits between uh, uh, between uh, the riders in front of him, he, you're exactly right. He's slowly, slowly but surely, he's creeping up. And, and now his separations are, you know, two, three, four seconds, uh, whereas in the first of the year uh, he was four, five, six seconds. Um, and Osborne is right behind him. Savachi's there right with him. That little pack is starting to catch up to the front. And, man, this weekend in the whoops, the kid, he had the things, he had the things dialed. He was, he's all, he was all over. But, Hal, to be fair, he's had all the whoops dialed his whole career just about. Yeah. I remember, in, I remember San Diego on Monster PC. Mm-hmm. It was over. Yeah, he, 2012. He, he, he was – He's got multiple seconds faster than everybody else <laughs> yeah. in the class. He's there was, got the body and technique to yeah. do whoops. Like, yeah. There's there no was question. a track. God, where was it? Um, Supercross track, and this would have been 2010. We, uh, Dan Truman and myself and Dean all went practicing. And, uh, gosh, we're at Cheney Ranch maybe. Um, but the, the whoops there were just brutal. Yeah. Huge, cupped out, super far apart. Yeah. Like, the toughest combination of whoops you could ever put together, like tall, far apart, and cupped out. Right. And as soon as we pulled up, like first lap, I was like, Marv, I'm like, I'm just jumping. Just jumped. Like, yeah. I, I never even thought yeah. twice three, about what three, I was going to do. All day. And he would just come out of the turn on his 250, and it was the year he was he won uh, Toronto maybe, or maybe podium, but he was, he was getting to that elite level. I just remember coming out of the corner and just handful – Never yeah. even just I never tried it one time. Right. And I was getting, I don't know, twelfth, yeah. thirteenth right. yeah. every weekend, you know, like yeah. top fifteen guys. No. He was he's uh, always had that ability. Hal, it's been a good season for Dean, right under the radar. I know you're a super fan of Dean and I get it, you're super biased, but I'm being honest. I, I it's been a good year, man. I hope the kid stays healthy. Yeah, and with Chad taking man, that brutal hit for that Chad took and, and then Sheer, man, those were those were brutal hits. Oh yeah. Uh, that's, it's th- that's our sport, right? You you forget about our sport sometimes and how da- dangerous it can be, and then you see things like that. And Shear, Brandon, yeah. G- uh, Gay Shear as well. Yeah, his um, injuries are pretty. Are pretty they bad? Are they bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't sound. I I read a laundry list of what oh, he had geez. going on. He had a, some nasty stuff going. Yeah. on. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, um, it's just yeah. It's I'm so Chad will be out the rest of the year. I, I'm pretty sure, but um, yeah. Well, it, I I have to concede my prediction. Chad got uh, hurt, so my prediction's gone, but. I am going to up the prediction and say that that our, our, our boy Dean, he's going to hit that podium twice. He's going to he's going to pick it up. He's going two, to hit it twice. Two times wow. in the last five races. 
Hey. Wow. Hey, man, have the faith. Keep the faith, brother. Keep the faith. Uh, you, you do have it. Uh, we'll see you this weekend, right, man? Yeah, man, we'll see you. Okay. Hey, JT. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, JT, I'm going to swing some good words your way. Your okay. man, uh, Craig Martin. Yes. I'll tell you what, man, I'm, I'm a TLD guy, but, but Darkside and Craig are – Man, they're pulling me towards the gravity of fly. Love they're it. doing a good, good, doing good work for you. The gravity of fly. Yes, no, he's not there yet. He's just in the in the outer atmosphere. Yeah, but it's like Star Wars. Right. Like once they got you, right. you're in the you're yeah, in. yeah. Just <laughs> suck you right in. Uh, yeah, Craig. Craig Martin's good people for sure. Good job for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. All right, boys. Talk Thank to you. Later. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, tractor beam. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Tractor beam. Uh, Adam, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. All right, so uh, I'm starting a podcast. It's not a moto podcast. Uh, why not? Everybody, why not a moto everybody podcast? Everybody podcast. Yeah. Noof, you got a podcast coming out? Yeah, I'm starting one. You're starting one? Starting one, yeah. Noof's, noof's notes? Noof's news. Noof's news. I mean, I news, feel like news. that might be covered, but yeah. uh, anyways, I just had some questions that you're, since you're one of the most prolific podcasting professionals out there and kind of an inspiration to me. Uh, like, how do you get around the, the music licensing to use the license? For your podcast, do you just not care? Do you have a... Yeah, I just don't care. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> it's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, if they, if they send you something, they send you something. But, you know, basically there's a there's a fair use rule. Um, you know, you don't play the whole song, which we never do. And, and if you look into it, there's a gr- very gray area of fair use rights, you know. But um, but they probably could say something because we play more than 30 seconds. I know, like, so. uh, the ESPN ones, they're very careful yeah. about it. Yeah. They, they can't put it... They can So, ESPN, they can play it live... But they can't use it on the podcast. On the podcast like yeah. they have all these yeah. stupid rules. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So, like, you can't use it for your theme song, but like for an intro or something. I actually okay. have permission from Matt Good for my theme song for this song oh, on Twitter. I thought yeah, I've asked song. him about that theme song. Yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with that. So, but as far as like the intros, that's what I was wondering about. Yeah. And then I was just wondering about um, like, I know this, most people probably don't give a shit about this, but like, do you host all your stuff yourself? That's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm just on free hosting. Yeah, no, we, we, the, amount, the amount of downloads we have and everything else, we host it all ourselves for some outrageous amount of money that Mark says is fun. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Well, I don't want to take up too much more time, but is there any more, like, I don't know, advice? I'm just kind of getting into this. I have my Zoom recorder, a couple microphones, and GarageBand right now. No, yeah, yeah, you're on your I, way. Yeah. That's that's really all you need. You're on your way, right? Uh, I would um, don't don't cheap out on mics. Spend money on mics. They're worth it, you know? Get the headset. Don't use the janky, like, he thinks he's Casey Kasem with his mic. Me? Yeah, you. No, no, this is a great mic. This is a $700 <laughs> No, mic. I know, but use the headset. Like, it's oh. way, way better. Well, whatever. Yeah, 600 Headphones aren't. I've already found the headphones are, like, crucial. Yeah. Um, sort of the just, editing process. Just spend money on a good microphone. Don't, don't, anything. You got to spend over at least 150 bucks per, per mic. Um, so. All right. Well, I guess that's all I had. All right. Well, hey, Adam, just email me. Use the contact form on pulpmex.com. I'll try to help you out anything else I can. Thank you, man. I really uh, appreciate it. Have a good show. No problem. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Uh, JT Firepower, WPS company. Yeah. They've come on board our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have featherweight batteries, uh, featherweight lithium batteries that um, are pretty cool. They're yeah. lightweight. They're, they're cheaper than an OEM battery. They work better. We've gotten great feedback from people who are bikes that are harder to start. Yep. They drop in one of the feather Firepower uh, Featherweight Lithium Batteries, and it's a fantastic. Spending up to $500 on your OEM battery? Don't do it. Spend at most. 120 bucks, Noof. And I get like more it. cranking power with Firepower Featherweight Lithium Batteries. These are so light. They are. It's unbelievable. Yep. yep. Uh, backed by a two-year warranty. And they got a good, good quality chain as well, Japanese quality chain, up to 50% less expensive than the competition. How good is their chain? Ben LeMay. Uses their chain. Now he's on Moto Concepts, but yeah, uh, Ben so LeMay was using their chain. It's legit. Their chains, they're, uh, yeah. they're made by EK. Yeah. They're, they're Are we supposed to say that? 
I don't know. Can we say that? Okay. Yeah, they're made by EK. So he just said it. Yeah, so yeah I just did. Yeah. So and, uh, maybe Kirk, Kirk is a brand manager. Maybe he's going to get super pissed at me. Okay. That's okay. Uh, Newf, maybe we'll get you a battery for your Cowie. I like that, yeah. So lighter Light, I yep. need the lightweight. Can, we, yeah. can you shout out some uh, plugs to Firepower if we do that? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Okay. Fantastic. We can do that. All right, we're going to commercial break, everybody. Uh, we got uh, um, uh, Ryan McClintock coming up. We have uh, Will Hahn coming up. We got uh, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Race Tech Ran of the Night, which I feel like I already did it, but I'll do it again. Uh, BTO Sports tweeted Travis. Uh, a few other things coming up, so please uh, take a, uh, stay stay around, and uh, we'll be back after this, Marks. It's Chad Reed. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. 
Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. 
Although the atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, 
Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, by the way, Travis Marks' appearance on the show brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Vertex Pistons, 65 years ago, founded in a factory in, in uh, Italy and uh, comes stock on every two-stroke in uh, KTM and Husqvarna. VertexPistons.com. Email sales at VertexPistons.com. Uh, Where, where's my thing? Uh, sales at PivotWorks.com. Sales at PivotWorks.com to get a deal on a Vertex piston. Full range of two- and four-stroke pistons. I saw you people today on Twitter uh, attaching me, saying that you uh, purchased a Vertex piston, and uh, greatly appreciate it. So thanks to the Vertex Pistons bringing you Travis Marks today. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, how about that? Yeah, I like how's that. that. How's that wheel coming along, Marks? I'm trying to get WUSA <laughs> to get you a wheel. The guy rebuilds his whole bike. Like, like throwing, bottom throwing stuff at me. He gets everything. He has a crack in one of his wheels that he never noticed, and now that has put the kibosh on all of his comeback to oh, riding. He's got to pull it together. Well, to be yeah. fair, I was out of town for 10 days. Getting held up by the banditos? Yeah, I was uh, busy working on all the things that uh, my slave driver boss, Steve, <laughs> makes me work on. Uh, thanks, everybody at RacerX, for watching us on Facebook. Appreciate that. Uh, OGOPowerSports.com. If you want to deal on OGO, send me an email using the contact form on Pulp MX. OGO carries valuable equipment and personal gear for nearly every major factory team globally. Red Bull, KTM, Rockstar Husky, Pro Circuit, Star Racing, JGR, Rocky Mountain, and many others. Uh, travel sucks. We all know that, but it's better with an OGO. So OGOPowerSports.com. Love those guys as well for coming on board. The Noof JT in studio right here. Will Hahn is coming up. Ryan McClintock as well is coming up. Um, and uh, all right, let's talk 250s real quick. Uh, Shane McElrath may or may not have a back injury and may or may not be throwing this thing so he doesn't point out of 250 class, which, which again, Noof is a joke. It's ridiculous. But I understand. I, yeah. I get where he's coming from, but I don't like it. I don't think it's right. Um, you know, he's going to probably be out to, after Vegas. Yeah, I mean, that's not cool. I mean, if that's really what's going on. But if he is hurt, then... Hot take. Noof says his bike's really good. No, yeah. the 450s. <laughs> Only the 450s, JT. Only the 450s. Uh, I think it's safe to assume that there may be a desire to stay in the 250 class for Shane yep. McElrath. Yeah, and... 
I mean, if a guy like him does point out, which obviously was going to be the case, yeah, where does he go? Like, I feel, I kind of feel for him a well, little bit. I, I, yeah, I like get it. Like he's been at the top. Like, well, he's. How been, about you just do it and see what happens? I, I mean, it's that's a big, but, it's a big risk, right? But that's I mean. like saying, "Hey, I'm going to go to work and do a really good job, but may not have a job next." week you know what i mean like i mean you have to assume he's making good money where he's, he's at right be. now right yeah for sure that's to risk that i mean it's the endless marty debate you know yeah. who would take like he would not probably get a factory ride at this point i think he could get alongside baggett why not yeah true that's a factory bike that is yeah you know yeah. maybe not for There's as much just money, not that many spots. i know there isn't yeah. but um, i think he would get a spot somewhere i just think the finances are risky He's content. It, again, the rule is broken. When you are going to miss four mm-hmm. out of your nine races yeah. because you don't want to point out. I mean, okay, so TLD is perfectly fine with stroking a check to have a rider not on the track because he can win every weekend. I doubt right? it. He can win. I mean, I doubt it, but they they also want him back. KTM is fine? I doubt it, but they also want him back. So, so you're, you're we're picking at, the lesser of two evils basically is what they're doing. We're at a point where OEMs and and team owners are fine with paying a rider to sit on the sidelines and not race. But they're it's the it's not their ideal choice. But no, if they want him, but that's what they're doing. They're paying him to sit on the sidelines. That's where we're at in the sport. That tells me it's fucked up. It's wrong. It's something's wrong. Now whether you want to do open the class wide open, like I've said, like just no rules. You yeah. you can be in here forever. This or, isn't nom. Or well, or two years and you're out. Or I had an idea today. A team owner called me today about this, and he suggested a lifetime points rule. We don't care how long it takes you. We don't care if you get it, 500 points, whatever it is. Yeah. Some rule where this is the limit, and if you reach it in the season that, you, that you're competing in, you're allowed to finish it. Oh, they just not stop you in the middle of the season? That's very nice. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like that, no, but you know, so <laughs> you're leading the points. Stop. Pointed out tonight. Well, Sorry, but, but, but that should but that should have been that. thought of before the season it, on the other side. You know, for getting a ride. Like, oh, we don't want, we can't sign yeah. you. You may point out. Yeah. But but that's I like that rule. Hey, 700 points, 500 points, whatever the number is, uh, because think about 140 points or 135 points in four years straight, and in our sport, how much injuries happen? And how, mm-hmm. It's pretty hard, pretty odd thing to do. So, but it just goes to show me, like, again, you're, you're, you talk about the cost of racing and the price of racing Well, you're stroking checks to guys who don't race to avoid a rule. I'm like, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of fine with like what you said. I never really thought about this before, but with the way that like four strokes have made racing like 250, 450, I'm okay with guys being lifers in 250. Like I, I don't yeah. think it's like the old days when it was 125s yeah. was the stepping stone yeah, class. Yeah. No, it's not like that anymore. Like I, I, I've ranted and raved about guys staying too long for sure, yeah, but but for then sure. open it up. So then go the other way. Yeah. Just if you want, if hey, you, you want to come a, down, you, you had a couple of shitty years in two fifties. You know, Barsha had a couple of years and he rides a two fifty four fifties. Yeah, uh, a couple of shitty years yeah. in four fifty. Drop down. Drop down. I don't know. I don't have an issue right. with it because I don't think and, it's and where... make it, and make the series seventeen rounds. Exactly. Yeah. And make. I know you're going to lose jobs. I know that's yes, the thing you're going to. That's the problem. No yeah. team is going to employ four guys. No, they're not. No. So that's a shitty side but, of it. But oh well. Whatever, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to say. Just, just what, what we are now is half pregnant. We're, we're, and it, and it's a shame to see these guys that have been at the you know the top, the forefront of the 250 class. They graduate to the 450 class and they have nowhere to go, or maybe not for the same kind of money. They're taking a step back, even though they're doing but, better. But, but Noof, okay. Marty d- went up that one summer. Yeah, 
killed it. Yeah. Got a third. Top five's a lot. Top six is a lot. McElrath could maybe start with a ride of even cycle trader ride. Yeah. What happened to trying to earn the money? Because the potential to True, earn yeah. money in 450s is a lot greater. Right, JT? Yeah. You'd agree with me on that. Oh, of like, course. You can make a shit ton more in 450s. What happened to being like, I can do this. I'm going to prove myself. Watch this. Yeah. I'm going to go get good money because I'm Shane McElrath. I'm national number 12. Or... Or whatever. Or Marty saying, you know what? All those years of Marty saying, I can't get a contract. I can't get a contract. Earn the fucking money in the it's deal. It's hard, though. Right. Well, Look okay, at who you got to race against. Well, whatever. You can yeah. earn it. You can do it. It's been done. It's not, it's like, it's, hard, it's not, it's not like it's unheard of. It's hard when you have a contract right here with potential to make a lot of money. Or no contract, no guarantee. And well, no, I'm saying you have a ride. You're not out of a van. You, somebody gives you a ride. Cycle trader or whatever. Like a, like a contract. You but the problem is he has to know that way early, right? And I don't think anybody's ready to give. Like, there are no – if right now he's probably got to decide soon on his 250 future. Obviously, we just saw him make a decision based on that. There are no 450 teams ready to sign him right now, in my opinion. I don't think anybody is willing to go, yep, we'll sign you right now for yeah. next year. There's too much that's going to change, and, and nobody knows where anybody's going yet. Like, guys like Marvin and Eli and Kenny, wow. and none of these guys are signed yet. It's all fucked. It's fuckered. Okay. Fuckered. It's fuckered. <laughs> it is. Uh, so, Dylan Ferrandez wins his first uh, career 250 Supercross. Yep. Great ride by him. Yeah. It was. Uh, AC rode well. Nothing against AC. He caught him at times. Uh, Adam's whoops were an issue all day, despite him telling me he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. He just – I think he was going for a crazy balls lap time. Yeah. And it bit him. Right. Yeah. But he ended up just jumping him in the main. Like, yeah. he would he would literally pivot, go right to the right-hand side, jump, jump, jump. Yeah. You know? Safe. It's funny how JT, the – the jumping of the whoops, and you watch so many guys do it, that last whoop that was taller mm-hmm. was like everything. Yeah. Like if you got over that, yes. It. Yeah. If you got over that. You were like mad skills into yep. the corner. And yeah. if you couldn't get over it, yeah. you, you lost really time. It, and was it, was the, it was the only thing keeping Roxon from passing Marvin a couple laps. Yeah. Is that last yeah. whoop. Uh, I still like Adam's ability to win this thing. We all agree on that? Yeah, I think it's unless, yeah. unless Adam just implodes, uh, he's got this thing. We got gangbangs this weekend. In Houston? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gang bang. Yep. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, all right. Let's go to Dark Side. What's up? You want to talk about Dylan Ferrandez? Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to see what you thought. You know, he got his first win. Uh, does this, you know, they, they say they come easier after the first one. You think uh, we start seeing a few more this year now? Uh, well, we lost McElrath because he's benched himself, and Nichols just weeded himself. So I don't know how he's doing. He's, he seems bruised up or whatever. We'll get Will Hahn here to talk about it. So you just you have one guy that's hurt, one guy that's not racing. So that leaves two spots that are gone, and now I like Dylan and Adam to sort of emerge from that, right? Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I, just, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, I, think Dylan, I think Dylan gets a couple more. I, I think he's going to win this weekend. I think he's going back to back. All right. Well, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see because Adam's lead will be – if Adam gets second, it'll be down to – Nine? It's uh, 12 right now. Yeah. I think Adam wins this weekend. You think Adam wins? Yeah. Okay. I think it's uh, the Triple Crowns favor the start more. Mm-hmm. The tracker will not be Seattle-ish. You know, the dirt will be right. contained and good. Um, I, yeah, I like Adam's chances. Um, by the way, Dark Side, we're gonna, we might as well talk about it now. You are doing a sure. Pulpamex show wrap-up show. Yes, I am. Every week, uh, Dark Side is, is going to do this. And I'm yeah, looking forward to it. I, I'm looking forward to it too. So, people, it'll be on the Pulpamex show feed. You're going to have various guests from the show. Various yep. guests from the show. 
I'm I'm yep. more than a guest. Well, you're on it. You're yeah, on. It. I'm you're there. doing it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So and and is this, uh, a, round, is this a round table? No, we've we've, we've we're skipping the round tables. <laughs> hey, look, man, the second round table wasn't that bad. I didn't listen to either ours. One, was, so. Ours was fantastic. I listened to one that JT was dying. You you did hear one. I made it like five minutes into the first one, and you said stop. I, it. I was. You it, said, stop. I, I know it wasn't a comedy show, right. but it felt like a comedy <laughs> show. <laughs> but this is uh, this will be on every. Uh, we're open Tuesday or Wednesdays, and uh, you're going to discuss the show, the guests on the show, the topics. It'll be about an hour long. It'll be on the Pulp and Mech Show feed. Dark Side's going to host it. Uh, you've got Hal lined up. You've got Moser lined up for the first one. So who? Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Uh, but thanks for doing it, Dark Side. I think it'll be fun. I think it'll add to the show. It'll give our listeners a little something extra to uh, to, to talk about. And and uh, we, yeah, set you, we set you up with an email account. I don't know what it is, but you've got an uh, email account. Darkside at PulpMX. Darkside at if you want to uh, jump in the roundtable, uh, or the wrap-up show, I should say. Um, yeah, man, thanks. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, I hope people like it, So, and I'm prepared for the haters. We're gonna give you. Uh, we're gonna give you like a three month uh, uh, probation period. JT has to listen to every show and grade them. <laughs> so awesome! That'll be the highlight right there. Uh, yeah, hey. it'll be great. Oh, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. You, you, thanks for all you do, Dark Side. Oh man, yeah. Well, that's another thing I was gonna say to you and the news. Thank you for all you guys do. That's nothing I want to call about. And honestly, Steve, eighty percent of your sponsors are things that I use because of you. Um, but guys like JT and Noof have helped me out numerous times with um, different people that, you know, whether contact me and, you know, need need something or whatever, they, those guys always come through and help out your listeners, our listeners. It, man, just great, great products, great people. Good to hear, yeah. And and I just think it's it'll be really neat for our advertisers to reach have a little bit of extra reach with your show. And uh, yeah. I've got to get you that information tomorrow, by the way. Before you record, Noof, you'll be you'll be visiting Darkside on the phone. He'll be calling you. Absolutely, yeah. It's no, of, I like Darkside. It's, it's part of your mandatory oh. next visits. So. Oh, so now I'm mandatory to do stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Uh, so wow. yeah, look for that, and uh, and Darkside will talk tomorrow probably about it a little bit. Sounds good, man. You guys have a good show. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate did, it. Did Darkside's name come from Dark Side of the Moon? Oh. No, the Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars, okay. bro. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Hey, do you know there's a real option for riders to not to clean an air filter again? I hate air filters. Doing air filters. Can you imagine a good option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter? I I would love it, yeah. Profilter.com. Profilter, that's right. Profilter.com. It's yeah. uh, absolutely uh, – Moto Concepts guys use it, uh, MCR. You use it? I use it. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer. Kiefer uses it. Yeah. So – uh, MaximaUSA.com, Pulpamex 35 code at checkout, 35% off an air filter, JT, which you would love. Back I, need in the to day get on, because, I need to get in on this uh, with yeah. my new Suzuki, RM Army. Yeah. I need to get in. Well, you, first you got to start it and ride it. I did start it one time to ride it into the back of my truck. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> That's fantastic. That was uh, December. He's RM Army now. I know. You're back. Yeah. yeah, he is back. I would. I probably could ride this week, but it's supposed to rain and I'm only there for about 12 hours. So okay. probably not going to get to ride, but it's coming. But you're like my time is coming. You need it to be like perfect though. When no, you ride. no, you as long as it's not muddy. Yeah, that's all. Okay, so that uh, means perfect. So maxima, <laughs> max, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, maxima USA. Uh, go to profilter dot uh, com. Either one. Uh, Pulpamex thirty five code at checkout. So thanks to those guys as well. So uh, yeah, a lot of our listeners have been using Pro Filters, and if you haven't heard of them, give your head a shake because they've been around for a while and are sponsoring some really nice riders give your and teams. Head a shake. And a, yeah. If you haven't heard of it, just give your head a shake. You haven't heard of that? Never. Is that Canadian? I've heard of it. 
Might be Canadian. Yeah. Interesting. Give your head okay. a shake, man. You don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I've never heard that before. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, we've still got more to talk about when it comes to uh, uh, Seattle this past weekend. I want to talk about Hawaii Supercross. Yes, I do too. We're going to talk about that. Um, I, I hope I'm going. Me too. You want? Th- I'm going. I think no matter what. You can give me some start money for that, or I think I probably could. Yeah. Um, also, too, I want to talk to you, Noof, because our buddy Diggs, who yes. owns Go do, Go for Dunes Honda, yep. wants me at his race. Bad. And we're we're going to get into this on on the things that I've gotten from him to show up at Gopher Dunes. Yeah. And I want to maybe roundtable a little bit. Like maybe JT's got some (laughs) ideas of things that I could also ask for. Yeah, come up with some better Because lately, it seems like everything I throw at him. No problem. No problem. Is his name Digger? Diggs. Diggs. Does it have anything to do with like a gopher digging? Are these related? That's a good... I don't know. That is good. All I ever remember of Diggs is him walking around Gopher Dunes with no shoes on. Because it's sand, right? right? It's like at the beach. Yeah. He never wears shoes. Like, uh, like Australians and Kiwis like, do that. Too. Like literally just barefoot everywhere. Like, uh, like um, why is his nickname Lord of the bigger Rings? though? Lord of the Rings. I don't know. I oh, guess is it all, JT was. Has it always it. been bigger? Like for well, Derek Schuster, it really doesn't have a Diggs in it, does it? No, no. But it's been Diggs for as long as you know him. As like, long as like, I've known, it's yeah. always been Diggs. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I've known him. Oh, two thousand three. Okay. Yeah. Type yeah, thing. yeah. So, so, all right. Well, we're gonna talk about that later because you know he used to race quads, right? He was a four wheel racer. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Weege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's literally Frank owned Gopher Dunes. Diggs was the quad guy. Thumb throttle. <laughs> nice. Wow. Like just rip in there. So maybe we should get a quad on this deal. <laughs> you, well, you yeah, know, you could. Yeah. I mean, all right. So we'll talk about that and more uh, coming up here on the show. We also want to um, um, give away some stuff too, and we got to figure that out. How we're going to do that, Noof? We still haven't figured it out. Oh, we haven't figured out anything on Let's how to just give away give it anything. To some random. What about this helmet? We got to do that too. It's unbelievable. We just got a lot of giveaway stuff. Here, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do for one of them. Atlas Brace is going to give away a, a neck brace. Uh, so please write us a story. Do we want to do the photos or no? That was a lot of emails last time. It was good, though. You know, that was, it. you know that was my personal helmet? No. Yeah. Yeah, that was my personal one. Like you raced in it? Uh, I think I did <laughs> Japanese Suzuki intro. Okay. okay. okay I, got the yeah. digger, I got the digger nickname thing. What? His nickname is Digger because... When he was younger, he would dig holes with Frank's equipment. <laughs> like a gopher. Uh, like a I know go- you're kidding you. Like wow. a gopher, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jason Moore from Jay Moore from Fox just texted me that. Okay. Yeah. He Never would just dig holes. Yeah. He goes, I'm pretty certain that's the story. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> he would dig holes. So, Digs. all right. So, here we go. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. Yes. Send us an email. Put Atlas Brace in a subject line and uh, why you want a brace. Why That's you right. need a brace, who the brace is for, and why you need it. We will go through them all. Newf will read them yep. and decide which sob story he believes and wants to believe in. And we will give you a free Atlas Brace with the Pulpamex sticker kit. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Atlasbrace.com. Done. Go to that. We'll do that. Uh, all right. So, hey, what, what, what we wanted to do was we talked earlier in the show. Uh, neck braces are a topic that I feel there's a lot of you know, misunder- misunderstanding about, yeah. I would say, out there in the, in the world. Uh, AtlasBrace.com, you guys have tested this thing, you've sent it to laboratories, you've done all the right things. People are still, because of Rhino <laughs> and other people, Galdi. <laughs> people have said, you know, like, hey, neck braces, this yeah. and that. There's really been no hard evidence, no hard proof of this kind of stuff. I mean, you guys say it, but obviously you have a vested interest, so people yeah, just go, yeah, sure, you own yeah. the company or whatever. Well, 
Something that I thought was interesting was a while ago, uh, Ryan McClintock did a uh, survey. He's an action sports uh, EMS, is an ambulance service uh, catering to amateur motocross industry in five states. Uh, Ryan is part of that organization, and they have done a comprehensive study here. And uh, I thought we would talk to Ryan tonight about it with Newf and, and everything else. Ryan, welcome to the Pulp MX Show. How are you, man? Hey, guys. How are you doing? I'm how good. How are you doing, Newf? Uh, good, buddy. Good. Good to Sorry, hear man. from you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, this is something that... Ryan, uh, a lot of people have asked for over the years, and and you've delivered it. I guess let's talk a little bit about it. Talk about Ryan, how long you've you've been taking this data, and and sort of what made you want to start doing this. Well, we pulled this data, Steve. We right about the ten year mark. The actual import of our data started January uh, of two thousand nine, and as an ambulance provider providing care, so we're a little bit different than than the team you see um, with Alpine Stars. Yep. We're actually state-mandated, so we're licensed in the five states in which we operate. So every time, if we so much as give a Band-Aid, we have to document mm-hmm. and provide a patient and create a patient record under state DHS law. Okay. So with the access to this database and creating all of these files, we found that we have this incredible tool that we can add questions to or things specific to our industry. In other words, our racers, our, our riders. Uh, and in 2009, we added about 25 supplemental questions um, to this mandated state database. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got some pretty comprehensive data uh, related to neck injuries and several other injuries we're going to be able to share here in the future. Uh, over 8,000 yeah. riders, I read? Uh, the total number, Steve, 8529. So, yeah, and- a little over 8,000. And uh, again, I saw this data maybe a couple months ago. It was on uh, Vital MX, and obviously, you know, those people that were still fighting back on this thing. But, but from what I read, uh, Ryan, I mean, basically, you the crashes you have, uh, a critical cervical spine injury is eighty nine percent more likely without a neck brace. Death is sixty nine percent more likely without a neck brace. These are things Correct. that you found in your field of work treating injured riders. This is this is actual medical data, Steve, and and critical injury. We're gonna say, uh, I can I can send it out. I send it out to um, people for as part of our study. But critical injury, let's say it, critical injury. You've been transported to the hospital. You've been admitted. Uh-huh. Uh, there was some type of intervention. You're wearing a neck brace for a period of time. There's been a surgical intervention. Uh, there was a confirmed fracture. Uh, whether you know they had to do surgery or anything or not, so those are is what we what we classify as a critical injury. Okay, meaning you had you had to go in the boo boo bus to the hospital, uh, which we none of us want to do. Uh, so that involved seven hundred critical injuries versus with the patients we had wearing a neck brace, um, seven hundred and two versus uh, my critical on this one was 109 yeah now i mean and, yeah and, and, and we are, there's, a, there's a disparity of about 900 riders between the two steve because there's far fewer people wearing neck braces yeah uh, than there are people who are wearing neck braces right and, and and you're not saying if you put a neck brace on you won't get hurt because as you said riders with you know 109 wearing neck braces did get transported and admitted and everything else it's not a cure-all end-all which is not what you're claiming to be but you're safer with a neck brace the proof is in the numbers that you're safer with an airbag, you're safer with a seatbelt. Right. You know, they, they may be things that we've adopted and fallen in love with immediately, 
Um, and over time, those things have gotten better, less intrusive, less invasive. And these manufacturers, uh, especially Atlas, they've worked their tails off to become, you know, a product that that you can be comfortable in. And the data is there. The studies are there. I've spoken at length with Dr. Bodner and some of his associates. And really, are, it's opened my eyes to a lot of the misconceptions out there. Um, I've had face-to-face with a number of training facilities. Uh, and a few riders that that train our youth, because uh, as you know, Steve, I, we cater to the amateur industry. Right. And the the problem I run into is telling kids you cannot have proper posture, you cannot look up a hill to do a jump. Just some of the misconceptions, and it's just flat out they hear that and they just yeah. turn off the thought of ever wearing the device, and it's detrimental to safety. Well, we've talked about it before, Ryan. The yeah. first gym, they did restrict your movement up. <laughs> They did. They're not. They th- those are. That's a long time ago now that yeah, those ones did. Yeah, I mean, did. in, in, yeah, two, like two in two thousand six, right? Yeah, yeah. two thousand six is when when Lee at first launched 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 their brace. And I mean, yep. I was the guy going. I mean, I was a racer. Yeah, I was the guy going. I need to have this thing, and got it, put it on. It was heavy. It was bulky. It was restrictive. Yep. And that's the thing that some of these trainers. We won't mention names. <laughs> we already did. Steve will. Steve will. will. Charge life. Yeah, exactly. Charge life. Are still basing that off. Yeah. They're still, when they think neck brace, yeah. doesn't matter what branding is on it. They're thinking 2006. And I've said this over and over and yeah. over again on your show. And give it a chance. Yeah. They're not built for everybody. I know that. JT, for example, he's a, when he was, he actually skinnier now than he was. But yeah. when he was yeah. racing, <laughs> he was a stockier guy. He's got a short neck. Is it going to fit him perfect? No. Yeah. Probably not. J-Mart is another guy that... J-Mart. He's got a little... J-Mart wants to wear a neck brace. Yep. But it doesn't fit him. I tried to. Yeah. I I gave it every effort I could. I mean, modifications. And this is 2007 Exactly, yeah. I just couldn't make it work. I have a separated shoulder, which lifts it even higher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, I, now might be a little bit different because I'm, things have come a long ways. What what I found funny was, Ryan, in this survey is... uh, a clavicle, collarbone. There you go. This is the one that irks me. The, the, everyone, you know, the misconception is they break your collarbone, they snap your collarbone. That's what that breaks their collarbone snappers. <laughs> they do not. It, 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 it's basic body mechanics, Steve. The clavicle is it, it, collarbone, clavicle, same thing. It is a very thin bone, and it's under a tremendous amount of tension. Um, and when you wad up and you crash, uh, you know, and you're happy to wear a neck brace, and people are blaming the, the, the actual contact of the brace coming to the front uh, of your clavicles and crushing it. You crush a clavicle by pushing it in from the side. Yeah. Uh, it, it's from hitting your shoulder on the ground. Uh, the likelihood of any brace, even of the older designs, pushing down so hard in your clavicle to fracture is, is, is slim to none. Uh, and we're seeing that it's right here in the data. Uh, yeah. it, we well, have a significant decrease. We've got clavicle injuries here without a neck brace of 443 with a neck brace, uh, 291. So right. there, there's a, a significant decrease, but I'm not going to attribute a clavicle injury to a neck brace ever, regardless of the design. I don't care if the thing was made out of cast iron in the 1980s. <laughs> it, it, the, the mechanism yeah. is completely different. And when you wad up or you're talking about a neck brace and you're that's factored into the type of injury you've had, you've most likely taken it pretty hard on the shoulder. Because I don't know about you guys, I'm, I'm all about rolling 
over to one side or the other to take the impact and not going straight down like a lawn dart uh, on the top of my helmet. So it's that shoulder, the basic mechanism of the type of injury is we're having a side impact, and that's what's damaging or or fracturing clavicles, collarbones. Uh, Blaming a brace is inappropriate. Noof, reading Ryan's work for over 10 years, I mean, you guys at Atlas and Leah and everybody else. Everybody, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's everybody. not just an Atlas brace no. thing. You had to have been, I don't want to say relieved, but you were like, finally, we're, we're seeing what our, what we're seeing out, you know, with you yourself or your data or your testing. Thank you, Ryan, for doing yeah, this. Yeah, no, and, and, and that, it, the, for real, like, yeah. literally when that data got sent over to us, like, I had it on my screen and I was like, these are the questions people are asking like yeah. the collarbone thing and this and that and like collarbones and stuff like that were broken before neck braces were even yeah invented um but we were it, exactly were and i mean it, it's it's real life data and yeah. that's what people are asking for and of course people still look at it in a negative way and there's people that look at it in a positive way so we've sold braces because of this you know tests that came out whatever yeah. you want to call it right. survey whatever whatever you may want to call it we've sold braces but they're still the non-believers and that's fine you're never going to switch everybody no but uh you know we now have lab data yep your own we data. got we got our own data we got real life right. data so uh, is is there somewhere where we can see where the public can see this it's on his website yeah. it's on your website ryan yeah. Yeah, Steve, actionsportsems.com. Okay. And I've got it under I've got it listed under our data. We're actually doing a concussion and an upper spinal injury study too that we're hoping to roll out this fall. Okay. We've managed to compile 10 years of data. We may as well share it with the public. Whether it has a purpose or not, it, there's certain questions people have. Right. And if it can benefit the safety gear industry, um why not? Yeah, we why have not? the data, and it's from real riders in real dirt, the, you know, yeah. in, in an uncontrolled environment where we have to collect the data anyway. Yeah, and it's also That's not supercross racers. It's not, you know, it's not no, your it's amateur. It's amateur stuff. What what ninety seven percent of us do, or more, you know, yeah. or, or more, yeah, exactly. right? You know, so it's a and real I, world thing. And all honesty, guys, I, I couldn't I couldn't um, rule out to, or parse out some of our snowcross racers, but. Guys, it's, it's essentially it's a motocross track, but they're on an 800-pound machine. So, and 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 that exposure is probably less than five percent of okay. our patient contact of our the contacts with our riders. So it's kind of moot, um, you know. But they are doing the same thing. So I'm not going to segregate dirt versus snow because it's such a teeny tiny amount uh, of our of our contacts. So we did not parse them out of the database, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ninety-five percent of this data is I, I, in the dirt. I would be—I don't say wary. I would be questioning a stats like this if it was one summer of data collection yeah, for, sure. at, at, for two hundred riders or or whatever. Not even two hundred. I would be like, hmm, this is a ten-year study of over eight thousand riders yeah. that needed ambulance care at a at a race at dirt bike races from multiple states. I—I I, I mean, is it perfect? Probably not. No, but it's something. It, it's it's what people scream and yell when it, they talk about neck braces. It's something to at least back up what we're preaching every day, right? Yeah, yeah. And I always tell people. I always tell people like, I don't work for a company that's just putting something out there to make some money. Like I wear this myself. I believe in it, and that's what we're doing. We're not, you know, trying to put a product out there that's yeah. not as safe or anything like that right. like yeah. and that's what that's what kills me is that these guys just 
say, oh, it's more dangerous. It's more <laughs> dangerous to wear it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> In I get, a sense, I get, like, I get asked a lot. You know, pro- probably not as much as Ryan does because it's you know that's their main item, right? But right. I, I still get asked a lot by parents and for sure, should we or should we not? Should I? Should I not? Uh, my answer has always been, um, you know, I've heard both sides. I've seen you know uh, arguments every direction. But I always default to more protection is better, you know. And, listen, and whatever your opinion is, it's hard to argue against more protection. Yeah, being listen, better listen for to you. this. If you could and wear, I, if I, you I, could wear a product, if you could wear a product or put something on or whatever yeah. that could possibly prevent a catastrophic injury that could change your life, would you not wear it? That's that's my whole take on it. Right. And, and people and still we, question we finally, it. We we have the data, guys, to share that and. I'm gonna. I'm, there's one caveat to more protection is better, uh, because we've all, we're all of that age, guys. <laughs> we grew up as you know the airbags are coming in and the pretensioner seatbelts and the seatbelts attached to the door and all the ex- stuff we've been exposed to in society today. Uh, and I think there's naturally there's going to be some pushback, but this is such a non-invasive, simple device where you have multiple manufacturers to choose from. Get one on, give them a try. And I guess my frustration is is you can't. <laughs> you have to go to a dealer. You have to – they may not have your size in stock. And that's one thing we, we've worked with Brady and with, with Atlas um, as well as Liette. They've been very, very uh, conducive to us getting an entire product line out to put at all of our races this summer in 2019 mm-hmm. to let adults, youth, try these devices on, ride them. We can properly fit them and get them to buy one. Um, it's it's something they have to be exposed to, and we have to dispel the myths as an industry uh, and advocates for a device that we've got irrefutable proof that can potentially save a life. And, and Ryan, you know um, what? You just, you just hit the nail on the head. Properly fitting is the number one key in educating. It's huge. And so, you know, we have a strong dealer network, and we have distributors all around the world and whatever, but... It's the education part of it, selling these braces, properly fitting them. It's a very tough deal. I mean, I know JT knows that with, with anything. you got to have the education. And, I mean, if you properly fit it on somebody and it, it, it fits them, like there's no the comfort and all that. That's, when that. that's when you get that side of things is when it's properly fitted and you're educated on it and you want to believe in it and you wear it. Yeah. It, uh, it's a really good survey, for sure. You guys did a lot of work, Ryan, on it. I congratulate you on it. Um, let me ask you this, though. So I perused the Vital MX thread when it came out. What, oh, were some, what were some of the things that people were saying negatively about this survey? Uh, just what, what was some of the things that you heard that, you know? I, 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 we were literally questioned on what were the soil conditions. Why was that not documented? Why was it, was it, was it dry? Was it muddy? How is how is this relevant? Yeah, um, yeah. We, we were asked bike displacement. It was so off the wall. Uh, I had spoken at length with Brady. I didn't have a whole lot of time to to talk with with uh, with anyone else. Uh, I was just I had to avoid the entire thread uh, because <laughs> I can become a little inappropriate, and I am the face of the company. Right. Uh, just I could I could not digest the volume of. 
just inappropriate questions or things that were not even related to the injury. Yeah, a lot of experts um, on there. Well, and that's the thing. And before and before this yeah. serv- and before this came out, yeah, there'd always be you know we we always laugh. It's like every two to three weeks, yeah. there's a neck brace yeah. topic. Right. Should I or shouldn't I? Right. And so always before this study came out. It was always like, well, there's no real life proof. These yep. these neck yep. brace companies only yep. have the scientific data and, yep. Yep. and blah 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 and lab testing. Well, then the survey comes <laughs> out, yeah, and they're going, well, was it raining that day? <laughs> was it was it sunny? Like, yeah. where was the stars aligned? Like, yeah, they're just looking. I mean, on there, matter you you turn your wipers on. And you put on a seatbelt when it's raining or snowing outside your car. What difference does it make what the road conditions are? You do it as yeah. a preventative. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and one and one thing, Newf, I'll say this: uh, I had a very lengthy conversation with 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 Brady yep. um, when we were setting this up. Uh, I have one particular motocrosser out there, and I'm going to not name any names. Y'all can do the digging. Uh, it's actually on our Facebook page. Uh, a video, like a, an entire v- vlog about why he shouldn't and why you should not wear a neck brace. And it's coming from, you know, a pro racer with all of this experience yeah. and what he's seen. And just what he is stating as fact is just borderline slander or, or based on one personal experience, you know. Yeah. And the kids, the riders, I'm not going to say the kids. You guys all have to pardon me. I say that a lot uh, with the amateur side of it. Uh, but our racers, our, our riders, they take this one statement yep. and they run with it like it's gospel. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, and I've got numbers to refute every bit of it. Guys, I've got 4,700 riders in my neck brace no category, meaning there was no neck protection in place. And I have four fatalities over 10 years. And I, I don't want, I, I know each one of them personally. Yeah, terrible. You know, these are, these are people that, that I've had contact with or I was involved yep. in their patient care. We're a small company and we're a very tight knit group of people. Right. And to have four fatalities out of 4,700 and in the neck brace, yes, category, yep. uh, essentially. And Newf, I'll clarify this because Brady and I had a very long conversation. We do have one, Steve, okay? Uh, it was flat track. It was indoor, very tight confines. Uh, and my patient, uh, unbeknownst to us at the time, uh, had a history of a five-cervical fusion. So he had previous neck injury and his spine was fused. Um, and he was wearing a neck brace. Mm-hmm. I would. I, I don't know how you can survive that type of injury with a significant spinal injury when you have multiple pieces of hardware and you have five vertebrae in your spine fused. Yeah, right. So I'm going to call that a zero. Right. Okay. Um, so it, the, the numbers are there. When we have 702 critical spinal injuries, you know, versus. And, 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 and again, you're not being paid by Atlas or Lead or anything else. This is just a simple no. state. Of, you're not looking to. You just for your information, for people's information, to try to protect them better. You've you've done this over ten years, and I applaud you for your work. And 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 it, and it doesn't show. It doesn't show if you wear a neck brace, nothing bad will happen. It doesn't show that there are incidents no. and accidents that happen with a neck brace. You know, I Correct, I, I, sure. I feel like it's a very fair study over 10 years and over 8,000 riders, and the numbers are clear, and if you wear one, it's better. And, Noof, I want one now. After reading this, I want one. We'll get you one. I, I'm going I'm to start wearing one. You want the custom kit, too? Pulp MX kit? Yeah, I know, yeah. Pulp MX kit, yeah. And I want I want my number and my name on it, and I want four-time Manitoba champion also on it. And how much are we going to pay you? 
Contingency? Yeah, I need contingency too. Yeah. yeah. Contingency. Every time I beat Berludi in lap times, I, I need five bucks. Uh, but no, for reals, I, that's how much I'm impressed by this. I'm just like, well, I'm going to try it now. I want to I wear one. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's not going to make you any slower. Right. It's not going to probably make you any faster, Damn but it. it will make you safer. <laughs> right, right. Right? Um, Steve, I have one other. I have one other point to touch on if we've yeah, got sure. a minute. Um, I had a pretty lengthy conversation with Dr. Botner, and then I ended up going down that rabbit hole and talking to a couple of other uh, specialists. And I've seen some injuries in the upper spine, so we're going to say the thoracic spine. So think between your shoulder blades, okay? Where where some older designs, uh, where the neck brace used to come down to the center almost to a point. Yep. Yep. Uh, and they were pretty rigid. And I actually had it in my mind that we were seeing those thoracic injuries uh, to that section of the spine because, because of the of brace. That. So yep. maybe because because someone had you know hyperextended uh, and then that device put enough pressure on that thoracic vertebrae to cause a compression fracture or whatever we're yep. seeing. And they've I mean... all been pretty non-critical injuries, okay. And after myself getting slapped around by a doctor and being explained some basic body mechanics, um, that arch in our spine or in our back, right there between our shoulder blades, we all have it as we become 90, 80 years old, we kind of become a question mark in that area. Mm -hmm. um, it's the weakest point of your spine. Whether you land on your tailbone, your back, uh, in a significant crash, or you land on your head, that is where a fracture is going to exist from compression or a stinger, as we like to call it. Yep. Um, so it's basic body mechanics, and I had to be educated. I've been in, I've been a medic for 28 years, um, and I had to see the data myself to not because I was equating this to this injury to a specific design right. of neck brace, which I have always had in my yeah, mind that was a problem. It made sense to me when people said that. When they said, "Hey, right here is where your 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 back has an issue," and look at the brace where it stops, and and yeah. all that, I, 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 that made sense to me. And that's when the Atlas came out. I was like, "Oh, look at that design." Yeah. You know what I mean? It did make sense. So right, and then and then it was and then it was made abundantly clear to me by some physicians. Uh, I was completely wrong. Right. To put enough put enough pressure from a lever, as you and I would both see that as a lever pressing on the spine in a certain type of injury, mm -hmm. uh, would be nearly impossible to see the type of fractures we're seeing. Okay. It's actually from compression of the spine and at the weakest like point. Yeah. Slam it in the, right. It's curved. It's going to fracture at the curve. At the point. yeah, at the weakest point. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so that I was enlightened through all of this and, and releasing this data and talking to physicians and mm -hmm. orthopedists and spinal surgeons. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, you got that wrong, pal. Right. And I was educated, which was nice. ActionSportsEMS.com for the survey that we're talking about here. Uh, Ryan McClintock is on the phone uh, just talking about his 10-year survey with uh, with braces and without, Noof. And, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. I I think it says something here, this stuff. I, li I like it. I like the survey. I like the I, numbers. I mean, yeah, I mean, the numbers are good. But, I mean, the best part of it is is it's the real life data that yeah. everybody's been looking for i mean this is not this is this is real stuff yep. so um yeah i mean we were excited when we came across it we're thankful for yeah for, for ryan and his yeah. whole team and everything like that like we didn't ask him to do that we were yeah. blessed and when it came across and so should the other companies that are out there um that are in this mm -hmm. type of you know field yeah. And, yeah. and stuff they you know, this is good good stuff. Uh, Ryan, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate the time. Uh, good work. Um, again, people, read it for yourself. Don't just take, take what we're saying, um, but read it for yourself. And, and this is a 10-year study of over 8,000 riders. And, and, and it, it, the numbers show 
wearing a neck brace is significantly better than not wearing one uh, for, for multiple reasons and multiple crashes. So um, thanks, Ryan. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, See you, Ryan. Ryan McClintock, everybody. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I liked it. I read it before the show, and yeah. I'm like, I kind of read it on Vital, but... I don't always go on vital a lot, so I skimmed it. And... I remember you flipped it to me in an email, going, "Do you see this?" Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, and I mean, the the thing is, is like we had some, like we put it out on our social media, and we, you know, of course, we're right. running with it. I yeah. mean, this is good stuff. I had some like very negative feedback, like right off the get go, yeah, because they only re- read the first damn sentence. Yeah, yeah. You got to read the whole survey, right, like you right. got to read the whole thing. You know, I shared it on my own. Uh, my own personal Facebook and and I had one kid that's a pro rider in in the prairies in Canada and he's like, yeah, but there's like way more people that aren't wearing braces. Well, yeah, yeah, there. That's we never said there wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we never said there wasn't. Right, but uh, look at the numbers. Uh, contest at pulpamexshow dot com. We're going to uh, run a contest for to give away an Atlas brace. Um, so tell us why you want one, what you think you deserve. Uh, as quick as you can, new for as much as details you can. Proper fitment for an Atlas. Proper fitment's actually really easy. You can just go to the website, atlasbrace.com. There's a sizing chart on there. We actually have a printable um, tape measure that you can. Okay. But it's basically the circumference of your chest at the very top of your armpits, just above your nipples. And Well, I did what, a ch- chest day was today for me, so. You can milk anything with nipples. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did chest today. Chest was today, so should I so wait So we should measure you tomorrow. Tomorrow, then, okay, when, yeah. when everything right. kind of calms down. Right, right. But yeah, just basically circumference of the chest. Yeah. I mean, we with Atlas, we have two chest supports, two back supports, mm-hmm. and two points of contact on the shoulders. If all four of those are touching, that's yep. perfect. That's good. Perfect fit, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, interesting stuff. And again, Marty Davalos uses them. Chase Sexton. Chase Sexton. Um uh, Can- Canadian guys, Fasciati uses them. Uh, we got Fasciati. Yeah. Matt Gerke. Fasciati, Dylan Wright, Matt Gerke, Jake Trico, young kid. Yep. Um, bunch of other private Jake Nichols guys. running one when you, when no. you wrench for him? No. Weimer was no. a long time. Yeah, Weimer, guy, right? yeah, Weimer. Weimer was an original. RV. He was an OG. RV, yeah. RV, RV still using RV, it. RV still using it. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, Bobrashev. Oh, yeah. Even yep. though he's not racing. And he got hurt, right? Yeah, did something to his wrist, but Bobrashev's yeah. been a guy. But, uh, yeah, Sexton, number one guy. I mean, he's yeah. our guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, atlasbrace.com. And, uh, yeah, I mean, numbers are good, JT. So, like Yeah, people, like re- I said, I, yep. I don't think Ryan loved my comment about, you know, if, if there's a safety item <laughs> that is available, yeah. it's usually a good idea. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Right, let's go to Daly. Let's talk about Pulp Mix Fantasy. Daly, you want to talk about Pulp Mix Fantasy? I do. Uh, first, Neck braces, yeah, I got a buddy that saved uh, neck brace, saved his cervical spine. But, uh, yeah, I do want to talk fantasy. Um, so next year, I know you guys are looking at maybe uh, adjusting for triple crowns, uh, and I hate when people calling with suggestions uh, about Supercross, but... Yeah, you, you, know, and, me, you I, and me both, I, Dale. <laughs> I, I really hope that you guys do uh, adjustments, like turn 16s to 12 or something like that. Um, How about 11s? Because then you got to beat one guy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you that, can't that, get last. Right. That whatever. Uh, something like that. But um, What about, hey, Dale, what about just screw everybody where they live and everything else? you pick, you got to pick your guys before qualifying's over. I, I don't really like that because I work Saturdays. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and, uh, it's rough yeah, on international, I, too. I have, to, I, I have to find 30 minutes in my time to make picks and stuff. Right. But, uh I, 
I don't like that. Plus, people crashing qualifying. Yeah, well, um, yeah that's what you you got to pick guys that don't crash. Maybe I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you're, did you're you pick Jiren? Did you pick Jiren this weekend? That's the real question. See, I, I did, and I'm a freaking idiot. See, there you go. Twenty three percent. Good job, uh, Colin. Yeah. Thanks, Colin. Yeah. Thanks, Colin. Yep. Enjoy your crane well, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I was wanting to ask JT. How the hell did you turn around your fantasy the last two weeks? Because mine has been god awful. I went from thirty second in indie, industry idiots to like eighty something. It's, uh, it's just been pure luck, honestly. Uh, <sighs> I, 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 I indie. I, I went in. for it. I really. Took yeah. some big chances yeah, in Indy. Yeah, Brees. Yeah, thirty third in qualifying. Seven deuce deuce. Thirty third in qualifying. He picks him. He takes him. He yep. picks him. Yep. I, I, Why? I, yeah, exactly. It's a bullshit. It's a bullshit. I it's a bullshit. That's not a bad pick, though. I mean, he. I agree. It's not like it's his first time qualifying for a main event. Nope. Yeah, thirty so, third. I mean, I'm 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 down with that. He looked like he was solid all day. Thirty <laughs> third. I, I don't know. Sometimes but, you just gotta, uh, you know, get gotta feel the vibe, feel the flow. Oh, so you went and talked to Ryan Brees and everything? I did. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I bet you had your arm around. I bet him you did. Going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got it tonight. I, I I tried going your route, JT, and uh, I I was sitting there. Um, I had your mentality. It's either gonna pay off or I'm gonna go up in a ball of flames. And I went up in a ball of flames. It was do, horrible. Do you pay for the expert picks? Hell no, I ain't. I'm not trying to. <laughs> that's one of the other things that you guys should get rid of is, like, I, I, I don't think that's – I don't like it personally. I mean, because that takes away from the skill of the game. I don't know. If you followed my picks, it's only hurting you yeah. most of the time. Parabinos is on suicide watch. <laughs> it, it would have been helping me a lot over the last two weeks. But, I, yeah, I, I feel for Parabinos. You, you, but. JT, you said you passed me this week? Oh, gotcha. Fuck. God damn! I, I, got gotcha. him out. I was, I was beating JT by like over a hundred points a few weeks ago. No, but well, I'm on the uh, I'm on the Marv train. Yeah, he's catching fire in the second half here, <laughs> peaking at the right time, yeah. boys. Yeah, the yeah. series started at Daytona That's for right. you. That's right, I called it. <laughs> uh, I, I would like to see you guys get rid of those um, expert picks, actually, because it takes away from the skill of the game. Like, oh, what are these guys doing? Yeah, and yeah. I, don't, I don't like your chances, Dale, but I appreciate the feedback. Yeah, I don't either, because you guys are making bank <laughs> off. Because of we it. make money off of it, Dale. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not stupid. <laughs> thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for the call. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Actually, hey, Dale, you there? Yeah. Yeah, we got to give away some shit here. Uh, what um, what do you want? What do you need? What kind of bike you got? You got a bike? I got a DL one thousand and YZ one twenty five. All right, you want um, you want to set a fly kinetic mesh gear? Uh, hell's yes. Two hundred two thousand nineteen and a half gear. Uh, they released it at Daytona. I've got a set of it, and, and I fucking look good in it. Do you? Oh yeah, I was oh, mountain biking it today. I was mountain biking solid, it today. <laughs> solid look. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right, stay on the line. We're gonna give that to you. All right, Dale. Oh yeah, thank you. No problem, thanks. That's all I gotta do, like to call in the show. Just call in later when I realize if we haven't done anything. And just... <laughs> yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna win something. I like that survey. I want to try one. A brace now. Okay. I want to try it. one. We can do it. I don't really go fast enough, but y you know, like you never know, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll get you one. Okay. What do you mean you yarded yourself last year trying that? Yeah, it came up short on a, a ten, ten foot double. Yeah. And I had brain fluid coming from Broke my nose. Helmet. Literally brain fluid. From my nose. Yeah, broke your helmet, mouth, face. How's guard. your head feel now? It's not. It's like not the same, right? No, it's never been the same. No. Uh, Dylan, you there? You've been on hold for an hour thirty-eight. Dylan. Holy crap! Hey guys. What up, bro? Hey. Uh, so, with Hurley's possibly coming over, do you think they'd be? He's not coming over. Their, 
He's not coming over. Oh, he's not? He already announced it. Not coming. Well, I'm not kept up on social media. You waited an hour and 38 thinking <laughs> Hillings was coming. He should have went on vital. I would say it's very unlikely. I still think there's a less than 5% chance. I do think there is a small chance, but I think, yeah, it's very unlikely at yeah. this point. It's over. Okay. No, oh, thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call. Uh, Will Hahn coming up here shortly. Actually, let's get Will. Can we get Will Hahn now, Marks, when you get a chance? Uh, we still got to do the Race Tech rant, the, the uh, X-Brand Goggle Terrace, BTO's tweets at Travis segment. Um... Rockstar Triple Crown talk? We should talk about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah we should touch on that. Uh, you are not going to defend your number three plate? No, I have the plate, but I'm not going to put it on. I'm not going. You just, that's it? I go it on top. Well, yeah, well, third. third top. Right. I mean, that's that's fair. Um, Hawaii Supercross, JT, the week after Vegas. Mm-hmm. May 11th. Uh, in Honolulu at the stadium where the monster trucks. Yep, where the Pro Bowl was all those years, I would guess. Yep. Um, to where University of Hawaii football Brayton's team going. Cheers is going. A Ray's going. Um, maybe going. maybe me. We're going. You're gonna You're, give me some start money for that. I'm gonna try to get new some start money. You at least can't. cover the cover the flight. Right. At least. Yeah. Uh, I see a flight. I think I'm going. I don't know. Eric Pernard is helping out putting it on. Yep. He, I, I think if we could put together the announcing team of you, me, and Weege, basically put the review pod on the mics, we'd have that place bumping. We would, yeah. we would know the rules. Yeah, we would know the rules. We're not going to declare a winner the, <laughs> of the wrong guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know who's very interested in this Hawaii Supercross is Pookie. Very uh, interested in, bet, check, like, bet, yeah. in seeing this event. You know, so I'm just – I may be out an extra ticket. Uh, she wants to know what's going on and everything it's gonna else. It's going to be so. a fun race. It's got to be, right? I would think so. Oh, I right. hope the crowd shows up. I mean, there's not going to be any big name guys there because the Nationals start the next week, yeah. but – JT, if, you should start getting ready for it. If no, Eric Pernod, you're good I'm at getting those. ready. I just, but that involves like packing. That's like as ready as I'm getting. <laughs> Buying like a flowered shirt. <laughs> a flowered shirt. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see. Think I think I need to go a weekend early, like right after, right. like Sunday morning after Vegas. Do some recon. Hit what the do they call running. those things? They're lays, right? Lays. Yeah, yeah you need yeah. a couple. Okay, of I'm going to go talk to the locals. Make sure to see how to get the temperature, the feel of the of the event. You know, for yeah. people. So, I think I, I think that's all going to work out. Yeah. Um, I feel good about it. Are they going to get enough riders? I think so. I think because they got nobody's shipping bikes. You got to bring your stuff. They got to find bikes. Well, and you're, you're going to have to get the right guys because it's the week in between Vegas and yeah. Hangtown. Right. So your your key guys like Brayton's the perfect guy. Yeah. Uh, Chad would be the perfect guy. I don't know if he'll be ready or not, yeah. and he's very expensive. Right. Those those are two, you know, uh, hurdles at this point. But Brayton says he's taking a hit in his regular appearance fee yeah to go because he's he bringing the family and it's hawaii and everything well, else taking a hit's a relative term yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but no but yeah. hey chad can you take yeah. a hit you got to get guys like seven deuce deuce and brayton uh supercross only or guys that are not going into hangtown thinking they're winning the championship yeah so i was thinking lemay i asked lemay today mm-hmm. that's a good guy to go he's doing the nationals it's but the same weekend as hangtown? No, oh we can offer yeah no. but it's so. you're not going to get any key guys there because they got to get yeah no they're getting ready right right uh daniel what's going on how are you hey so i was listening to or watching the moto spy show i hear your voice and then all of a sudden they say it's the fly show yeah what's the deal with that i don't know Uh, you have to ask jason thomas is right here daniel Uh, jason thomas is right here and, and uh i mean all these years i've been listening to pulp and max i tell my friends about pulp and max they think it's a janky radio show, and then all of a sudden I get my chance to say, 
see, there's Pulp and Max, and they call it the Flash Show. Yep. Well, here's yeah. the deal. What was this gentleman's name? This, uh, Daniel. Daniel. Uh, to get this approved and allowed, uh, there were a lot of back and forth, and you know they. I think Feld was a little nervous with Steve. He's a bit of a loose cannon. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I am not. You haven't picked up on that, Daniel. Since your concussion, you're not the same person. Ah, fuck it all. So, <laughs> not a I think, loose cannon. I think they were a little nervous about what he would say or not say in you know at a Feld event in their pits. Uh, but for again, I've been fine. Yeah, no, I absolutely, can, I've been have. fine. And I went to bat for you and put my name on it. Uh, but it's, for WPS and Fly, we're we're heavily invested in Steve. We believe in Pulp Max. We really wanted to take advantage of his talents and have him at these shows. And, and also, we knew that people would enjoy it. And we knew that we would add to a Feld event. And we knew that we would get people more involved with what we're trying to do, which is host dealers and get consumers involved with products. So to me, it was the perfect marriage of all those things. Um, but I think it would just made it easier if we called it the Fly Racing Radio Show. Bullshit. And, Okay. Uh, what I what I hear is you have no problem ripping Pulpit Max off, as long as you pay him. You're like, eh, he gets paid. No <laughs> oh, you're problem. saying on my end of things, like I'm fine with it because I'm just getting paid. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're like, ah, I'll take it. Uh, call it news. Call it news. 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 Yeah. Listen, D- Daniel. If for me, I would love to call Pulpit Max. I I mean, a lot of my yeah, life is thing. devoted to a lot of Steve's shows, so I obviously have no problem with it. I know it just smoothed over some things with getting it approved, and that was the most important thing. So I, it's like it's like I'm a, I'm Hannibal Lecter. They wheel me out with a yeah, mask on. You know, they wheel me out. Like here he is. Yeah. You have to go through extra security <laughs> yeah, when you go yeah, into the yeah, pits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, for all so. intents and purposes, everyone knows that it's a pulp and mech show. I mean, that's, thanks, thanks, Daniel. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, Vortex Racing, uh, Jake, uh, Jake, uh, Justin Barsha, uh, Aaron Plessinger, Josh Grant. They use Vortex Racing sprockets on their Monster Energy Yamahas. And uh, email Jake at vortexracing.com for a hell of a deal. V3 bars, 29% stronger than the competition. Uh, great sprockets as well. They got chains, of course. Uh, vortexracing.com, we thank them. And speaking of Yamaha, speaking of Vortex, uh, we have the plus 25 James Stewart champion, uh, James Stewart Open champion on the line. And Will Hahn, what's up, Wilbur? Excuse me, how's it going, fellas? You all right? You okay? You um, I don't know. I thought I was, but apparently not. <laughs> so, was it, so you know you know who he... Re- Will you stop with that drop? Will you stop? <laughs> no, I won't. Probably ever. You know who Wilbur beat in the plus 25 at the James Stewart Freestone Classic? Barry Carson. Greg Schnell. Honestly, a, a legend. A legend is that. Yeah. Greg Schnell. Schnell was good. Yeah. Schnell's, he's like on kind of a comeback tour right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. He did Daytona, right? right? And Wilbur... Schnell passed you early in the race. Dude, I got the whole – well, second first moto, I'll be honest, I went off the gate like the first time I ever rode my KX60. Like I'd never used a clutch before in my life. I don't even know. Like I try to help these guys with starting during the week, and I was embarrassed. And I'm like, how am I going to tell someone to start when I just almost looped out? Um, no, I mean, it was, it was cool. He blew my doors off. There was the, like the second or third turn, had about 45 ruts in it, which I haven't been doing a whole lot of riding, and I came into it pretty cautious and – he blew around the outside of me. I'm not gonna lie. Great Chanel, everybody. Yeah, but you got him back. Yeah, it felt good. I came in screaming in the next corner, and he uh, <laughs> just basically waved me by. <laughs> I would. Ha- I will have to say, I watched Wilbur ride at the 125 race at Hangtown. Yep. When was that? A year, two years ago? Maybe two years ago? Maybe. No, last year. Was it last year? Yeah. 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 He was fast. Right. He was good. 
much better than I. I mean, all of us different levels of how much riding we do anymore. Right. But I was like, damn, he's he's uh, fast. Wilbur, what about this Hawaiian Supercross? You got some some time? What 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 is it? Uh, the week after Vegas, before Hangtown. Uh, you're not going to be busy at all. Um, <laughs> nah. The only weekend off. Pernard's looking good. for some riders. Honolulu Supercross. Oh, I'm in. But I'll get fired, <laughs> but I'm in. <laughs> He's doing it. You're, you're in. I like I it. Mean, I, I'd do, I would do anything to get, like, you know, shit. I mean, a grand for, you know, to go race a race, something like that now. I mean, I used to a be grand. like, no, no chance I'd do it for He's nothing. Going for right now, He's going for a grand. He's going for a grand. Holy. One thousand yeah. dollars, everybody, <laughs> and then pay my travel. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not asking for too much. Let's just let's make the fans. That's, a, that's a I'm, I'm going to give about three laps. Do I, I mean, look, it's, it's going to be JB is going to be there, but A Ray and Chiz and Seven Deuce Deuce and these Ben Lemay and these guys or whatever. So be a podium shoe in here. I, I think Josh Hill is going. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, Josh is probably going to do a quad. I don't know what else. Something right. at least a quad. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be a good race. It'll be fun, I think. So, um, so we can count you in. Yeah, yeah. Why not? <clears throat> it seems like that that time of the year is normally pretty. Uh, yeah. You know, relaxed at the shop and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of JS Seven, at one time you and JS were pretty close, huh? Yeah, dude. It was it was actually really cool. Um, you know, he would text me up at Suzuki. I'd be riding out at Honda, and like, I mean, I've been a fan for a long time. So for me to like get a text from him is like kind of like one of those surreal things to where I'm like, well. It was like the first time Chad ever talked to me. Like I was didn't know what to think about it. And, you know, now Chad's like just a cool ass dude. And like any of these guys I look up to, you know, right. when I was young and first get to Yamaha and be around these guys and then go to the test tracks and you're still kind of like I, I don't know. I was cocky, probably like oh, I've made it. But then you like you get around those guys and stuff like that, you really realize pretty quickly that not even right. near the level you need to be at. <laughs> but no, JS7 was uh, was really cool to me in 12 and 13 and 14, and then it's yeah. um, missed the guy, dude. I never hear from him anymore. He just ghosted you like everybody else. Hard, dude. Happy birthday. Didn't even get a reply. That's, that's rough. Oh, that's rough. dude. Wow. Do you think he ever comes back and just chills out at the races and hangs out? Nah, not a chance. No. <laughs> no. Not a chance. You know, it's... And like, I mean, not that I blame him. I just, I just don't think there's... I just don't see him being the guy that's like, you know, kind of putting that. I, I think I think he could, and I think it would be cool as hell. But I don't don't see him being that guy. Look, he's not in shape, so that's one thing. But if he got in shape, I mean, he, I can train him. We can go out on e bikes. I'll train him. Yep. But if he got in shape, Wilbur, and did like straight rhythm and like some European races, like he and and then promote seven at the same time, like he and not no races, no supercars, no nationals, none of that, just straight fun shit people would pay him a lot of money oh whatever he wanted <laughs> right i mean yeah P- puerto rico designations team <laughs> oh my gosh it'd be unbelievable sign him up steve you think you can get him We're more, need more than a thousand to go to honolulu i think he i think he would go for more than a thousand more than a thousand he needs more than a thousand <laughs> to go to honolulu Tiny bit. Yeah, i'm just ready i mean i've never been to hawaii let's do this i'll do it for a grand just doing it for the trip <laughs> Yeah. Um, hey, uh, congratulations on Ferrandis' win. Uh, your team manager over there, obviously, or is Brad still team manager? Or what? And your 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 crew chief? What, what's the deal? I don't I don't know. I'm definitely not crew chief. You don't want that. Um, uh, no, I'm yeah. The team manager taking over this year. As far as that role is gone, uh, okay. obviously Brad is still heavily involved in that. Just because I'm. I mean, I'm still learning. I'll be honest. Right. Uh, you know, learning pretty rapidly. But yeah, my official role is team manager. Well, Dylan Ferrandez takes the first win in Supercross this weekend. Uh, he's second in the points. You know, he puts some, added some points to 
cut into AC's lead a little bit. Um, it's been close for a long time with Ferrandez, Will. Oh, no doubt. I mean, that's the thing is we've kind of seen it during the week and see what he's capable of and everything like that. It's just kind of more putting it together on the weekends. And uh, like he told me after the main this week, you know, like it's the first time he's led that many laps and, mm-hmm. you know, it was a really good feeling. But at the same time, it was like you get that feeling of like, oh, I'll be smart, but I really can't. I need to get going type mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. You know, AC was right there the whole time. So it's yep. trying to walk that line of push it, but don't be an idiot type of thing, I guess. Um, but I'm I'm super happy for him, obviously. You know he's on over here on his own with his with his uh, you know with Nastasia, and I think that's you know a big thing. And I'm just happy to see him. Like it, that that to me, you got to feel like that's paid off. I mean, I know yeah. there's many more to come or yep. whatever, but at yep. that point, you've got to feel pretty good about making that commitment to coming here. I'll be honest, JT Noof. When they signed him, I thought that was terrible. Really? Oh, I thought it was terrible. Why? He couldn't stay healthy in MXGPs. Yeah. He's an older guy going to 250 class, right? Mm-hmm. Where the mentality is different. How old is Dylan? Twenty. Six? Twenty seven? I, I thought he would immediately uh, no. I honestly think I think Dylan's twenty four, dude. Really? He's younger than you think. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just I thought it was a terrible sign. See, I I'm thought like, he would be immediately a contender in outdoors. Really? I didn't know how Supercross would go. Like yeah. obviously he's proven himself there, but I thought immediately he comes in and is a is a top I just, top level outdoors guy. I thought Button took Bobby Reagan for a ride. I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe you're doing this. But I, I'm wrong. I was wrong. I mean, one of the first things I've ever been wrong about. Wilbur. I saw him ride a few times at Motocross Nations. Oh yeah, and it blew he, my mind. He did I'm Monster like, Cup. Yeah, this guy yep. can ride. Yep. So I was, it was an easy one for me. Um, but no, it's been, it's been good, man. It's been really uh, something to see, and he's, and this will just give him confidence, Wilbur. You know what it's like when you got your first win and all that. This, this will be huge. No, I think that one thing about Dylan is like that I've noticed and learned about him is is the biggest thing is you never have to doubt the effort. Um, yep. Like every day training, riding, whatever, you can look at him and you know that, you know, even those seconds might have been a second, it was 100%, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. And you got to respect that. Like everything, he puts everything on the track. Um. Uh, oh, I was going to say, David Villeman, what's the what's the weirdest thing DV's done? Um. Actually, today. I can uh, go okay. ahead and it's pretty fresh on my brain and just uh, hiked the shorts up pretty high to get some vitamin D, I guess, to track today. <laughs> it's like basically like uh, wearing a Speedo, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, DV. I said at one point, you know, hey, like, uh, I'm going to put some shades on. It's pretty bright out here. Holy shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're reflecting off pretty hard. I've never seen anybody complain as much about a job than David Villeman. Like, hey, he's skinny too. Yeah, he's yeah. crazy. Skinny. Yeah, he's lost a lot of weight. Yeah. But like, DV, stop complaining about flights and and bills and paying dinner. Like, don't go, don't do it, DV. Like, he's always been he, like that. I, though. I know. I, know. I, I think that he loves it, dude. I know and he honestly, does. He's been he's been awesome to be around. Like. He's been honestly. I I feel like I've learned stuff from him this year. Like some of the stuff he would point out in between practices that he would notice on the track that I that I honestly didn't notice. Right. And you know, and I should be on top of that and and stuff like that. So like, there's been some cool things like on the headset. I can hear him chime in, and I will look at it and be like, "Shit, man, I should be noticing that stuff." <laughs> God and damn it! So, yeah, you know, it's like, well, shit, I should be paying attention. But I mean, it's just little things. Like he's you know very proactive. Uh, perfect for dylan i think they you know yeah. they have a good you know symmetry and everything like that and they i mean they just i don't know they click well yeah no all there so he would complain good. about his column for me every single week and then do a great job at it and be like i'm too busy yeah. i can't do it <laughs> no, yeah. i don't want to do it yeah. and then turn in something like right. right away on time and it was really good and you're like okay db all right got yeah. it um yeah 
It, it, no, absolutely. So, hey, Dylan was supposed to, I asked Dylan to come on the show tonight, and he said his English isn't good enough, which is bullshit. His English is good enough. I mean, it's not perfect, <laughs> but it's fine. He's really worried about it, but it's fine. I have no problem understanding uh, what he's saying. Honestly, he probably just was trying to let you down easy and realize this radio show pretty much sucks, and he doesn't want to come on here. It's fair. That's fair. Do That's you want fair. me to play that drop now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, play that drop, oh, please. okay. Yeah, play, play it now. Fuck Will Haunt. There we go. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, honestly, I'm more proud of our football battle that we've got going on the last couple of weeks now. Like, yeah. It makes me feel good. It's strong. We tr- the first we try to flip each other off as soon as the person turns around. Yep. So this weekend, like Sunday morning, 530 in the morning, I'm on the moving escalator just walking. Now Sunday here, Steve, Steve, Steve. I look over. He's just like full. Fl- <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one it right felt, there. It felt good in the middle of the airport because, you know, everyone was like, why is this guy yelling Steve, Steve, Steve? And I just flip someone off in yeah. the airport. I like, like, what the hell is going on yeah. here? I got you on the airplane like three weeks ago pretty good too when I just walked by you. <sighs> you looked right up from a seat and I was going back to my seat and I just flipped you off and just kept walking. That was great. It's honestly really rough when it's like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning and you realize that you've just gotten had and you're like, I have yeah. nothing. Yeah, like, usually, I'm, I'm, I'm fried. Usually at that time, I feel like life is already flipping me off. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just confirmation of <laughs> yeah. the day. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it sucks today. Um. Hey, let's, uh, all right, JT, Noof, I'm going to put, put you guys to a quiz here. So Uh-oh. you're a team manager. You got Nichols, Cooper, Oldenburg, and Ferrandis. Mm-hmm. They're all the same price. Okay, they're all they're all making the same amount of money. Give me the order that you're hiring them in. Oh boy. Yep. Because I knew you know why I threw that in there, JT? Because you're gonna go, well, how much is it gonna cost me? Yeah. Which well, matters. I know, but kinda matters. I'm all saying, the same I'm price? saying it all the same price. Give me the, the order that you would hire them in. I'm Ferrandis first. For future not not right now, just future. Just yeah, future Ferrandis one. You're Ferrandis? Yep. And then I have I have Cooper and Nichols basically the same. Okay. I, I I think both of them have a really bright future and high ceiling. Uh, and then I have Oldenburg behind them, but I, that's not in a negative light. No, I mean, you're yeah. talking about four great riders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a good uh, team. Yeah, I'm going Ferrandez. Probably almost the same order as you. See, I'm going Cooper. Yeah, well, I'm going Cooper second. Okay. Oldenburg, Nichols. Just on. Okay. Just to be different. All right. Yeah, I think I'll go Cooper first, but then Ferrandez next. Cooper You're going on Cooper because he's young. I think he's got a good yeah, future, man. He does. He does. I really I do. I do too. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, look at Nichols. Like this year has really been a breakout year. Yep. Like Nichols has been better than ever. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I yep. can't argue the Cooper thing. I just yep. I, I'm big on Nichols because I didn't expect him to be this good. Right. And he's been really good. Uh, Cooper for me has been a surprise of the yep. like he's been yep. really good at Supercross. I think Cooper will be a problem for guys outdoors. What yeah. do you what do you think of Cooper's outdoor skills, Wilbur? I've been hearing sleek, secretly stuff like what JT just said. Uh, I think uh, the sky's the limit for him. It's up to him, obviously, in, in the end goal, and it always is. But the skill level that he has outdoors and the kind of speed that he can wick up, like when you really tell, like challenge him to like one lap. Yep. And it, it'll he'll just do shit that you that shouldn't be okay. You know, wheelie jumps and. And I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know how it's possible. I haven't seen stuff like that since like JSM would do weirdest weird ass stuff like that where you're like, hmm, that's kind of weird. I could, yeah. that shouldn't be okay. Right. And um, no, he's got he's got an unlimited talent. It's just you know he's still learning a lot, and that's that's the crazy thing is I wouldn't say he's not old, but he's older. You know, than uh-huh. like considering that he's like a rookie in Supercross right now. Uh, to to me, he still has a lot to learn, but he's in a position to it's great. You know, he's mature. He listens and. 
Um, honestly, the sky is the limit for him. How old is he? When you say he's older, well, how old is he? 41. Mm, wow, that's old. Yeah, 74. <laughs> wow, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, he's doing really yeah, well. No, he, he has good shape. Looks real good, yeah. He has an age. Uh, no, I think, uh, I can't remember if he's 20 or 21. I should okay. probably know that. But yeah. he, anyway, he's in there. Ask you know, TV. considering that's, this is basically his rookie season in Supercross, I think yep. that's, I would consider that older. You know what I mean? I'm not in a negative, but. Right. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's 21, according to Travis Martin. To me, he's deceiving okay. fast because I never notice him. Like, and that's on me, I guess. But I don't yeah. notice him in practice. He doesn't flash. Like, I'm like, holy shit, did you see right. Cooper right there? Right. But then I look at the board, and I'm like, damn it, he's fastest yeah. again, especially yeah. outdoors last year. I was yeah. like, yep, there he is again. Yep. And I, I probably just need to pay more attention, but um, he's, he's good. It's, it's cool. It's cool well, that's the thing is he doesn't, it doesn't look crazy when he's doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, unless, you're, unless obviously you're paying, like, really close attention to little things. But, like, you know, he doesn't, I guess – scrub super gnarly or like he's not throwing whips or anything like that that would make you like oh shit that's you know that's cool but no it's um it's, i mean obviously i'm a little bit biased because he lives with me and like he's kind of my little brother and stuff so it, it's amazing you drag all these guys down and they're still doing that well will <laughs> it's amazing i know i know i you know what i mean i hate to even it's tough man it's tough to to try and surround them with my negativity and obviously i'm just a shitty person so it's right. you know so um I got a couple of serious things to talk to you about. Before then, though, JT has a question. I don't, I'm not ready for your serious shit, dude. Okay. I, I know it's going right. to happen. You're going to call me out on something. I'll have to say something I don't want to say. No, JT has a question for you about your social media. Uh, okay. I don't know. I have a serious question. Uh, no, I, I have serious questions. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, I think Steve, was, I mentioned earlier to Steve that every person I think I've ever looked at their Twitter profile, it says followed by Will Hahn. Like, I, don't, I have never looked at how many people you actually follow. But it's got to be a lot. I don't think I've ever looked at anybody. And it's, uh, you know what? On Twitter, I do follow a shitload of people. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. And just something I, I noticed earlier. Yeah, no, I don't. Now that I think about it, cause I, I think I actually cleaned my Instagram up because I was like, man, what am I doing? Like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> but Twitter, Twitter, I just go hard on, dude. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, now I don't hardly use it, so I'll catch up a little bit here and there on it. But, now, yeah, it's it's game over for me on that. I don't, I don't know. I, I did go really hard on following people, though. Nine hundred and thirty-six. Wow. So, so you don't. So, do you follow people that you don't know? Yeah, one hundred percent. And do <laughs> yeah. you follow hot chicks that you don't know? Most likely, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Were those the serious questions you had? No, no. I just. I, I don't. <laughs> How serious are you going here? I. I'm I don't, nervous now. I don't follow um, people I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I don't. Yeah. Either. I mean, yeah. teach their own. I. Yeah. I saw some guy the other day that followed like a hundred thousand people. Well, you do that to get that's followers. A, that's right? out of line. Yeah, that's out of line. <laughs> yeah, you, you, and, you. I know. mean, how do you keep up with it? You open your timeline, and it's just it's. Bam, you missed miss one point four million tweets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's over. Take you all day to catch up. <laughs> um, my serious question, though, is: Look, Shane McElrath, he's probably not going to ride till after Vegas, and it's probably related to the fact that he's going to point out. You can't. Oh, why would you say that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't be that. It can't be that. He's got to be seriously hurt. I, it's bullshit, Wilbur. You guys, are, you guys are dicks. It's bullshit. And and you and you stayed in the class a long time, but obviously you got hurt. You never never you know took a dive to stay in it. Um, that I know. No, of. we brought this up this weekend. Do you realize? I think I, I think, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I had 32 starts in Supercross on TTS. It's not like I was out there for Martin Davila's start. No, no. You just you were in the class, but you you got hurt a lot, so you didn't make yeah. a lot of star, uh, years. Yeah, starts. Yeah, but, and that's what's funny is, like, I find that always funny when people, like, because I, I, I brought it this weekend. I'm like, what the hell, dude? It's such bullshit. They're like, well, you were in there for six years or whatever. 
I'm like, yeah, I had 30 some starts. Yeah. Not really that impressive. Uh, it was same as Osborne. Osborne, people bring up Osborne. I'm like, he, he was in Europe. He, he, he has like. Yeah, he was gone for a couple He years. had 30 some starts, you know? I think I had so. 31. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. And the little, little bikes. That's really not that many when you think about it. No. You know what I mean? Well, I, listen, I don't. I know McElrath's a friend of yours, and Keith's a friend of ours, and all of that. But it's bullshit, man. But there was a year I did all of them too. I had like fifteen in one year. <laughs> <laughs> you were double classing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's bullshit, Wilbur. Uh, I mean, I don't. He's it's not, tough he, because he's not saying anything. The, no, it's the unbiased side of me is like. Mm. I mean, I wish I could have stayed back a year. Like, I wish that in 14 I could have run a 250F in another year. And I think I believe my career would have lasted a little bit longer. I think I would have matured a little bit more. Right. Maybe won, maybe won a couple more races and kind of got my feet wet and had that little bit of confidence, you know. Um, but at the same time, I mean, something's just got to change in a sense that to where, I mean, because how can you ever prove that someone's not hurt? Like, that's always going to be argued. Yeah, I know. No, I'm sure. I'm sure he has some sort of small injury. I have no doubt. But I have no doubt it's not going to. It's going to keep him out until, uh, you know. No. No, I mean I'm I'd be put willing to put money on it that they train today. Right. But thank I mean, you. Hey, thank whatever. You. And, and so, I I don't know. To me, it just um, something's going to change regardless. And I'm not saying that in that position, you know, that I wouldn't do the same thing. Right. I just. I just. Like I said, my, my unbiased side of it to me, it is well, pretty lame that we even have to do that. I agree. Let's let's change it up. We shouldn't even. I don't understand how KTM and Troy Lee like they're just paying Shane to not race, and and that's fine and no problem because he's going to race next year. He's going to miss almost half the series because of this rule. Like that's not right. No, and that that that's the bottom line. Is like I think that something regardless, like we shouldn't have to be worrying about this kind of stuff. Right. Well, it's not good and, for racing. I, it's not good for the series that this is happening. Well, yeah. no. Yeah. No, and, and no, look, that's one more contender out, you know? And I realize this is taking it a bit far because Shane is a great guy, but he probably doesn't have a big fan base. But there are Shane McElrath fans out there. There Absolutely. are people that are invested yeah. in Shane's well-being. Totally. He's a local hero, you know, and all of that. Those fans are just like, oh, I'm fucked. My favorite rider isn't riding. Like, yeah. I, he's not riding. He won't be out there. tune in on Saturday I, night. I'm not yeah. going to – I realize it's a bit much, but Maybe. you know, but but that's the same. But it's a little bit of truth. Like I, I don't care. My Rackerout's not riding. What do I care? Like yeah. I, you know, do you want that for the sport? Is that a good thing for the sport? No. Hell no. No. You know. So I don't know. I just yeah. No, I mean, and like I said, I I, I really like Shane. He's a really good. He's dude a great dude. Everything. Yes. Yeah, and one of the best in the paddock, and I think that uh, I don't know. Like I said, if I was in his shoes, I'm not saying I would do the exact same thing, but I. I do I feel that it's right? That uh, I feel like it's right that we have to do that? No. Right. I, I don't know. I either. Let's make the class wide open. Just you can stay there for as long as you want. No problems. You guys are dicks. The guy has a back injury. Oh, okay. He couldn't race. Okay. And it's TBA on whether he will moving forward. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> he he hurt his back in Atlanta and then raced 450 main event in Daytona, Daytona. the <laughs> roughest track of the year. Yeah. Like I said, you guys are dicks. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Great. Uh, yeah. I mean, the racing Daytona on a 250F. I'm sure he was fine. Well, he could have re-injured it, Steve. All right. I don't know. I, I just I, I don't like it. I don't like the optics of it for anybody for no, the sport. For, I for, get it. For I, TLD, it's pretty, for, it's pretty for, transparent. Yeah. So I don't know, Wilbur. I blame you. That's fine. That's fine. We should have. Uh, could we cold call Tyler Keith and just 
Just call him <laughs> just out. Just blast him out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I talked to Tyler today. He called me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Did I talked to him. Did you bring it up? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and he had a very, very elaborate story mm-hmm. on, on Shane's injury. Yep. Many details. Many details. He did a great job right. of all of that. Yeah. But then we started talking about the rule immediately mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. So, I don't know, Wilbur. Well, maybe it's real. I mean, I, I mean, you, you yeah. think the well, story's not. Maybe. I do think he has some sort of injury. Maybe Casper the Ghost is real. <laughs> friendly, too. He's friendly. <laughs> um, hey, Wilbur, so uh, Triple Crown this weekend, you like them or you don't like them? How are they? How do you feel about them as a manager? Uh, I love watching them. Uh, just because it's exciting normally because it's, it's short enough to be somewhat of a sprint but long enough that you have hope if you don't get the whole shot. But uh, uh-huh. I, I don't know, man. I'm so mixed on it. If I was racing, I think I would hate it. Three, I, three gate uh, drops, man. That's, what I get, drops. that's what I get from the racers. If I, I don't like it as a racer, but I like it as a fan. Yeah, it's more risky. Well, honestly, though, like – Again, in Detroit, we talked about it. They did – how many laps did he do in Detroit, JT? 17? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was 16, 17. 16 or 17, yeah. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So, as a racer, I'm putting my hand up and going, hey, I'm doing three main events mm-hmm. for the same purse money and the same bonus money. Well, that yeah. was Chad's argument, right? Yeah, like, yes. I just and, raced three main events. And Eli, Eli brought it up to me, too. And I agree. Like – you, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, but there's no. I mean, it doesn't say in your license when you sign up like you're only doing 21 minutes for this. Person, no, I right? know, I know, but there should be more reward for more work. Yeah, I don't think Feld's no? not making any more money on a triple crown than they are well, normal. I, I don't know teams or somebody. Will Will needs to reach in his pocket. Somebody's got to pay these guys. I don't have any money, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, clearly, he's looking for a grand to go to yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, clearly, clearly, you're struggling. I would think so. Listen to me. Uh, what else, Wilbur? How about that crash, man? We lost Chad for the season. Brayton said he's maybe back for the last two. Dude, yeah. I'm bummed. I'm bummed for Chad in so many reasons, because or so many ways, just because I feel like he was coming alive, like getting some strides. Like in practice, I was watching him, and I was like, the only guy on the track basically knows how to hit whoops. Yeah, he Why did is that? Uh, Bowers. Yeah, Bowers. Bowers. Roxon. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was other guys. I get it. But oh, Chris Blose? Hey, Chris, yeah. Chris Blose, Wilbur. Yeah, yeah he was good. Dude, <laughs> dude, he had one save, though, that was, like, tremendous. Oh, I don't think like, I saw he that. He came in and skipped one and rode. He double-tapped two or three whoops with the front wheel. <laughs> and, and he's strong enough or he was just like, oh, hanging on, <laughs> like, just. No, he, the whoops, I actually heard the whoops go ouch. <laughs> <laughs> when he did it, it was um, it was phenomenal. But no, like I I was watching the loops all day, and like that really, you could almost tell when a guy like you wouldn't tell like okay he's getting that third place time, but you could tell when they were going to get on the board. Yeah, I'm like oh this guy's going on the board yeah, right now. Yeah, like, just, yeah, just from the loops, purely yeah. like you could basically double the rest of the track yeah. and be okay. Yeah, Bowers was uh, killing it too. He was. Yeah. Yes, he was. He was un- unbelievable in him. Uh, Rocks, Sealy was good in him. Roxon was good in him. Dino was really good in him mm-hmm. too. Yep. Um, you know, the two DF guys were pretty hit and miss. I think just a little bit of power there would help because they were so long and then they kind of went uphill. I think it was Blos' race uh, tech suspension myself. Dude, I, I will go ahead and say that the arena cross death whoops went ahead and just taught him everything he needed to know for those. <laughs> I actually thought Dakotas was good in the whoops, too, he for was. being a short guy. He was. He was good yep. in the whoops. Yeah, he, like, he, he stuck out in my he, mind. No, he has been, and he's been good for the last couple of years. I remember Oakland a couple of years ago. 
uh, there was a pretty hard set, and he was really good in right. those too. You know, for especially for yeah. a little guy, like he's he's really good in the lose. I just I don't want to lose Brayton and Chad. I mean, it makes it easier no, for A Ray to get in the main event now. But <laughs> Brayton's coming back. Two last year. Yeah. I, I can't pick A Ray in my fantasy anymore, dude. I, I want to be in the group text so bad because I am snapping on the. You weekend. can't. Like, you I, can't be in. What's when your dog tries I, to commit suicide? Things are not going well. <laughs> for A Ray, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? A Ray's dog jumped out of the truck. I guess at a stoplight. Yep. And JT oh, thinks it's committed oh, suicide because of A-Ray's recent results. <laughs> but, Wilbur, well, it's possible. how'd you do in Felt Pulp Mix Fantasy this weekend? I don't want to talk about it, dude. It's embarrassing. Like, So <laughs> I'm in the, the industry idiots, and then I, I, we have like 10 or 12 of us that's local, like in my neighborhood, and then like their family and friends and a couple of my friends. And I was like starting to make a run at the lead for that for that one. Like, like There's 10 or 12 of us, so it's not yep. that impressive. But I was right. starting to make a run on it. And now I just drop two positions every weekend. Like now I'm like barely in the main event. Did you have Colin Duran? That was going to be my question. I did, and I was my fault. To snap, I, 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 so he gets the red flag, and I'm like, we're back, we're back in. <laughs> gets the start. I'm watching the LCQ at the truck, and I am like, yes. And I even told the team, I'm like, I'm back, I'm back in fantasy. It's back. <laughs> and then. He, I don't know what happened. Whole shot device. Problem no, whole shot device got stuck down or something. Noof was my Duran expert because Noof races against the guy. And Noof assured yeah. me we were good to go. I'm telling you. We were oh, good I to felt, go. I felt confident. I watched him in practice and he I'm like, good. Oh, Duran, Duran is, is my, is my uh, ticket. He's my dark horse tonight. Right, yeah. I'm like, this is, this is going to be where I crush everybody in fantasy this weekend because no one's going to pick him. No, I'm he, like, this is this is him, and then yeah. Hey, just, twenty. Yeah. You know, he had a twenty-three percent pick trend, which is good and high. And yeah, Mark's had high. him. I had him. Noof had him. The call. We called him earlier. We called him. Will. Oh really? And we said, look, dude, you really let us all down. He goes, I let myself down the most, and now we feel <laughs> like dicks. Yeah, you should feel like dicks. I, I, I often feel like a dick when I'm like cussing at a guy that's crashing the LCQ like he <laughs> oh, wants to. Yeah. JT Will Will's got the bug. Like he, he told me, like uh, one of the races, he came out to walk out for the main, and he was he was going on. I don't yeah. remember who it was. Will said he almost He's threw like, his Whoa. phone at the guy. He wanted to throw his phone at the yeah. rider. Will standing at the exit yeah. of the track with his hands up, like what right. the hell, right. man? And then and then Ralph's like, Will Hahn must be looking at him for a ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've said I've said potential things prospect. That yeah. I regret. I mean, uh, unforgivable things at times about fantasy. Oh. I think it was like Anaheim too. I walked out and Baggett had a had a he must have had a tough block stuck in his rear wheel, and I was like, "That's it, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> My night's done." You know, I think about him. You know what I mean? It's just like, dude, yeah. what are you doing, dude? It's pretty bad. We, we can put you in a group, like because one of our groups is is all of us talking about the site and and handicaps and things like that. We probably can't put you in that one. But we can put we can start another one, you know, and you can make fun of Parabinos, who is absolutely losing his mind right now. Oh, he's absolutely he's not losing in a good it. place. No, he is not in a good place. He's in fantasy. England, but he's yeah. he's not yeah. in a good place yeah. mentally. Right, right. And and like this weekend, I was just like, I quit. Like I was like, I think I might quit. I think I might just give up. <laughs> Mark's over there, builds a damn site, controls the whole site. He's doing the worst out of all of us, and his attitude couldn't be any better. Like Marks, you're not upset. You're no, like, that's not true. No, I get I get very angry. You seem on the text like you're okay. Yeah, I, sometimes I wonder if you read them all. There have been a few times that I've. I mean, not Paul. Been, Paul is just happy. all caps. Fuck whoever rider. <laughs> yeah, like that's what Deuce Paul, Deuce made the main, and I was I was I was not even happy for him at the time. I was I very was, angry because I, I didn't was, have him. I was very excited. 
J- JT had him, and I think JT cheated. JT, what? hey, hey, <laughs> Will, two weeks ago, Ryan Brees is 33rd in qualifying, okay? 33rd. JT picks him, and he makes the main, and then he's like, yep, I just I just had a I feeling. Just had a feeling. Yeah. Really, it was, it was his time. Yeah, thirty third. That was yeah. Good, good work. His time. Good fucking work. <laughs> God, barely yeah, made the night show, but JT knew it. Yeah, it yeah, was, it yeah. was his time. Yeah, yep. It was only a matter dude, of time. It fools you, dude. It fools you because I'll pick a guy that's like solid sixteenth, where it's like you almost can't mess up. You're probably gonna get out of the heat. Race. Yeah, Jurin, sixteenth. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, and they just they not even close. The thing is, like, you I can't. Can like I said this earlier, yeah. you can't. Focus on the lap times too much. Noof, Noof says he falls for the lap times. Like I'm a lap time, like <laughs> they suck me in. Dude, I'm trying everything every weekend. Like I, I listen to the pod, the fantasy podcast. Like in the mornings, driving to work, I'm like listening to that. Going, okay, these guys know what they're talking about. They're doing better than me. Like I've got to listen, and then I'll, I'll focus on the weekend, and I'll even look what you guys picked. So at first, I was just winging it, and I was doing better than I am now. Like I was yeah. like, yeah, this guy sounds about right. This sounds about right. And I start listening to it. I get worse, and then I go back to like, okay, I'm going to kind of wing it again. Yeah. I'm going to go against what they're picking because I go to what they're picking, and then it's not good. Right. And then I listen to the podcast. It's like, you got to pick first lap leaders, and now I think I'm over that now because I haven't gotten one right. Yeah, I don't do that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm over it now because I think this week can – Triple crown. Triple crown. Do triple crown, first lap leaders. And yeah, I did that for sure in Atlanta because I was like, well, I'm bound to get one of these right. Right. And and and, and Forkner has been a gold lock on the gold ta- yeah, gold lock yeah. on the East, but um. yeah, dude, I, I think I got 150 points this weekend. I was just like, I quit. It's not good. 150 yeah, is not, not good. good. No. Well, I've done so nah. shady the last two weekends. I might as well just pick four all stars and would have been right. safer bet. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, but I'm gonna start picking guys that qualify 33rd. Yeah, 25 to 33rd. That's where you got to go. Yeah, uh, Will, your average is 196. <laughs> Marks just said. That's really not. That's, That's not really great. not that good. No, no, it's You're not. Right. No. You're right. <laughs> we'll put you on our group text and we can, well, 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 maybe we can give some star stuff, like star tips, like how's your, you know, and everything else. But I did get my, I did get my um, hundred bucks back for one of the races. I don't, I think it was San Diego. I must've got super lucky. There you go. Yeah. You got third, you got third. I think it's 50 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. But either way, I thought um, about it. I was like pretty pumped on that. Noof, you, uh, you have any Will Haunt stories? Did you guys ever run into each other? Uh, well, I know I know Tommy quite well. Oh, okay. So I spent lots of time in uh, at Oak Hill in Texas. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. Training oh. a former Manitoba guy. Ryan. Oh, Ryan Miller. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't work out. No, it didn't. But uh, yeah, I had a few <laughs> drinks with uh, Will after Vegas right. when he won the championship. Oh, okay. So right. I was there. I wasn't sure if you raced at some point. No. Possibly more than a few. Possibly, possibly I don't, like I don't quite remember a few. Too much of that night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, never raced. No, never okay. raced against right. Will. No. Yeah. Did you see that I was winning for a minute during the two fifty main? No. I was first. You were I first. Was first place. Yeah. Uh, well, like at everybody. I got a tweet from a guy that said he was the first too. So maybe a tie or something. I yeah, I'm sure there was. Yeah, more than I specifically one. I remember a tweet. The guy said, "Look at this. My life will never." I screenshotted be, it. I have it. My life will never be better than right now. The guy's tweet said yeah. or something, <laughs> yeah. and he was number one. <laughs> He's not even watching the race. He's just no. watching. The I screen. had 182 points in the 250 class. Wow. Which, was about, all, which is about well, uh, Newf had. There's an angry night. guy. 193. <laughs> there's an angry guy on Twitter. He said, "Hey, I I went out. I had shitty service. I walked a mile to get better service to change my picks from Josh Grant to Alessi." And I have a screenshot to save it, but it didn't. My, I didn't get points for Alessi. I got was the thing spinning like my Italian <laughs> d- debacle? He goes, "Can you change it?" And I'm like, "No." Like, you could screenshot eight different teams, and whatever one works best. Yeah, send it, send it, to it you. in. Yeah. 
Yeah, if his team has Austin Root on it next week, <laughs> we're, we have a problem. So Marks had just never saved because he had shitty service. Yeah, and and I'm sure it probably didn't even look like it was trying to save because his service was probably that bad. There is a little spinning circle, yeah, like JT but, said. But but like. I'm that's sorry for that guy, circles, but we devil. cannot just go off a screenshot yeah. of a great team. Like, unless you send you a screenshot. Yeah. Unless you see the thing that says it's saved, it, you, you're, it's not actually Cause, saved. Because you said, Marks, the server never got anything no, from him. Yeah, there was nothing on the server right. that it even tried. Right. So he was pissed. Oh, he's mad. Just give him his money back and say beat it. I, I mean, I guess. I, I'm sorry, guy. You admit you had no service. <laughs> you didn't see the save team button. Sorry, bro. So, I don't know. Wilbur. These people. I mean, I... Honestly, I didn't pick Jaron or Josh Grant this weekend, so I'd like to get mine changed in that spot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Grant was worse than I thought. Like I, I uh, Rusty. Yeah, Rusty, man. Yeah. Uh, he was he was my lead pipe block of the week. He would have been fine if it wasn't for the whoops. Yeah, he would have been fine. Qualified right. easy. I don't think he would have gone that well for right. twenty eight laps or whatever they did. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, he would have made it easy. Right. Um, all right, Wilbur. Um, thanks for coming on. Good luck in fantasy. Good luck with your team this weekend. Nichols is fine. He's going to be okay. Yeah, we'll be all right. I mean, he's pretty banged up. I'm not going to deny that. Like, yeah. He's pretty dang sore, and uh, the handlebar hit him pretty good, like right in the groin. So, you mean uh, you mean nuts or groin? No, no groin. Okay. I mean, it was, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no problem. Um, uh, uh, yeah. All right, buddy. Well, hey, thanks for the time. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Will Hahn. Email Jake at vortexracing.com. Get the same sprockets that Monster Yamaha uses with uh, Josh and Gray. us, dude. You got to start mentioning us too. We 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 run Vortex sprockets too. I didn't know this. Uh, and Star Racing as well. Vortex Racing. Yeah, absolutely. Dylan Ferrandez uses Vortex. Put that in your notes. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, every, t- every time you know, me and Alison are making, I'm like, well, so do we, dude. Like, hit us up. Hey, Will, how do you how do you refer to the team in your everyday talk? Because I, I say Star all the time, and I, I know I shouldn't. What do you what do you guys call it? Do you Monster Yamaloob Star? I, I mean, the, the official the official team name is Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha. Okay. But I mean, I say I say Star. I say Star. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, it's it's I think it's like any team. Like PC is going to be PC. FC is going to be FC. Yeah. We're yeah. Star. It's you interesting. I mean? like, it's interesting. Like RCH did a bad job of branding because everybody just called it RCH. Yep. And but and people call Forrest Butler's team BTO still. Yeah. yeah. Like they, if, and that's the opposite. No, that's right. Forrest is such a good job of as. of getting the Butler brothers name away from the team. That it was now called well, it the just old takes sponsor. Time. It takes time, though. Yeah, you know, yep. and and the same branding he did for BTO, he will do for Rocky Mountain. Just takes time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right, Wilbur, thanks, buddy. Appreciate the time, and uh, we'll see you this weekend in Houston. Yeah, no, all right. I hope not, but sounds good. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, <laughs> Will Hahn, everybody. Uh, before we go to commercial break, we got the news uh, just as the show started that uh, Justin Brayton will be out for a number of races, and the Bullfrog Honda Great. MCR team will will be pulling in. Ben LeMay, and to talk about that and a little bit more is uh, team owner Mike Genova. Genova, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Short notice. Uh, so, bad news. JB's hurt. He'll be out for three races, um, or at least three races, but you got Ben LeMay. What was the decision behind that? Well, you know, uh, yeah, we, we got to go... <laughs> Running out of bodies. Um, <laughs> Nobody yeah. left, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's ironic. You know, I had the conversation with Tony earlier in the year before we started. I said, hey, we have been really fortunate about it from injury. And I said, you know, you know, there's a lot of analogies to it of like, you know, what goes around comes around or whatever, you know. And I'm like, we're probably a little due. So we better get three guys. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It looks like we need like seven or eight. Yeah, keep um, loading them up, man. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. Ben riding a Honda, it's an, it's an, and able to do it. It's a, it's a natural transition, I guess, right? As opposed to pulling somebody off another brand. You know, I don't think we really have to have another rider. Um, we, okay. we literally, um, you know, um, so Saturday night, um, you and I talked for a little bit, and I said, I, I sent the truck to California. I said, park it. And I was out of emotion. Uh-huh. Um, and I try not to do business per se out of emotion, but it was an emotional position. I'm like, just, we're done. We don't have, you know, and, and then um, starting last night and early this morning, I'm like, that's not fair to just whatever our guys our sponsors uh-huh. honda the list goes on it's not who we are and i said you know what we got to go racing so i called michael lessie who thought he was he was like good i'm done i'm done, I'm done. I'm like, <laughs> that was on saturday and i'm like bad news and so um yeah so we started thinking about it it was just a natural um decision for us i know ben a little bit ben's always been respectful yeah, um, he, he worked for us a little bit in the, v, the DV days in one or excuse me, eleven, mm-hmm. and so it was natural. And you know, I've been watching Ben just because I like Ben, and mm-hmm. he's just doing pretty good. And and um, so we like him, and thought, well, hey, you want to come and help us out and put put the brand on uh, on the track? And he was ecstatic for the opportunity, and and. Um, you know, he, he was very, I, and I asked him specifically, I'm like, what is it that you really want to come and do? And he goes, I want to ride a bike that's either factory or damn near. And I'm like, well, come on over. We mm-hmm. got one. So um, that was it. Um, and here we go. Um, yeah, I like it. I like the move. And Ben, Ben's a good people. He's a veteran guy. He's been around for a long time. And, uh, you know, he'll he'll do well for you. And he had his, I think he's close to the season best this weekend. So, um, yeah, he 14th was, was close to his season best. So, yeah, it'll be a great chance for him and, and good for you guys, you know, to have another bike out on the track. Now, Mike is going to go. How many more is Mike going to go? Well. <laughs> He's doing the whole series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah kind He's of. There. You know, we argue about it back and forth. And, I, I, you know, I try to sound like I know what in the hell I'm talking about, but I guess I've been around it enough now that I'm starting to get a good, you know, they, Mike's all about like, well, if I keep riding, I'm not going to have any time to do, you know, train for outdoors. Mm-hmm. And I keep looking at him going, what better training is 30 minutes uh, in the main and a full day of, 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 of wrestling with the gladiators, if you will, sure. on Saturday and, and then getting a full week. And, and JT, you can really relate to this, especially as you get a little older. Yep. Uh, these guys don't get enough downtime. And mm-hmm. I think that they, you know, kind of like a weightlifter, they, they tear the muscle down, but I don't ever think they get a chance to really, really relax it. And Mike's been talking about how good he's starting to feel because he's getting in shape, yeah. if you will, race shape. But he also is feeling good because he's given it almost, you know, like a full week of not doing much but resting. And he'll ride a little bit on Wednesday or whatever he's doing and a little bit on press day. And he's all about, like, I got to go get uh, you know, trained up for Canadian outdoors. And I'm like, uh, can you ride two 30-minute motors right now? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I've think you're getting a lot of conditioning over the next five races um locking bars with the guys on saturday night in the toughest class in the world you know and mm-hmm. you know and uh, you guys all know it's like there's nothing like gate drops and grit in your teeth and and um you know uh, yeah i agree i think it's good for mike to be racing i think yeah. the last couple of years in canada what, what, which the season starts june 1st 
Uh, right? yeah, yeah, well, the last week, yeah, yeah. June 1st. He's fine. Yeah. He's got oh, tons he's got of time. time. Yeah. But I think this is good for Mike to be getting gate drops in, just like Mike said. And, yep. I mean, the last couple of years, you know, maybe Canada hasn't gone awesome for Mike, but he's probably done less riding and racing. Mm-hmm. Than he ever has. Like when he was growing up and young guy, he was racing all the time. Yeah. This and that. I think this is great for yeah. Mike. I'm saying do the whole series, man. Be be race ready and when he's you come getting in. better. Yo, for and sure, he's getting better. Oh, he looks so, good. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, he's got lots of time to get ready for Calgary. So, Mike. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, our, my position, and not to interrupt you, yeah. my position is you like you pounded out in high intensity supercross, locking bars, gate drops, all that sure. stuff, and and you can't replicate that on the practice track. No. And then you take two weeks or whatever it is um, after your trip, to, uh, your vacation in Hawaii, um, and and uh, come on over and pound it out for a couple weeks, and yeah. and don't don't. Oh, I'm a, I'm I I kind of again I'm not. Necessarily, I guess qualified, if you will, but I don't live in the world of more is better per se. I think these guys now Mike's a little bit different; he's been off the bike a little bit. But you know, the guys that are doing it a lot, I don't believe in the more is better. I think smart is better personally. But mm-hmm. what do I know? So, uh, um, so is Ben only re- if J- JB comes back and he announced on his Instagram that he hopes to be back for the last two? Uh, will Ben? If Ben's deal is only till Justin gets back. Is that do we know that or no? You know we started as a three man team and there's nothing precluding us from ending okay. as a three right, man cool. team. Okay, and why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, no, absolutely. Why not? I, I agree. I so. mean, we have the motorcycles, the trucks there, right? I mean, we only pay these guys about thirty thousand a weekend. No, jeez, no <laughs> jeez. Yeah, no problem for for you guys <laughs> at all. Warm up, baby. Yeah, absolutely. No, it. Uh, yeah, if you're going to get hit with injuries, I mean, and, and you guys, like you said, you certainly have lost your three original riders. Uh, um, you know, you've done a pretty good job trying to fill it in and, and, and working that out. So um, it's the best best of a bad situation, I suppose. Uh, LeMay's been good. Mike Alessi's been good. And it'll work out. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess what other option do we have? So right. uh, JB is pushing me hard that he wants to try to come back for um, New York mm-hmm. and Vegas. Because he still he's done all the math, um, <laughs> and he thinks he can point out yeah. ten or better. This is how calculated the guy is. He's already got plans for talking to Feld and 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 about being in the booth. Um, oh wow! Yeah, and and so on and so on. It's just you know those of us that know JB, they, you know that's part of the respect we have for him. Is yep. he's a, he's a calculated operator and. Usually in a very very good light way. Yeah, it'll uh, that'll be good. That'll be interesting. Before we let you go, Mike, uh, we're up against the clock here. We got to get some things squeezed sure, in. Sure. What uh, what's going on with my hot tub? What are we doing? Are we still are we still <laughs> negotiating terms of my hot tub? Well, I'm trying to think of ways that you can earn it from me. So what <laughs> what thoughts of and ways on how you can provide value to my program? I got all the value can you do for me. It's a two way street always. Yeah. In hot water, because the hot water you are usually in is not <laughs> He's good at that. It's not the good hot yeah, water. He's good at that. Yeah, I want to get in the good hot water, not yeah. the bad hot water. We're trying so to – You think you it know? over. You think it over. Okay. Maybe next week or a couple weeks from now, you can let me know, and we'll let the rest of the world know okay. about what it is, what value you bring to my table to me that makes me want to help you. I just want to get those massager jets on the back. They seem so good. I think that would be really cool. 
So yeah, um, no, there's, right. we'd like to get everybody in a bullfrog hot tub. But it's just uh, you know, it's always about economics. But uh, we'll work it out. Figure some out. This yeah. has been a, this yeah. has been a weekly deal. Uh, <laughs> I know the guys that there are really excited. They're asking me for hot tub updates. My wife is asking me. We're going to work this deal out. There's a deal to be made here somewhere. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's there coming. is a pot of gold at the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, exciting things coming for the uh, Bullfrog Honda MCR team this week. Ben LeMay stepping in and uh, and more things coming down the road that we'll probably touch about uh, in, a, in, a, in another time, Mike, uh, shortly. So I'm um, looking forward to talking All about right. that. So thanks, Guys, man. Thank, thank you for letting us come on and just kind of share with what's going on no worries thank you okay thanks take care thanks Bye. that's mike Genova, everybody team owner mcr bullfrog he texted me asked me to come on and talk about lemay so i always have time for that guy the the amount of money and effort he puts into a sport with very little if any return yep uh yeah he he can have my time anytime uh intense bicycles also on board with us by the way pulpamex 10 is the code to save with intense bicycles uh taser financing uh zero percent for a year on approved credit for the folks that are intense uh i absolutely love my taser it's been fantastic so e-bike life everybody uh and i think they said they sold six or eight bikes already using the code so if you're in the market for a mountain bike uh either e-bike or a regular one use the uh pulpamex 10 code at intensecycles.com maxima racing oils new to use maxima no you should i know you really should because eli uses it and wins and monster energy <laughs> if i circuit. call in can i get a package like you know you yeah. give them away yeah we can do I'm that call in then okay just so call in during the, the commercial break because yeah. we haven't given anything away so i know i know <laughs> i'm gonna be the first have caller you, have you gone riding with any of these purchasers yet uh no i said if you buy i don't want to go riding with any of you but if you buy a intense bicycle Kiefer and i will go riding with you in socal or up here in vegas if you use the code to buy an intense bicycle i've said that on twitter nobody's hit you up yet. no one has hit me up yet i know we've used the code if you want to go riding with me and Kiefer. And Michael Lindsay said he would go too, so maybe if Michael Lindsay and he Kiefer, can do all the talking, <laughs> exactly <laughs> they can he can talk. I'll just hang back. Yeah, but uh, I will take you out on a trailhead and see what you guys got on on my taser. How so, was it today? It was fantastic. It was yeah, great. Real good. Nah, I was not feeling it. I no. wasn't feeling it. I was. It was hot. You should have went after you had that pizza. Oh, that would have been, been, been great. You just had no energy. Uh, MaximaUSA.com for more information. Uh, voted year by year, number one oil year after year. Uh, MaximaUSA, SC, SC1, fantastic. Now available in a spray bottle for the mountain bike guys as well. So uh, it's absolutely fantastic company. And uh, whether it's the transmission oil, whether it's the motor oil, whether it's the filter oil, whether it's the grease, whether it's the SC1 uh, or the uh, MPPL, whatever it is, MaximaUSA has got you covered. I love this stuff. been using it for as long as I've been racing, I think. So... MaximumUSA.com. Uh, we're going to take a commercial break. Run back. We've got some segments to go through. Uh, we're going to talk about myself going to go for Dunes, possibly. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about Race Tech Rant, X Brand Goggle Tear Offs. Did we get those from that guy? We're good there. BTOSports.com. Tweet it. Travis segment and uh, much more. Stick around. We'll be right back after this, everybody. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade. Due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices, from motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen 
I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. FlyRacing.com, they make much more than just moto gear, mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts. They've got it. FlyRacing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum competence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. 
Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JDR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is a code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, 
Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati. Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lampson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with the Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com.
Welcome back, everybody. Paul Metro is better at BTOSports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Ryan the Noof. Lockhart in studio. JT is just gone. We don't know where he's Good at. Good thing I stuck it out with you, Steve. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. You've no always worries. been there for me. Hashtag I'm like, buddies. Yep. I'm like that asshole. Yeah. Uh, BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Uh, Vortex Racing. Roost MX. Vertex Pistons. X Brand Goggles. EVS Sports. Michelin Starcross 5. Firepower Batteries and Chains. Maxima USA. Pro Filter. FMF. You use FMF? Uh, no. You did? I did, yeah. I don't even I don't even know what I use. I ride a stock bike, bone stock. I saw you had a stock muffler on your car. I know. It's, it's like eight feet long, I think. And like 30 pounds. Uh, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace. Uh, again, Pulpamex code to save at atlasbrace.com. We've got a custom uh, Pulpamex graphics even now. So that's what you can, anybody can get those. They just mention it, right? Uh, How, what do we do with that? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. We'll do it for you, Steve. All right. Works Connection. Love the guys at Works Connection. Uh, and uh, they've been a big part of um, what we're doing and what we've got going on in the future. Uh, OGO Power Sports. Get Data. Guts Racing. You need Guts Racing seat on that thing. I do. Yeah. I do for my. Uh, WUSA. Eagle Grip. Daniel Blair's own. Daniel's never sent. Oh, he can't send to Canada. That's why. Was oh, that his deal? Yeah. Eagle Grip's now available on Amazon, by the way. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. L.A. Honda World. Uh, you know who called me today for a deal on a Honda Ridgeline? You are never going to guess. Go ahead and guess. Uh, Derek Schuster. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Gu guess who called me today for a deal on a Ridgeline? Hmm. From, Hon from uh, Honda World Downey. L.A. Honda World, I should say. 30 minutes anywhere in L.A. I heard you say it earlier. So oh, you did? I'm trying to recall who ah, said fuck. but I can't remember. Ernesto Fonseca. Yep, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yes. He called you up and said, can you get me a deal on a originally? Well, we mediated through Gothic. Oh, yeah. Yep. Nice. Gothic J's leaving Honda, by the way. Is he really? Next week's his last race. Wow. Yeah. Williamson leaves Cowie. Gothic. Gothic. Bob Oliver's last Bob race. Oliver. Wow. Yeah. Ch end of an era. Pipe down, Pookie. Everyone can hear you. Gothic's going to go work at a place by Honda with Troutman. James Troutman? Yes. No Troutman from Yamaha, who I worked with, was a test guy, welder, fabricator guy. Works at this place that does like 3D printing or something, and Gothic's going there. Wow. Changing uh, the, in 10 cycles, the ride engineering. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Noof, if you're ever looking. Check it out, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. I'm going to surf it tonight when I get Moto back to MotoVentures.com. Tourist Training Trials Company. I've never heard of these guys, but... Uh, uh, they're looking for, MotoVentures.com is looking for an off-road motorcycle rider instructor. I could do that. Seeking an instructor to teach their level one and two dirt bike rider training curricula at the Rider Training Center located near Anza, California. Where's Anza? Anza's near um, There's a track uh, there, Cahuilla Creek. Cahuilla, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cahuilla. Um, so, yeah, they're looking for an motor off-road motorcycle rider uh, instructor. MotoVentures.com, everybody. Uh, that's the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com Job of the week Upload your resume for free today Thank to those guys uh, For coming on the show and, and again JT WPS was hiring off of there A little while ago Yeah um, You had to move to Boise And it was a designer job Or something But uh, yeah I think Yeah there was a couple Did they fill it uh, you know uh, Design Design Regional Was there a, was there a sales guy Or something No I think it was Administrative assistant Okay For the design team um, Anyway so yeah that uh, Thanks to those guys For making it happen Rideengineering.com Ride-engineering.com Use the code PulpMX-20 To save at Ride Engineering Speaking of Mike Genova Who was just on uh, He uh, They sponsor this team as well So 
the ride engineering product of the week is a front and rear locking wheel spacers. Remember how you put those wheel spacers in, Noof, and they fall down in the dirt? Yeah, that's irritating. It's very irritating. Yeah. It caused me to lose a tire changing contest <coughs> without inventing that once. Really? A wheel changing contest. You lost to a spacers. rider? I lost because my wheel spacer fell out. You lost to a rider? Yes. Because my wheel spacer fell out and he had the locking ones. Available for all four, four Japanese brands in several anodized colors for 32 bucks a pair, minus the Pulp MX-20 discount. They're designed with a flange that rides behind the seal, which keeps them from falling out from a light impact. And uh, check it out, ride-engineering.com. And, uh, yeah, this, is the, this design is a, um, unnecessary for KTM or Husqvarna because those models have wheel spacers that ride inside the bearings. They keep them locked in place. So that's for the Japanese brands. Um, uh, no, we didn't do that contest, by the way, Mark. We did not do that contest. Uh Question about Chad Reed from Choppy. Choppy! Hey, Steve. What up? Hey, it sounds like you should have used a little thicker grease on your spacer that time. Yeah, I should have, right? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Hey, I had a question about Chad Reed's future. Yep. Could we please use him to replace Ricky Carmichael? JT, we went to dinner with Chad uh, a month ago with Davey Coombs. Yep. yep. And Davey said to him... Come on in the booth this summer. Mm-hmm. You know, not doing nationals. And Chad's response? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> no interest. Chad said you'd have Damn a better it. chance of seeing me on the track than in the booth. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably pretty low. Seems like a natural. What do you think? Didn't sound like he wanted to do it, to be honest. I was. Have you, a, has he ever tried? Uh, yeah, he did uh, yeah. Vegas Vegas announcing in 2012, yeah. I believe. Um, but, yeah, I, I was surprised by the answer myself, but it didn't sound like he had much interest in it. I honestly think that when he stops racing dirt bikes, he will go race something else. I think that's so. His, JT, the do you think this is going to cause that? Uh, possibly. I, I I think he races again. I think JGR will would like to keep him. We're, we're, JT JT and I differ on opinions on. Uh, short I mean, answer. That was that was bad. Yeah. Short answer. I think he races Supercross again next year. I do too. Well, for JGR. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I agree. So, he is that tough. He is. He is absolutely that tough. Choppy. Choppy, you got a bike? Yes, sir. 94 RM250. Stop, Stop it. Choppy, come on. It's an antique. Now. No, I'm 54, man. I hurt myself last time I rode it. I don't think that was a good year for the RM250 <laughs> either. 2012, I, I flipped over the handlebars and almost broke my pubic bone. And now the thing just sits in the garage. With a broken chain and a left I'm not, side, I can't give you anything choppy. Adjuster. I can't give you anything choppy when you admit freely that the thing's been sitting. <laughs> a for, new swing for, arm. A new swing arm for seven years. It's been sitting for seven years, choppy. And you want me to give you something? For I would it? do it again. I would do it again. Break your pubic bone. See how you feel. I did. You broke your pubic bone. Isn't Dude, that the bone? I had a bruise. Okay. I had a bruise halfway down my junk. Okay. Pubic bone. There's a your pelvis is here, right? There's yeah. a hole in your pelvis, correct? In the center of your pelvis? Well, yes. And then on the top, you got the bridge where that bone sticks no, out, and at then the, your guts are there. At the bottom is a ridge on the pelvis, I believe. This is at the top, oh. right at the top. Are you saying no, or you don't know? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. We need to get the EMS guy back on. There's a handlebar print. <laughs> yeah. There's a perfect handlebar print in my gut. Well, Choppy, I broke my pelvis at the bo- lower level, that bridge. I broke it. I went over the bars while leading the 125A class at Fargo Arena Cross. It, God, it could have been, dude. You were like uh, Letter Kenny, four-time champion, right? Almost, man. Um, thanks, Choppy. Sure. Appreciate the call. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate Hope it. you heal up. 
Hope your pubic bone's better. <laughs> Look, we talked about Chris Blows hitting the whoops. The race tech suspension. Chris Blows, absolutely yep. killing it. Ben LeMay using race tech. Well, not anymore, right? He's now running uh, Showa stuff, Showa. I guess. Showa. Um, so, absolutely. Racetech.com. Uh, they do much more of the suspension. Their engine services department provides per- precision engine services to many of the nation's top engine builders and riders, uh, like Ben LeMay, like Jerry Robin, the Gas Monkey, AJE, uh, Blows Merriman, Starling, and much more of the world's fastest privateers. Pulp 19 is the code to save. My Racetech rant, I'm not that angry. I'm just disappointed. In the announcers. Heard that before. In the announcers. I just... They gotta know the rules, man. They don't gotta know the guys in the 250 LCQs, apparently. They don't gotta know a lot of things going on in the pits, apparently. The one thing that they gotta know that happened last year is the rules, and to have them at the end of the race say that Roxon was gonna be the winner, and that Roxon checked up because he knew that Marv was gonna be penalized, is just... It's just disappointing. It's not even to make me mad. It doesn't make me mad. It's just disappointing. I agree. With it happening on the first lap, you've got 20 minutes basically to, to, figure, it out. to figure it out. Before you have to sign off with yeah. what's going to happen or what you think could possibly happen. Yeah, you, you don't, don't even need, know for sure. You don't need to know for sure because the AMA hasn't ruled for right. sure. But you got to be like, here, here's the rule. Yep. Here's this where things going to happen. happen. Yep. Yep. What they said was This is not, what happened to Jeremy Martin last year. Right. What know? they proposed for Roxon to get the win was not technically possible via the rules. <laughs> right, that's, that's right, the right. So my race tech rant is just, it's not anger. Disappointment. It's just disappointment. Which is worse than anger, in a sense. In a sense. It's tougher to accept, yeah. <laughs> I always hated the dis- disappointment. Yeah, like, that, yeah. that hit you here. Like, right, when somebody's right, mad at you, right. you're like, Do you think, so, so now that it's common knowledge that they didn't know the rule, do you think they're studying on that on Sunday after the race? They're well, going, here's the Ricky, thing. Do you think Ricky's going, shit, a couple, I messed up. A couple weeks ago, they didn't know the team that Jacob Hayes rode for. Yeah, which is bad. Maybe that was on the podcast. Was that on the 447 podcast? Mm, yeah, they didn't, know the, they didn't know the rule. We, we went on the show. Kiefer was a co-host, and we just blasted him for that. Like, you got to know Cycle Trader, Rock yeah, River, Yamaha. staple team in the You got to know yeah. that. And apparently, so the next week, he got a call, or they got a call, saying this is the team if you watch the broadcast the week after the pulp show they repeated cycle trader rock river yamaha 14 times really yeah <laughs> i never yeah. noticed yeah. That, yeah they got a call and it was just like yeah you guys got to know that like this is our major sponsor mm-hmm. please know this yeah right so um yeah anyways uh i'm just disappointed it's my race tech rant pulp 19 is the code to save at race tech race tech.com and do, do, boy do your they, homework hey they dialed in my blue crew suspension is it working good it is so good so nope. good. Yeah, good. No problem with doubles anymore or anything? <laughs> mud, mud. you got mud covered now still? No? Oh, like when Have I you done the quad? Yeah, I did the quad. You did the quad? Well, it's not a quad anymore. It's all washed out and like there's like there's nothing anymore. <laughs> there's no landing When anymore, I went, but... when I was not doing the quad, it was it was a single on with a lip mm-hmm. off, right? So if you clip that lip off, it was trouble. Okay. So now it is just a single on and like it's just sort of like a step down. So you just can launch it. Mm-hmm. You're just fine. So it's not even the same jump. How do you stack up against Cooksey? Oh, Cooksey's better than me. He's got you covered. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cooksey's better than me. I've seen videos of him riding. He looks, he looks okay. Yeah, yeah. Cooksey's so. better than me. Um, all right, let's get more phone calls here. Jason Thomas, uh, Ryan, the new flock art. Paul, what's up, bud? Hey, not much. Uh, so last week, I, I believe I called in about Chris Blose, and I was talking about how he's a great kick, and me and you had a great conversation about it. And I got to apologize because I cut you off and hung up uh, because I was sleepwalking, apparently. 
Um, so, but I feel pretty good about it because it was a great. Pick. He was a great pick this weekend. He was. He called I mean, in asleep. You called in the show. Asleep. I, I don't really know where Paul was going with this, but I don't know. Uh, no, no, I, I, I was calling to apologize because you asked me a question, and in the middle of your question, I said, "Have a great night, guys." Oh, okay. And hung up. Okay. Um, yeah, no. So I feel pretty good about that because uh, you know he he was a great pick. You know he, he rode. Best, yeah, best he rode well, man. And and honestly, some of those. Some of those kids that have make more money than him and have better deals than him, and he's working them, they should be embarrassed. They should. Uh, some of the factory guys should also be embarrassed. Well, I don't know about that. Easy on that. What factory guys is Blows beating? Not, not in the main. Not in the main. But he was going faster to the whoops. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about the whoops. Oh, okay. Just the whoops. All right. So right All across. Right. Right across skill. Yep, yep. So I also drank the germ juice and got bit. Oh, uh, another one. Good Lord. So but, what we but have six, six, yeah, six or seven six, guys? Six or seven people tonight, lot, yeah. a lot of juice to go around. Yeah, good job, yeah, Colin. But, yeah. He's uh, sleeping right now. Crane worker. But somehow I only had six guys in the mains and scored 240. No, that's so pretty good. I got good. lucky as hell. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, good. I got lucky as hell. So I have a question real quick. Uh, oh, shit. I'm sorry. My notes are, are, are defeating me. So do KTM and Husky still claim they're they're separate? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of do because they've said a couple of different times this season on the broadcast that that Roger DeCoster is the head of American operations for both KTM yeah, and for both. Yep, yep. So how do you claim that they're separate still? Well, that's just it. I, I don't really know what they just. <laughs> they kind of just. They kind of just say, "Don't look yeah. over here. Look yeah. over here." I mean, they are separate race teams, right? You know, like they're separate yeah. entities. And... But but yeah. But Dino is on, is on a white KTM. With very small differences. Right. A subframe, right. a link, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my last point uh, is MXGP. Sorry, Steve. Um, for JT. So He's not racing them. Everybody, well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so um, so it, all the guys between MX Vice and then also uh, Paul Malin, we're kind of surprised with how hard that Jacoby was racing uh, TKO this weekend. But if I remember correctly, they were both like uh, TKO was factory Husky last year mm-hmm. and Jacoby was satellite Husky last year. And Jacoby raced, I mean, raced him hard last year. And they got together a few times over the season and Jacoby made it very clear. I mean, was, was very physical with him. And everything else, and all of a sudden, it's a huge surprise this year. I mean, like, am I crazy? Like, this happened on a few different it, at a few different times last year. Like, why is this such a surprise? Uh, yeah, I didn't notice that, but I, I will say that I've noticed several times uh, Jacoby rides very aggressively. I would even wend the word dirty in there at times. Um, I just think that's his natural way of riding. Some guys are more aggressive than others. I probably wouldn't love racing against Jacoby. He's just you know, he, he rides on the edge of uh, aggressive slash dirty. And I've seen it enough times to but where not it's, just with TKO with no, other it's everybody. Too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, you know, some guys just think riding there, you know, everybody has their limit of where they think aggressive crosses the line. And I've seen Jacoby do it. I, I've had people, other people to mention it to me. So I know it's not just me thinking that. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's anything new. Yeah, no, I, I just think maybe it stuck out in my mind from last year because uh, Jacoby was was a satellite husky and TKO was factory husky and I'm like, why is this dude racing him so hard? Like, oh, I don't think they care. <laughs> Honestly, I think yeah. they could care less. No, I, separate. And, yeah. and, 
well, and, 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 and I totally agree, but, but I would think, like, in my mind, what I saw earlier, maybe a round or two ago, I can't exactly remember where, but where Baggett, um, I think Baggett could have done a bit more against Moosecan. Uh, I think maybe he may have been thinking about his career and the money he could make with KTM if he fought him a little harder. I talked to Baggett about this this weekend. With him. I actually walked into the to the practice or to the track walk with Baggett and his dad, mm-hmm. and we were talking about. It, and I said, "Hey, I think you could have been a little more aggressive." And he he was like, "Yeah, I probably could have." Yeah. He didn't say why, but I said, well, "You know, you could have stuck it in there a couple times." And there is a very. Uh, well-known unwritten rule of no orange on orange contact. Yeah. You know, you don't hit KTM guys. You don't take KTM guys out if you're on a KTM. Uh, but to your point, I don't think the comparison of Jacoby to TKO, I don't think there's anything to that. Uh, from what I know about Jacoby's deal last year, he wasn't getting much help. Uh, I don't think he really cared if, if he was on a Husky or on a, a Mako or a CZ or a Honda. I, I don't think he probably cared. <laughs> Well, and, and 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 that's just my point is like Jacoby doesn't care at all. Like Jacoby is out there for Jacoby. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't he does not care. That dude is a full on racer, and I like that about him because he's uh, just like I kind of the point. And I think I may have made last week about Chris is like Chris Close is like the dude doesn't care. He will just slam you for the win, or or for the third, or for the fifth. Whatever it is, he, his full intention is just beating every possible person he can. Yeah, I think and big. I think when care. I think when big money comes into the equation, you know, guys like Blake and Marvin and Cooper and th- these guys are making a lot of money. And mm-hmm. when an OEM basically says, "Hey, don't don't do anything stupid here. Don't cost any chance for a championship because hey, we're paying you a lot of money." And when I say a lot of money, at the end of the day, these guys are making seven, you know, seven figures all in. So. Uh, that changes things. You know, a guy like Jacoby, I, I think he was even on record as saying this is the first year he actually considers racing his real job because he hasn't made any money doing it, and he was kind of doing odd really? jobs and stuff. Yeah, really? that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, because he was a uh, you know five six guy. Yeah, and, and he yeah, even said like time. this is he's the good. first like, time he's ever going to be fully able to concentrate on racing because he didn't have to try to do something else for money. Somehow I follow him on Instagram, and I think it was because he was at those Bulgarian races we went to with <laughs> yeah. Phil and and Pike and all those guys years ago. Yeah, I think he raced it. I don't remember him being that good, but I follow him, and I think it was a drunken like, "Hey, yeah. let's follow," you know, like, right. "What are you on social media?" At the after party, yeah, 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 yeah. And because I've, I've been following Jacoby for <clears throat> three years, right. really, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, <laughs> Just followed him. Well, he started working so. with, uh, um, oh God, what's the Dutch guy's name? It's escaping me now. Vander Dyker. Uh, what's it, Dyker? No, Dutch guy. Uh, Vander Ray Southwick. A few years ah, ago, the river, the river, the river, the river. His rider coach and trainer yeah. this year, and. Yeah. He's made big strides, and DeRuver even mentioned this weekend, uh, he's like, I can't believe how much better he's gotten in one right. one offseason. And, and it's really? showing him, and he's yep. a podium guy. In, uh, in thanks, Paul. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Have a great night. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. It's that simple. Ben LeMay won the LCQ this weekend wearing X-Brand. Ben really rode well in that, in that LCQ, too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it was a stacked field. and Controlled he Controlled it pretty easily. He, yeah, he did, really. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, Alex Ray, Seven Deuce Deuce, Ricky Brabeck, Vince Freeze. God, X-Brands everywhere. X-Brand goggle tear-off segment. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire q Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles. EKSbrand.com. Pulp19 is the code. Pulp Show 19 is the code to save at X-Brand goggles. 
knew if you should wear some X brands, you'd uh, probably do a lot better. I would have probably won instead of getting third. Yep, absolutely. So these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him? Unfortunately, awkwardly met him in Seattle, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. Unfortunately. JT? Uh, nope. Okay. Nope. There All right, go. 30 seconds on the clock, Marks. Yes. Steve. Yep. In a vacuum, does the consequences justify the means when jumping on a Red Cross flag? Uh, no. Seven points is a lot, like JT said. Too much. Noof. Over the course of your many careers and retirements, what was your biggest penalty or fine? <laughs> uh, I did get docked at a local race a couple years ago. That's oh. too much information. I don't yep. need to yeah. know that. I know. Uh, and I was, Jess Pettis ended up winning, and it cost me about $300. <laughs> Seriously, it was actually a money race. Yeah. 14.8 seconds. But nothing in your prominent national no, career? Never. I was always played by the rules. Right. Okay. Yep. JT, if you aren't in the championship hunt, why not jump on a Red Cross flag to gain an advantage? Well, you can't pass because they take the position away. So the only possible way to use this to your advantage would be if you get the whole shot. And then, yeah, absolutely. Just triple, quad, whatever you can through there. Go for it. 8.2. Steve, who gets which percentage of the blame pie for McElrath taking a dive to avoid pointing out? I mean... The team and Shane the same amount? Mm, probably. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've got to agree yeah. to hire you again. Yeah, 50-50. I heard through the grapevine that Shane wasn't happy about this. Really? Yes, I did. Well, he, I mean, he's his own man, right? Yeah, I, that's what I said. So, hmm. all right. Noof, which race officials are worse, AMA or CMRC? <laughs> or Jetworks. Or Jetworks now, I guess. Right. Moser wouldn't have known that. No. Uh... CMA? CMA. Yeah, yes. CMA when they wear those fucking white jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beverly? What's her name? Yeah. Uh, Maryland. 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 Where am I doing? Maryland just wants motocross to fold in Canada. Like, do yeah. everything in your power not to send a team. What a to terrible motocross. human being. Wasn't she, she following is. Galdi around or following somebody around? No. Hey, what was Galdi's tweet that he nations? put out? And when uh, he, they had, she sent spies, yeah, to, to watch the team, to watch Galdi. <laughs> Galdi said, Galdi said about those kids that he was training yeah. that they're a waste of uh, oxygen or yeah, whatever. Yeah. They should be charged. Yeah, Maryland should be fucking charged for oxygen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Do you follow Galdi on Twitter? Yeah, he's melting down. He was down in Florida, just yeah, complaining. Like he's lost about, it. Yeah, yeah, complaining about children and dark, kids. Dark days. Yeah. He was getting paid to coach and then bagging on the kids that he was coaching. Right. Tough love. Like, the parents are probably like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're laying in bed looking at these tweets. How about their children? These kids should be charged for oxygen. <laughs> All right. JT, which was the best approach to the whoops in Seattle, skimming or jumping, and who was the fastest through them? Ooh. Uh, for a main event, jumping. For a qualifier, probably blitzing. Fastest, Marvin was the fastest jumper because he was really consistent. He really never screwed up. Fastest blitzer. Uh, maybe Roxon Bowers was good. There was there were a bunch that they all had really good runs through there. But I just don't think for 21 minutes it was really sustainable to hit them that fast. 24.8. Steve, have you ever seen a Seattle Supercross so hard packed? Where were the ruts? Yeah, we were talking about this, JT. There yeah. was a year, right? 2008. Eight. Yep. It was dry. Like yeah, fully dry. It was the year Chad almost came back and won. Crashed on the start and then almost caught Wyndham at the end. Past Shorty the last lap. 
I remember that. Yeah, I do. 2008. Noof, what should A-Ray do this summer? <laughs> Probably should come over to Canada and hang out with me. Go to the races. Yeah. I think that's a good plan. Yeah. Think that'd be good? I love the fact that I like a lot of things that I've done with Pulp as far as putting people together yes. and people meeting people. I love all the B2B and the synergy of people. And that's really been a really cool thing for me. Right. One of the absolute no-brainers, no issues, I knew it was going to happen, was when I sent Noof and A-Ray to Finland together. <laughs> like You were supposed to go. No. Oh, no, no Kiefer was supposed Kiefer to go. Was supposed to Kiefer go. was supposed to go. And, and, right. and I said, like, hey, to A-Ray, I'm like, hey, Noof's going. Never met him before. You'll meet him. Yeah. You'll like him. Noof, yeah. hey, I'm, Alex yeah. Ray's going to go. You will like him and it's meet like him. butter and jelly. Yeah. I ended and boy, up, did they like each other. I ended up, like, helping him because my bike broke the second night there, so I didn't end up riding. Mm-hmm. Ended up massaging his arms for the main event. Only met him, like, 24 hours ago. It's an interesting turn. He goes out and wins, and yeah. we partied. Yeah, they go after party. I knew that was a, that yeah. was a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> and then they've kept this relationship yeah. going for yeah. forever. Forever, it's, yeah. It's, it's really, like, like I said, like, there was no doubt in my mind. There was two <laughs> human beings. Was this Helsinki, or where was it? Uh, Tempera. Yeah, Tempera. Temp- yeah, Tempera. Yeah. Yeah. I braced both. Helsinki was a little better, I think. Yeah, I just, I knew they would bond, and they have, and it's fantastic. Yeah, friendship for Friendships life. Friendships for life. Yep. Because of pulp. Yep. Uh, this last one, I guess, we kind of already covered. Oh. JT, will we see twenty the 22 back in 2020, or is this a severe enough injury he hangs up the boots? Anything's possible, but I would, if I had to bet, I would say he races again. The only way... I think he retires in 2022. The only way really? that mm-hmm. doesn't come true, in my opinion, is if he finds a job in Racing World Rally. If if a spot opens up in World Rally and he can take it, I think he does that. But I don't know that sport well enough to know what's open and what's not. Okay. X-Brand Goggles, Choice Champions. Ever, uh, real exciting things coming from the folks at X-Brand. Is there? New goggle coming out. You always say that. New goggle coming out. I've seen it. When? Just don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't it's worry about it, or we should it, worry about well, it. Well, he's a competitor. Barely. So You're a competitor? What do you guys tell? 100%. Oh, right. Yeah, so I don't uh, want to tell these fucks anything, but yeah. it's coming, and it's going to yeah. take the world well, by storm. how long it takes to respond to something like that, right? Like, it's impossible to just snap your fingers and <laughs> get a brand new model tool a new model up and <laughs> it's coming and it's going to be a world beater from the folks at x-brand goggles eksbrand.com there you go so uh please check it out uh you did wear x-brand uh in your comeback say that. well my greatest comeback ever yeah your greatest comeback ever whole shot mechanic ing for a rider who broke his leg you jumped on the race bike whole shot the next race yep a pro national yep phenomenal go for dunes that's right. pretty good yeah. Didn't race for three years. Decided to come back for Gopher Dunes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a good idea. No. Not a good idea. No, that track looks brutal. Uh, oh, it was tough. So, Rockstar Energy Triple Crown's coming up. Yes. Yep. Soon. It, two two weeks. Is it... Are we good? Is the series good? Uh, I mean... I, I Is it good? I don't Cole, know. How does Cole Thompson feel about this? I don't know. Is I, he racing again? Yeah. I'll tell you the reason I don't feel good about it. Because of the state Galdi's in right now. Yeah. South yeah. Carolina. I don't feel good about right, Galdi right, right now. Right. South Carolina? No, no. He's back in Canada. Oh. And I tried calling him yesterday. Yeah. Like, personally. Right. No answer. No phone back. Does Galdi own part of it? No. No, he works, he for, the works, for, the he works for the series. He works for the series. He's the announcer and does a lot of stuff. Yep. 
It was a rough first year for it those was. guys, and I'm hoping that it turns out better. I'm going to Calgary. I, I'm going. So it's a great concept. I mean, like the Triple Crown, it makes sense. Arena Cross, Motocross, Supercross. But I think they took a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> they bit off too much. Yeah. a little bit the what first year. Phil? What hmm? about Phil? Phil will be there. Yeah. Yep. I don't know Phil. You don't know Phil at all? At all. Really? At all. He knows me. Well, he said on the show he knows me as the 100% goggle guy. Oh. <laughs> Purcell, Purcell knows him as the Atlas Brace guy. Atlas guy. Yeah. The guy that was, like, <laughs> fighting with him before the first moment on canvas. <laughs> um, you'll like Phil also. I think He's I'll a probably get along type with, of guy. I think I'll get along um, with Phil. Yeah, I'm looking forward to I'm going to Calgary. I hope it, I mean, I hope it happens. I've, I've literally... Think it's going to go off? Oh, I think it's going to be fine. I mean, I mean, did Moff get paid? Do we know? I don't think we know. I don't know. I is don't there know. is there an outdoor only championship? Or is it yeah, the there's whole, three. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, well, there's, there's three actually four championships. Okay, individuals, and then the triple crown. How's right? it four? Motor arena cross. Yeah, motocross, supercross, yeah. and Overall, triple crown. Grand, oh, oh, grand oh. national champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, hmm. once you all supercrosses a go again, I got national so. number thirty. Six? Did you see my 36? tweet yesterday from the CMA? No, I didn't look. Did CMA you s- tweeted you. No. Uh, <laughs> Marilyn <laughs> tweeted yeah. him. She doesn't even have a fucking smartphone. Check my Twitter. Uh, somebody found uh, the national points from 1995. Okay. And there I am. What number? 32. 32. Nice. National 32. Right. You showed me this last night. Yeah. I do remember that. Right. Yeah. With Somo being number one. That's right. Yeah. And I was 32. Yeah. National number 32. I never ran it. I just walked out on top yeah. like new. Who'd you say, Han Solo? Who was Ray Somo? One? Ray, oh, Ray, Ray Somo. Somo was number one. Yeah, uh, interesting. I t- checked my Twitter though. I I, I tweeted. Oh, right. What did I get? Four points? Uh, no, I think it was like six. Was it six? It? Okay, yeah, yeah. six. Yeah. It was Somo. like a seventh. No, seven. Seventeenth yeah. in a moto or something yeah. like that. Did Somo, Somo still test for Honda? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's over. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, back to the series yeah. real quick. I mean, we don't need to spend an hour on it, but. I love it. I want to see it succeed. I do too. It's just it's tough times. You gotta pay. You gotta pay people. Rule number one: you gotta pay people. Absolutely. And I only say that. I'm not saying it in a negative way. I've been a part of so many teams and races and just enterprises that they don't pay people, and it's like the worst look ever. Well, because it creates like a lot. Everybody bad talks. Nobody wants to be involved anymore. Like just it's death. And unfortunately, and I don't think it's a case of those guys hoarding the money. No, and and being like, oh, we're super rich. Yeah, but it's also the hardest part. Yep, it's (laughs) the hardest part is get the money. (laughs) There was a a rumor going around that they were promised a big sponsorship, title sponsorship, and. That fell through, not from Rockstar, of yeah. course. That was yeah, Rockstar is on board. But there was another one that was supposed to pay them a whole bunch of money. Didn't happen. Wow. Um, Rockstar get, can't like all this stuff going on with their I mean, title I don't know. series. You got to get the money yeah. up yeah. front. You got to get an escrow. Yeah. Like there are things, if you're if you're promising money to people and you're getting it promised from someone else, you've got to get you've got to secure the bag. Yeah. You've got to. But I will say. All the bullshit aside, the racing's been good in Canada. Yeah. I mean, we got good. I mean, Phil's yeah. up there now, and Gerke, you know, Gerke, Phil, Thompson, Fasciati. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of talent up there. No T Dags dropped down to two fifties. Uh, Marty, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get Marty <laughs> on the back of his pants, and he's fine with it. He's like, okay, uh, he doesn't care. No, he no, does not care. going for a championship. Pettis, Pettis, and Marty going at it will be good. Marty Dags, Mart and Marty Dags, Marty Dags, and Renslin. I don't think he's on their level. I think he is. I uh, Osby's going up, and 
Osby is going. Yep. Dakota Alex. Yep. He said he's going to do some. He's doing. Four, I don't think he's doing all of them. But four fifty. Yeah. No. Somebody texted me today and asked, um, "Where can Dakota Alex ride during the week?" I think he's like driving himself in a mm-hmm. van. Like, um, somebody else is coming too. Maybe Galdi will drive with. Treadwell's him. probably oh, going up. Treadwell and Keith Johnson yeah. are doing it. Yeah. And Dowd will. <laughs> Dowdy will come for only for the sand rounds. Yeah. And then I heard RJ. <laughs> yeah, Rick Johnson, Carl Valancourt, Valancourt. Yeah, Valancourt is no wrenching for Treadwell. Hey, Valancourt's still in really good shape. He could do well. Oh, in right. the sand. Yeah, he'll, yeah. He'll be two ready. years ago, Valancourt came out to Alverton. You remember Alverton? Yeah. And uh, Treadwell came up. Yeah, like Treadwell's like fifty-two. 50 is he that old? Huh? I think he was yeah. fifty when he mm-hmm. did Alverton. And Valancourt uh, wrench form. Oh yeah, mechanic. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, so. Hey, so um, I mentioned I'm going to Calgary. Yes. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. So our buddy Diggs yep. wants me to go to Gopher in the worst Bad. way. Yeah. It's your list of demands is getting out of control. Okay, so <laughs> what I said to him, I said, look, it's it's you got to fly to Toronto, which is far. Expensive flight. You can go direct from here, though, right? Probably yeah, but not, not on my you, airline. You want to go United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you got to add in. Uh, so had in four or five hours of your delay. Okay, whatever. So Diggs said Diggs agreed to to pay a thousand dollars for the ticket. Yep. Okay. I probably shouldn't even say this because people no be tell like, it tell okay. it it's worth it. I said I need I need <laughs> you know money. he's going to listen to this a thousand bucks. He said yep done. Canadian or U.S. I don't I I would assume U.S. Uh-huh. I don't know. I said uh, um I want a scissor lift a dedicated because I know it's flat you can't see shit. Yep. I no. was there years ago. Yep. I said I want a dedicated scissor lift. For me, nobody else, none of these other fucks in it. He said no problem. He said no problem. Dedicated lift for me to watch the races. So that was going pretty good, right? Yeah. He was no problem there. Yep. I said I want to lead them the 450 class around on a parade lap. He said done. Yeah. I can get on him. A- You're like the pace car. Like, yeah. He's, he can't. He could make that happen there, though. It's his track. Yeah. So He, he I, owns it. He said done. It's pretty much the exact same thing Chad Reed did for Lombardia last year. Oh, he did the same thing? MXGP. Oh, he yeah. Did? He went there. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know Waved. That. Did like two laps on, I mean, a not, bone not stock fast. Bike or something? Full oh. track was like watered, pre-moto, like super muddy. Yeah. yeah. Did a couple laps. See ya. But that was yeah. It. So deal. that's that's my deal. Uh, I want to ride a Yamaha. I'll bring some fly gear. Okay. And I'm going to want... I, so he said, no problem. I can lead him around. YZ. YZ. You want a YZ? Yep. You need a YZ 450. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that he said, no problem with that. Yeah. I said, uh, limo from... Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. To shithole Gopher Dunes, wherever yeah. that is. <laughs> Tilsonburg. Tilsonburg. Yeah. You need the guy that drove uh, in Die Hard. The, that, oh, the black guy? Black guy. Yeah. That guy was yeah. in it to win it. Yeah, like, he was. He, he, he waited all the time and absolutely everything. Absolutely. Um, need that guy. And then, I, and then he said, well, bring Pookie. And I said, Pookie is not going to want to go to a flat sand field, sand field in middle of July. Yeah. Probably true. And he said... He's got a pool, I guess. Yeah, pool at his house. He, he said, hang out there. She can hang out at the pool side at the house. <laughs> what good, what this else? Is a good deal. What else can I? But here's what's crazy: Diggs owns the team. Yeah, he owns the track, but he's more worried about you coming. Yeah, than he's worried about his team or the race. Snowmobiling and me coming to yeah, go for dudes. That's all he cares about. Because when Steve first started talking about this, it was in our group chat, and he's like. Should I go to Calgary or should I go to Gopher? Yeah. And I'm going because I'm not going to Gopher. That's too far. I'm like, come to Calgary. Yeah. You're in the city. We'll go for yep. dinner. Yeah. Uh, short flight. Short flight. flight. You you don't need to rent a car. The hotel you can walk to. Blackfoot Inn. It's it's definitely Diggs, the best choice. And Diggs is texting Sorry, me Diggs. outside yeah. of the group chat. Personal t- personal. 
message and going, why are you doing this? Like, why would you tell Steve to go to Calgary? I'm like, <laughs> sorry, man. Like, Diggs, like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if I'm at Gopher Dunes, everybody, this summer, just know that I absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Took digs for the took the digs trick. for the cleaners. You had to make a smart financial decision. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. Go, go go for dudes. I'm still holding out. I haven't committed yet, so we're trying to get a few more. You're things. committed for Calgary, though. Yeah, I'm in for yeah. Calgary yeah. for for nothing. I'm just going. I'm when spending my own money. Yeah. When is this? Digs or oh, Calgary? Calgary. Uh, Lakewood National. Lakewood weekend. June first. Maybe I'll go. Yeah, you should come. Yeah, Chuck's gonna go. I don't know Chuck. Chuck. Chuck Kessler. Kessler. Okay. Yep. yep. Yeah. He's gonna go. Yeah, maybe I'll go. Yeah, you're going. I'll be working. Oh. For my new rider. Oh, yeah, he's a mechanic. Sure. I'm a mechanic for, for that, that race. I don't yeah. think I can go direct, though. i got to go Salt Lake or Seattle. Which uh, he's working for Jake Tirico. For GDR. For Diggs. For Diggs. I know a Mike Tirico. Oh, uh, no, for Diggs. But really, in my heart, I just want to bring Jake Nichols back over. So You do? Yeah. God, I love that guy. <laughs> Randy loved him, too. Stayed at our house. Yeah? He stayed. He slept on an air mattress in our living room. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice guy. Yeah. And then he rear-ended my truck. He doesn't like JT. He doesn't like JT. He does not. He doesn't like JT. He doesn't? doesn't? No. Really? Yeah, we told you this last night, but you were... When you were pointing out the the Cirque du Soleil things. When I was looking at the people (laughs) flipping. Yeah, Yeah. the best night of your life, watching Michael Jackson, Cirque du Soleil. Um, Okay. All right. uh, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. Uh, You can send these at Pulp and Show, and uh, we'll take the best ones and, and, uh, and talk about them. So here we go. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. The tweets of Travis. com. Uh, their passion is your passion from UTVs to dirt bikes to mountain bikes to street bikes to dirt bikes to anything else. They've got it. You covered big supporters of fly racing and uh, Vertex and EVS and X and FMF and Michelin and everything else. Uh, uh, you know, I didn't do the Michelin read tonight for Randy. No. Shit. Michelin Starcross 5. <laughs> Get them at your local dealer. Stick to the crack like glue. Mission Starcross 5. <laughs> Winner of the Bursi su- or Paris Supercross with Jay Sowen, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah? Using go. Starcross 5s. Sorry, Randy, for so late in the show. MichelinMotorcycles.com for more information. All right, back to BTO. Thanks to BTO for making it happen. Call there, mention Pulpamex, put Pulpamex in the notes, and uh, you can say with anything that BTOsports.com sells. These questions are submitted to uh, Travis Marks, and he picks the best ones. And here we go. I don't pick the best ones. I just pick the best oh, names. Oh, that guy was mad at you last week, yeah. First one from Kiel McStovepipe. Oh, shocker. Will McAdoo get a ride somewhere after the season? He's been doing decent. Mm. What's a ride? What's the definition of a ride? I think yeah. so. Yeah. He's, he's riding pretty well. Cycle Trader Rock River or something like yeah. that. I think. Well, he, he was doing a CTR thing until the Gecko guys came yeah. calling. He'll, he'll end up somewhere. Yeah. He's got talent. I mean, right. he's. I don't think he's necessarily lived up to what it could have been, uh, but I mean, he's he, getting top 10 like every week. He's good in Canada. He's, on, get on he said team. he's going to hear ram it until he's 80 years old. I said, yep. I can't believe you paid him <laughs> 400 bucks or whatever it was. 450 bucks. Well, and this goes back to my sticker deal with RV. Would you like me you to text need, you? You need like a financial chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> I felt sorry for the kid, and Brayton was putting heat on me. Oh, Brayton pushed you to do it? Yeah. Uh. What? You got a jersey it's, out it's of it. brutal. I got a jersey out of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving what on. was worse, that, on. that or the RV deal? Oh, way worse for RV. He definitely doesn't need the money. Like, if you wanted to be like, oh, it's really going to help McAdoo, whatever. <laughs> yeah. RV needs that $1,000. That like, $1,000. I need a hole in my head. But it was cool to have Pulp MX stickers on his chin bar. Or back here. They were back here, I think. Did it? What did it help you sell? 
I don't know. Right. I never noticed it. You so didn't? I, no. Ah, Steve, you don't have anything to sell, really. Exposure, bro. Marketing. You think that those chin bar stickers are going to get people to sponsor the show? What if somebody looks at RV? And, no, but what if somebody looks at RV and is like, what is that? What Do I need to have that? What is that? Oh, yeah. it's a internet radio show. I should listen. A Pulp Mix fantasy sticker would have been better. Better, yes. That's a money-making no, that's venture. A valid no. point. <laughs> oh, shocker. <laughs> yeah. One of the part owners of Pulp Mix Fantasy says that's a valid says, point. Yeah. The other one says it's a great point. Yeah. So, fantastic. Scott McElroy wants to know, with the 450 th- uh, field thinning out, who do you think benefits the most for your Yamaha Privateer Fund? Figure the 7 Deuce Deuce and the Cat will make more mains yeah. now. Yeah. Brennan. Or do they start tanking? Oh, no, Casey Brennan. He's a... Her line, though, too. Well, he was riding 250s this week. Oh, so, that's right. So, is he going to ride 250s in Houston? I would assume so. What are the odds somebody is in fourth and they let somebody go by so they get a fifth? Like late? Like late in the season? Yeah. Or you, uh, what do you think? You think? Yeah. I don't know. I wonder. Man, if I'm, it's it's, it's kind of hard to do that when you're a racer, right? If I'm Casey Brennan. Yeah. Not for 20 grand. Well, yeah. If it's if I'm in there, like he's pretty far back. I think he's fifth. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's It's tough. Oh, gosh. For Enicdam, no, because he's got a ride and he's got expectations. But yeah. for somebody like Brennan, if yeah. you're going to get 16 or 18 grand to win the thing. Yeah. That's a good yikes. deal for him. I think I would. Will I get any sort of recognition out of this from I anybody? Think, I think it's really cool. What you're yeah, doing. but will anybody actually. Who else? What do you want? Would I get a Legends and Heroes thing? No. Okay. No. How are you going to do the draw for the bike? You're just going to pick it out of a... The guy in a... He's got some sort of fucking computer thing that he does. It's going to do a random mix? Schmavish Schmarks is going to win, probably. Yeah. You, you deserve a lot of credit, Steve, for the things you do for privateers. Yeah, and nobody cares. No. Nobody I talks do. about it. Yeah, but nobody says like, oh, hey. I, I can't yeah. do anything else. I'm I, I know, giving but, you credit. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that, but I wish people, like, important people cared. Yeah. Fair enough. So, nobody and, seems and to care. you. Right. All right. From George DeGraff, any talk or budget on review pods every four rounds for the Canadian series? Newf and Filthy Phil as usuals, it might make might make for some good shows. Know, it would. I know George DeGraff. It would be good. And if we left Galdi out. for the NBA? No. Oh, remember know, Pete DeGraff? He's like 60 and still rips. Yeah. I remember, yeah. remember yeah. Stephen DeGraff. son. Yeah, you like that? Um, if we did the pods and left Galdi out, he would just lose it even more. Well, I don't know if Galdi will answer the phone. Right. So. All right. He's busy um, charging kids for oxygen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm not. You're the one who called him Rhino. I and know. Got him fucking I, think, really I think he's just pissed at me. I bet you if you delete me out of the group chat, he yeah. probably starts talking again. Really? Try, how many, you should try it. Okay. How many group chats do you think you have? Oh, my God. Really? That many? 15? Yeah. I was 20? Thinking, I was betting more, yeah. <laughs> And you're, you and Weed are in three of them. I know. I was going to say, because I'm in several of them. And then I'm not in... Do you have like, names for all of them? Yeah. Canadian yeah. friends. And yeah. Then, like, yeah. Just That's too many. Our, our Canadian one is called Stally Supporters. I saw, I <laughs> I saw that. I, I saw it pop up on your phone. Right. I know. I always laugh because when I have it hooked up, my phone hooked up to my truck and it's doing the yeah. Apple Play or whatever, it calls it Staley Supporters. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. always funny. Right. Uh yeah, no, I'm in too many, right? You gotta gotta ditch these things. I'm in ones with Anton and Weege and Chase and you and Chase and, and Moser. <laughs> yeah. Swiss Core. Yeah. Fantasy. Carabinos. Yeah. Marks. Yep. Yeah, and they're all then separate ones from all those people. Yeah. Oh. No, it's fucking stupid. You gotta consolidate. Bro. Yeah, uh, Kiefer's Kiefer's and, and Pookie and I are in one. Yeah. Like me, four you of us. And, me, you and Kiefer. Yep. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that one. That one that one's about gear. <laughs> yeah. That one just goes to gear. Like Kiefer asking him gear questions and him firing back and, and I'm just like you, you guys are me, like, you and reading Max. them. Me, you and Max. Oh yeah. I mean there's just an endless yeah. amount. Yeah. Like it's unbelievable. Yeah. 
God. Marks, yeah. marks me in Swiss Corps. <laughs> yep. Marks me in tits. <laughs> Good God. Randy, how many group texts are you in? The woman. <laughs> one. The woman one. who's yeah. socially, you know, women yeah. are one. We are the social <laughs> yeah. the social losers. Because the women probably just pick up the phone and call each other. Right. Yeah, I know. Are you, are you in one with Jake Nichols? No, because he only has WhatsApp. I have oh. to WhatsApp him. Okay. As a person who has been accused of being on my phone too often, yes, you I blame been. all of you. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. From Gus Keeter, when did the term whoops appear and who named said obstacle? whoop de doos is the original name, right. and it was on the uh, track map for like the 75 Coliseum race. Like, I don't know who came up with it, but you know what I think? I think Davey said that Jim Giannatis might have, the old photographer from back in the day. There's a, there is an origin behind yeah, it. Look at that section. whoop de doo Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> I what don't it know. is, but whoop de doos is Sounds the like name. Sounds like a, a uh, Girl Scout cookie. Yeah. And, and, and don't give me the name Hoops. Well, that's Ricky. That was Ricky. Called. Yeah, Hoops. The, the hoops. hoops. Are they are they whoops? Are, are they, they whoops? Hoops. Are they hoops? Are they whoop de doos Whoops. I call them whoops. Yeah. I think I, think I say whoops. That's more of American yeah. slang on that. Sorry. Clutch lever. Yes. <laughs> radiator. Radiator. Y-Z. Y- radiator. Y-Z. Y-Z. Yeah. Yep. From Cody Granfield, who's a bigger title threat on their respective series, Covington or Phil? Phil. Yeah. Phil's going to make a lot of podiums. I don't know if Phil wins. I don't know if Phil beats Fasciati or Thompson. If Covington, Phil's pretty good outdoors, though, man. I mean, he he was competitive in those supercrosses at the, yeah. at the end, but with no time. I'm sure he hated every second of riding those tracks like that. Hates every second of everything. He's going to be good. I outdoors. think Covington's beatdown in Supercross affects him outdoors. I yeah. don't. I don't. I think it's. I think it's going to give him the time to go prepare because you're going to be like, okay, this isn't working. Let's do go. you think Covington makes a podium outdoors? Yeah, yeah. So oh, we need to take that back. Let's do it right we now. Need to take that back on air. Let's do it. No, because then someone will tell Big Air Tom, and then he'll not hate. They me, basically but. just did. You just did. I'm not so officially revealing my by answer. By you saying we need to make that bet, you're so I want to know. I want to know something. Then if we're talking about that. So I, I would have said before, yes, before the super cost. See, I think it. I think it's going to inspire him and give him more time because I think they're going to say, "Don't worry about super cross. The rest is of them. No, I don't go get ready for All outdoors." Right. Okay, go ahead, move. Sorry, Covington. So obviously nobody had super high expectations of him coming to Supercross. Yeah, mine was basically zero. But. He's a phenomenal outdoor rider. We've seen that. Easy on the word phenomenal, but anyways. He's won four GPs. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. How can a rider of that level not be 10th? I mean... He got 11th at his first race. But he was, like, invisible, though. Like, he wasn't even... I I, I get it. Like, I look at, like... I look at, like, Pettis, for example. I'll use him, like... Pettis isn't on the same level as a Thomas Covington, but yet would work him any day of the week in Supercross. No, yeah. Just look at Lorenzo Crucio. Those guys I, are yeah. beating. I don't I think mean, he yeah. ever mind Pettis. I don't yeah. think he ever rode Supercross. Like, ever. But still, you're still a rider. I you're mean, on a I factory get... bike with six months of prep or four months of prep. Four I, months I of prep. I'm not saying I mean, if, if you can ride motocross or dirt if bikes. If you can dodge a ball, you can dodge a wrench. I mean, he got 11th at his first ever Supercross. Yeah, that's... So it wasn't like no. he... Yeah. Didn't make the night show. You know, what he mean? went like, backwards there. I, at, uh, I know. Was it Daytona that he went backwards? Trust in the me, LCQ? I'm telling you, oh, this, uh, he, it wasn't good at any of them. But yeah. he still got 11th at his first ever race. Yeah, it's not that bad. 
I think he got 11th. 11, 12, something like that. This question from Todd Dahl was listening to last week's show. You said, we know that if Hurlings comes over and races Supercross, it would be horrific. Why isn't Covington afforded the same consideration that he has no experience with it? With him being an American, is he automatically supposed to be good at it? Yeah, well, better than, say, Hurlings. But maybe, like JT just said, maybe he has zero Supercross experience. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't think it was ever even like he went practicing a bunch and then was like, ah, I'll go race GPs. I don't think yeah. he had any interest. In but it. even still, a basic America, growing up in America, racing in America, the tracks have bigger jumps than, you know, generally speaking. Jumping is a skill that you need to have outdoors in did, America. Did you listen to the podcast he did with Zach Osborne? No. Zach Osborne. Shifting gears, Shifting gears on the Pulp Mex Network. Yep. So I listened to that. Listen to it? <laughs> he goes in, and, and anybody who wants this question answered, I think he lends some insight to it. Uh, he said his biggest challenge has been uh, the bike being so stiff. He's never ridden anything yeah. like that ever. Like the bike is, so, he's never ridden with supercross suspension before. And it's basically changed everything, how he rides, how he turns. He can't charge the same because it's it. For those of you out there who have never, the bike's totally different. It doesn't handle. It doesn't want to turn. Yeah. It's super stiff. You try to compress it sense. to turn and it won't. I mean, he only had four months though. So let's give him some more time. I'm just telling you what the man said. I understand. I feel like if you gave this fucking guy four months on a factory bike at a Supercross test track, that he could make the main events. Yeah, but look how much experience he has in Arena Cross and Supercross. Or you. A lot. Right now, you. Four months. No, I couldn't. Couldn't make a main event? On a 250? Yeah. Yeah, Factory bike? Yeah, Yeah, you could. Four months? Yeah, Yeah, four months. Four months, yeah. Yeah, Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'd take money on that. Never mind a 24-year-old coming off of GPs. Yeah. That's all. That's my only point. He still got got 11th. (laughs) Okay, you hang that up. I'll take the four races that went terrible. You take the 11. We just need to make our podium bet. Right. (laughs) From Kelson Ammons, Ryan, who crushed more cans Saturday night, you or Courtney and Ross combined? Oh, probably me. Yeah, me for sure. (laughs) Probably me, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Michael Jackson, greatest night of your night. The next night, you also crushed cans. Yeah, I've been crushing cans since uh, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Atlas Brace, everybody. Hey. On, we're on our honeymoon. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Got upgraded on the plane. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I know. I, and you, for your honeymoon, you brought your wife to the studio for five hours to sit there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're going to the piano bar after, though. I heard. I know. <laughs> from from Moto Bro Science, Steve, when are you going to do an e mountain bike GNCC race? Uh, I think you still got to be in really good shape for those, even though you're on an e bike. So probably not. I'm not heading out east to do an e bike. Like I'm. Oh yeah, hey, you know, like. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So no. You do sea otter. You put those e-bikes on top level though. Fuck, are they fun? It is amazing. Never done it. It is amazing. I I went for a ride on Thursday, and I was it was a two hour ride, and I was beat by the end, and there was a real steep climb, and I I'm like fuck it, and I put two I hit it twice. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. We, like pulling it up. Like, I'm just like, this is so amazing. You have to How charge it? Yeah. I was yeah. Just gonna okay. ask oh, yeah. How long does it last? Uh, three hours. Depending on. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah. Conditions, rider weight. How, How long does it take what, to charge? What level you're on. Three hours on the bottom level. Uh, charges in 50 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's quick. That's it's cool. cool. So. Huh. I'll show you the intense when we, when we, okay. before you leave. I might ride it back to the hotel. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure Randy will want to see straight it. to the yeah. doing pianos and my two matrix. And a half hours. My, yeah. It's right. My matrix mats are. Oh yeah, you finally got those. Yeah. <laughs> Great customer service. Yeah. All right. 
from Mulbowl138. A lot of guys come up a tad short in rhythm sections, banging on the top of the jump. Is this a timing error, or are they using it to slow down? No, it's a timing error. I mean, I guess guys would do it at the end of sometimes at the banging end of a rhythm. On, banging on well, the top of like clipping, clipping, clipping the clipping. top of a jump. You know? If you're doing a 3-1 into the... Like, if you're yeah. singling into the corner, you're normally clipping the three to kind of yeah. slow down a bit. They were doing that a lot in that one section yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I would say... Most of the time, it's unintentional. Yeah. From Tyson Jorgensen, any update on Rockstar Husky giving Dean a deal for outdoors? Yeah. I, He's he, in. He told me on a Pulse Race pod that he was in. Yeah, I didn't know this. I guess they're going to put three bikes there. So uh, Good. From Shane Wilkerson, any updates on Gage Shear? He looked pretty bad on the mule we ride. We covered it earlier, Mark, on the oh. show. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate oh, I it. I wasn't over here um, answering phones or anything. But uh, JT said his list of injuries were long. I didn't see it. Yeah, but it wasn't good. Get well soon for Like for serious here. ones, too. Right. Like lacerated stuff. And... But he got up. He walked to the medic mule. Yeah, I don't think he was good, though. Okay. Yeah. I'll, try to, I'll try to find the list. It wasn't okay. good. Okay, all right. From uh, Fake MX News, hearing Jmar on Race Day Live, he didn't sound too confident on how his recovery is coming along. Is there any chance he hangs it up? I don't think so. He's still in, like, the back brace, though, isn't he? Or uh, yeah, he, got a, he got another deal. Like, he's already signed yeah. up again. Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. Uh, but, I, I mean, I think he's thinking like, he just can't I race. I have a list of Gage Shearer oh. injuries okay. if we want it. Uh, lacerated liver, lacerated artery to his heart. Oh, my God. Collapsed lungs, six broken ribs, five spinal fractures, broken arm. Oh, that's it? Holy. That's it. Oh, oh wow. Shit. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, J-Mart, yeah, he's going to be out all year. But honestly, even if he comes back, will he be the same guy? Like, that's a big question. Yeah. We cannot assume he's just going to start at his old level. I think so. Really? Yeah, I think so. Fuck. If he has time on his side, which I think he will. Yeah. Uh, if he has a rush, anything, no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it'll be okay. All right. From retired Bubba, which one is more likely? Three... Orange bikes in top three in points at the end of outdoors, or no orange bikes top three in points of end oh. of outdoors. Uh, top three, yeah, top sweet three for, for sure. sure. To say Marvin Baggett and Webb will won't be in the top three, yeah. one of them is is silly talk. Yeah, and they yeah. might go all three. They could. I don't. I think Eli's got to be in there somewhere. No, no, no. But he's saying which is more likely. You're not paying attention. It's headline. It's it's future headlines. I know, but I, I would say. Eli's got to be in there somewhere, or Roxon. I don't think you're saying one or the other, right? Which all is more three, likely? all three right. top spots, orange or no? Yeah, none of the oh, top none three. of the none three. of the none three. Of the top three yeah, orange. Yeah. No, it's, it's got crazy pills. J- JT's hot take was Tomac being the top three somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> that was your hot take for the show. <laughs> <laughs> we should have sizzling. a. Can we have a sizzling? Hot takes. Yeah, sizzling? we could probably get that. Right. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, from Eugenio Boder. Often you mention transmissions as a key factory part. What's the deal with it? Reinforced materials, different ratios? Yes, yes. Where's the performance coming from? Thanks. Yeah, different ratios. Uh, as JT knows, you you can lengthen gears, and it makes a big difference. And they are stronger. Uh, they're, they're made stronger, so they last in whoops. Um, and, and then whatever else you need. But the ratios are the big deal. Yeah, first gear. Yeah. Longer first gear is everything. Uh, but some guys don't even want it, but... Yeah. Like Brayton always wanted it, I I would have killed for it. See, we had a longer second gear at Yamaha. Yeah, but I, it, then that can change what gearing you run to. But for me, I was a guy that liked to use first gear in tight corners anyway. So if it would allow me to do triples out of corners and stuff in first, I would have. I I find myself, and again, I'm not comparing myself to you at all, but I find myself in first on, on 
on a motocross. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. I just bang yeah. it down. And motocross, I didn't do it near as much. Yeah. But supercross, I did way too much. Like, I just, it, it was detrimental to me. I come around a turn. I'm like, dude. Stop it. Like, I just, I don't know. Out of habit, I'm banging all the way down, and yeah. I got to go up. Motocross, you don't need it. Yeah. You should be rolling through the corners. Right, right. I find with the new bikes, like, now I'm barely shifting. Like, yeah, yeah. ever. I'm, like, third gear everywhere. I always go one to two bigger on the back. Just leave it from arena cross. Yeah, yeah. And literally leave that thing in third gear. You know, it's a really <laughs> just clutch under, it a little bit. Yep. underreported skill that a lot of, you know, amateur, novice, beginner riders out there could practice. When you come into a corner... Don't touch anything. Don't touch the brakes. Yep. Don't touch the gas. Just turn the bike. Don't touch the clutch. Just let the thing roll. Yeah. All yeah. the way through the corner. And then just as you get better and better at it, you can speed up and start accelerating yeah. earlier and all that. But just let the damn thing roll through the corner without yeah. touching anything. Yeah. But you shift and it's like two-stroke mentality, right? Yeah, so, I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, just, I, I mean, I rode four strokes enough, but I, I just find myself in first and then I go... Yeah. Stop it. Like <laughs> that was something Burner worked with me on all the time because I was either brakes or gas. Yeah, there was yeah. no one no in between for me. I was on one or the other. Yeah. And he's like, What are you doing? I'm like, Well, I gotta stop and then I gotta go. So <laughs> I, I gotta slow down, I gotta turn, and then I gotta go. Right. So that involves braking and yeah. gas. Yeah. He's like, Why don't you just let off all of it and let your natural momentum roll through the corner? I'm like Yeah. And it hmm. makes sense. Something yeah. that I learned too is just drag that front brake to keep it keep it planted. Yeah, keep the You know, traction. just a little bit of yeah. uh, of a finger yeah. on it will keep it planted to go around the turn. Oh, Marks, if you ever get your wheel fixed from WUSA, we can go riding. Yeah. Yep. Soon. Yep. Seems, Soon. Like, seems like it. Uh, from Dr. Papa. JT, you've done your fair share of international riding. Listen to me. Are U.S. riders treated with preference since they attract so much attention? I've always wondered how they are able to keep their U.S.-based numbers when they race abroad. I don't know. You know, most of the races are one-off, so... Um yeah, whatever the promoter decides. Guy in the chat room says he drank the durin juice also. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's Jeez. not can you, let, can you let me know when you're going to do that? Oh, I'll sorry. turn the mic sorry. on. He must have been wore out by Sunday. Who? Durin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, should I hit the mic? You okay? No, I'm getting okay, out right. <laughs> From Graham Heron, JT, how do you determine which fly athletes will be in formulas versus F2s? It looked like all the snowcross racers... We're in F2s even after the formula release. Uh, I don't know exactly what the requirements are. A lot of those guys have to run orange helmets to race in. Uh, we will not have a snow-specific formula until the 2020 launches in August, so that could be the reason. Um, they don't have a snow-specific one for the formula to wear yet. That's what I'm guessing. I asked JT about the snowcross guys and no formula, and he said, fuck the snowcross guys. <laughs> it was it was really jacked up, I thought. Yeah, that too. Right? Knockart, you heard it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it. All right. From Tyson Stagall, hey, JT, how much gear did you save from your racing career, and do you regret not saving more? I do regret not saving more. Uh, at the end of when I was moving to Boise, I had, I'm going to guess, 250 sets of gear, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I gave it all to Dan, and then two hundred fifty sets. Uh, they put it all in the garage, and then they were driving Groms into it, or actually it was Ruckuses back then, wide open, like a mountain of gear. They're actually Dan has video of it. Uh, they were hitting this pile of gear wide open on a Ruckus, and it was just exploding gear everywhere. And I think he ended up throwing a lot of it away. But yes, I do regret it. Uh, can I get a number six jersey from Lockhart, or no? Is there none available? <sighs> Sold them all. Sold them all. Sold them all. Really? Oh, you sell my gear, man. You Make sold money. it. Yeah. People would buy it. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, so all my gear that I have now, yep. <clears throat> I give it, so when I'm done with it, don't want to wear it anymore, I give it back to the dealer that I ride for, yep. and they sell it in their clearance section. Wow. Yeah, Randy's got a photo of our friend wearing a locker jersey walking out of the shop the other day. <laughs> yeah. What about the stuff from back in the day? I never kept any of it. No? No, I What did you I wear when it. you were six on OTSF? Uh, Troy Lee. Troy Lee? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we were Troy Lee, and then... Um, yeah, there's the photo with the locker jersey on. This guy <laughs> sent it to us. Uh, I regret, man, I never saved anything. Like, it, it's bad. The only thing I have that was, like, any good, I have my World Supercross GP plaque yep. at my parents' third, house. Third. Third. And I got the fucking plaque I won last year and came home and cried on the couch. You don't have anything son. else? You no. cried? Man. What do you mean you cried? I literally, like, walked in the house because I was just exhausted. Like, because I was flying and I was doing all these weird flights to get back there. And so I, because nobody was paying my expenses. <laughs> so I was paying it out of my own pocket, right? Okay. What's that got to do with crying? Yeah. Well, because, man, I went on this, like, went back there and I, like, held on to it and lost second, but still hung on to third and came home and From I just, like, broke down. Like I had the trophy. Like Aldi. Jesus. No, like I had the trophy. And my son sitting beside us and he thought it was cool and I'm just like... We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> it's we true. did it. Third. <laughs> Mission accomplished. We did it. Randy, did this really happen? Confetti <laughs> coming down in the house. No, we went out for a nice dinner that night. We went to the dinner. keg. Get we a nice did. steak we dinner. We went to the keg. The keg is a... Uh, yeah. Randy, you started crying? <laughs> She's embarrassed. That is, that, she looks embarrassed. Bit, that's a bit embarrassing. She didn't want to really I don't, look her I mean, I'm honestly, I, I, I'm a fan. I supported. Yeah. I love the fact that you were second and you ended up third yeah. and you beating these kids that were showing up. Yeah. I love that. I love all that. I'm not sure if it's worth crying well, over, though. I, I mean, I wasn't, like, crying out of, like, joy. I was just crying that I, like, made it all happen. Like, I was working. Right. I was hustling. I wasn't practicing. I rode a bone stock bike. Stock suspension. Pump gas. Diggs <laughs> took me to the freaking gas station. I bought, like, the cheapest gas you can get. Like, it just, it was emotional, man. Uh, clearly. It was heavy. You well, know yeah, I mean? yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I got this little shitty trophy. It's like the size of JJ's Great radio. Cup, <laughs> it was like that big, and I was like, yeah, we won. I carried it on the plane. I still have all of my important trophies, like all my Euro trophies yeah. and all the champagne bottles from there. They're in the attic of the house that I rent out in Florida. Right. And I have a vending machine that had my picture on it right. that uh, DNA had made, and it's in the in the garage. Cool. So when I rented the house out, I said two things. One, the attic's full of trophies. Don't mess Don't with them. Don't touch it. Yeah. Two, there's a vending machine that's got to stay in your garage. <laughs> Other than that, we're good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, you can get you some of your DNA money if you sell that. I'll tell you what I wish I <laughs> my best bet. What I, what I wish I still had was all that money I made in Germany that winter. <laughs> Who are you staying with? What was that team's name? Uh, EBS Cali. EBS, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys... Jorgen. Jorgen. Yeah. Have you guys hashed it out that you had a better time than him in practice or no? He can have it. He's giving it to me. He is? Finally. Yes. Must be broken transponder. <laughs> You're like, but I was uh, fastest. I don't know. I was just like wanting it, you know? Yeah. I did shit in the main, so don't, I don't even know if I made the main, so it didn't matter. You probably won. It was Munich. Mm, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. What year? 06. Oh, 06. Yeah, uh, All right. If you're KTM, are you worried about Webb and Marvin refueling their rivalry with the championship on the line? No, because I think 
I think Alden helps that out, but then but, but then Anderson and Marv kind of contradicts that statement. There was another question that um, said, does Marvin pull a move on Webb that he pulled on Eli last year if it's for the title? Oh, my God, that'd be awesome. So much to talk about. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't know. I don't think you can. Yeah. Um, from Jordan L. 1992, for the 2020 Supercross season testing do the manufacturers set their motorcycles up to jump the whoops since apparently in 2019 <laughs> skimming is irrelevant no no uh from the moss 912 how does josh grants deal with fly racing work obviously they're not paying him to sit on the couch so when he signs with yamaha do they restructure his contract yeah i mean he wasn't getting paid at he all didn't have a deal right no yeah, deal no. and then now because he's racing he gets a yeah. deal he was he was wearing fly because you know in november was... he wore fly well he was wearing fly even like when he was riding in January, yeah. just like the dunes right. or whatever, which was cool. We appreciated that, and obviously we wanted, we wanted to repay the favor when there was a deal to be had. But short answer is he didn't have a deal until last week. That's all for tweets. All right, everybody, btosports.com. Tweet it through a segment. Uh, all right, anything else? Did we forget anything? I don't know. I anything? think we covered it. I think we did cover it. I think Randy wants to go. Dueling so. pianos. Dueling pianos. We're going to cover that tonight. Michael Jackson Cirque Show. Look it! Look it! Yeah, I can say, got first, it. first thing he says, this is the greatest night of my life. Yeah. Like, the guy cried over his third plaque. Like, how, okay. how? If I could take last night back, I wouldn't have said it was the greatest night of my life, but I did enjoy it. We had yeah. a nice dinner. Yeah. We had a nice dinner. He says it six J- times. You would have loved it. You yeah. would have loved it. This is the greatest night of my life. JT got screwed over on his food. Yep. I did. Yep. I went to the buffet by myself. I lost that $100 bill. You lost $100 bill. I lost yeah. $100 did bill. Did you? Can't find it. Really? You have it? Maybe Randy had it in the slots. <laughs> no, she had. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, there she we go. She was giving me shit about Maybe it was you. No. Um, all right. Uh, AtlasBrace.com. Use a code. Save yeah. money. Uh, thanks to Ryan McClintock for that great yeah. call earlier. I think that we, we've always talked about braces and everything else on the show. Sure, and I think yeah. you've done a good job. And and uh, and this was a good, interesting little survey. And so check it out on, um, on our, check our tweets for the website. AtlasBrace.com. Oh, for EMS. For, for his oh, EMS, EMS yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, please check that out. Uh, also, Houston this weekend, Triple Crown. I'm excited for that. Uh, I want to thank Williamson, Mike Williamson, Will Hahn, Ryan McClintock, Bo- uh, Colin Juren, Mike Genova. <laughs> Paul, poor Colin. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, all right, here's the game for you two. Ready? Yeah, okay, let's bring it. Name off the sponsors. You tell me what it reminds you of. Okay. All right. Do I get the Atlas Brace one? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Everyone says a noof, by the way. I know they do. I right. listen. Right. I always fast forward to that section. Just okay. To see. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, BTOsports.com. Pulp code. Fly racing. My friend JT. Race tech suspension and engines. Ben May. Vortex racing. Will Hahn. That's a good one. I was, was going to say. Roost MX. Pulp shirts. Vertex pistons. KTM 252 strokes. Stock. X-Brand goggles. Rich Taylor. EVS sports. Shoulder braces. Oh. <laughs> I used to wear one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, random. Uh, Mission of Starcross 5. Randy, fastest man in Piedmont, Richardson. <laughs> he loved the fact when I went over the bars right in front of him. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> he was stoked. Well, Randy's such a nice guy. Yeah. He was like, hey, hey, you okay? Are you okay? Like, very authoritative, yeah. very um, straight to the point. 
And I got up and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, ah, <laughs> that was awesome. You hit the ground so good. Yeah, with his accent. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, very worried. But then once he realized I was okay, yeah. now it was game hey, on. His social media is next level. It is. It is. It, he's it, hilarious. Yeah. It's it's amazing. I've never met him before, but I follow him on Instagram and it's cracks. Yeah, he, he is great. Galdi likes him. Yuck, yucks. Yeah. Uh, firepower batteries and chains. I'm getting one. You- <laughs> the battery, right? Yeah. <laughs> to make up for my stock pipe. Right? Yeah, so yeah. the weight. Yeah. <laughs> Maxima USA. Dogger. Pro filter. No cleaning. FMF. Little D. Atlas neck brace. Uh, <laughs> Chase Sexton. Oh, I really blew that one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> like, I had so much. That was the easiest one. I know. What am I going to say myself? I don't know. Anything. <laughs> We're happy to be part of the show, Steve. Oh, thank you. Yep. Uh, Works Connection. Eric Phipps. Guts Racing. Seats. Get Data. Dan Trueman. <laughs> the the, True man. the the one in hundred support number for Get Data goes right to Dan's phone. <laughs> Does it really? Yes. <laughs> He's actually getting blown up all this the time. This is a very a very challenging part of Dan's life too. It is fantastic to hear Dan's problems that he has to deal with in the middle of a supercross. Dan was your mechanic for a long time, right? Yes. I remember at Montreal one year, yeah. Yeah. Uh OGO Power Sports. You know what he, we oh. gotta do a short story about that. The year I won in 09, yeah. he was my mechanic there. Yeah. Uh, first practice, I was really good. Last practice, I just couldn't get a lap in. I just sucked. And I was so pissed because I knew I was fast, and I just blew it, and I looked like my timesheet sucked, yeah. and my gate pick was going to suck. I left him at the track. I drove back to the hotel without him. Really? I just, just pounded out of there and drove back. But he, calls me. he calls me. He's like, where are you? I'm like, the hotel. He's like, you left me? <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I'll come get you. I was so mad. But then I ended up winning. You ended up winning, yeah. so it was all good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, get data. Uh, do you, OGO Power Sports. Uh, Daniel Blair can't get a bag, I guess, right? He can. He just refuses to get it done. Yeah. WUSA. Uh, I'll guess John. I'll go John. Eagle Grit. Uh, eagles talons or whatever. <laughs> the talons. Did he kill a bunch of eagles for this stuff? <laughs> he grinds up. Beaks and talons, and that's where it gets the <laughs> yeah. grit. The, <laughs> grit. the grit, yeah. It's, it's a horrible joke, but really funny. That tweet it's of the guy struggling really the eagle yeah, was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's really horrible, but it is. The guy funny. said, "The guy, yeah." The, the the gif was the guy resting an eagle. Said yeah. Daniel grabbing his that latest awesome. victim. Uh, I got. I went to call Daniel tonight because he fixed Alex Ray. He he had some better. advice, yeah, and I don't know what it was. Uh, L.A. Honda World. Uh, is that Honda Downey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. I'm going on there tonight. Okay. Probably shouldn't let Brady. <coughs> Sorry. Should, shouldn't let Brady and Brad know. No. no? Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Ride engineering. Mm, they make a bunch of stuff. I don't really know. You had to have used ride engineering at some point so. in your no. career. No. No. All right. Uh, intense bicycles. You going over the bars? Thank you. Yep. Thanks very much. Yep. Uh, thanks to Swisscore. Thanks to Marks. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Randy. My answer was, I don't, they make a bunch of stuff. I don't really know. Yeah. That's a horrible <laughs> yeah, answer. Yeah, it is. It's, it's not good for a guy who's in customer service for, right. for, for a major manufacturer. That's okay. Clamps. Triple clamps. Jess Pettis. I don't, I mean, I don't sell right engineering, so I don't. No, but yeah. I, I just hope you don't have to give that answer for other things that you no. have. There have been worse answers for that. Oh, thing. yeah, absolutely. There so have don't been. feel bad. Yeah. Uh, Marks, thank you. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, very big show next week. We've got a big announcement coming up. Oh, big announcement. Who's in studio next week? Christian Craig. Oh, that's right. Chris Kiefer. John Eric Burleson. Yeah. Um, Jeff Stuber, Saber from Intense. Yep. Yeah. Big show. 
Big announcement. You better bring your A game. April Fools. Yeah, people are going to think it's April yeah, Fools. Totally. People are going to think it's April <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fools. When you keep putting April first, people yeah. are going to think it's April Fools. When they hear about it. They're going to be like, no, nah, I think it's April Yeah, no, no, that ain't going to happen. Uh, so, Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Greatly appreciate it. Jason Thomas, thank you. Always better with you in studio. Yep. Noof, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate Dueling it. Dueling pianos. Dueling pianos. Let's go to Dueling pianos. I'll All of us? send you an Instagram. Or you got, oh, come, please. Be, be the second best night of my life. Mike well, Jaren. Yeah. Well, we'll text him angry stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, all right, buddy. Pulp Max Fantasy, please play. And please listen to the show and grab the archives. And we will see you next week. I used to teach clinics in Manitoba. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude. and It was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.